to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, November 6th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to tonight. Lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about one particular team in the sport and dive behind it and talk about everything, the good and the bad and the whys and the reasons and everything else. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to talking about uh, that. Also, too, Luke Reslin will join us from said Traders Yamaha team. Jace Pennington will join us. Some guy named Kenny Watson will also call in and we'll talk to him uh, and figure out what he's doing. And also to uh, your phone calls at 702-586-7857, 702-586-PULP. Please give us a call. Uh, we'd love to, uh, love to have you in. Don't bro me. And uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks very much. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, all on board with us tonight. And uh, please, thank you. Uh, uh, give us a call. Uh, get the show on the app. Pulpamex app. You can listen live. You can listen live on pulpamexshow.com. Get the archives on Stitcher. Get the archives on the app. Get the archives on iTunes. Get the archives on any kind of podcast catcher out there. Also to Amazon, if you're making a purchase on Amazon, just simply go on Amazon and uh, uh, punch in, uh, go on pulpamex.com to the Amazon banner on there and make a purchase and we get a small slice of that and we thank you people for doing it. Uh, it's really helping out and uh, it's allowing us to keep bringing, us, bringing you jerkies uh, uh, bigger and better guests every time out. Uh, also, too, don't forget uh, Patreon. If you want to sign up for Patreon, get some early access to podcasts, get some T-shirts, some swag here and there. Check out Patreon.com and uh, help us out if you can. If not, no big deal, whatever. We'll be fine. We appreciate those that do, though. It's uh, it's great to have all you guys on board. we got the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, Race Tech Suspension emails, Gear Alloy Cold Call, NFAB, JGR, Suzuki check-in, and, uh, and much more. With me in studio, he's a regular co-host in here. He hasn't been in enough lately. Uh, former factory mechanic. He has two 125 West Supercross titles. He is Berlut. This people have spoken, and Berlut is in. Tony Berluti, what's Suck up, man? Steve, how you doing, bud? How are you? Long time. Yeah, what, what's been going on? Travis, people? what's been happening? Uh, hold on, we'll get to him in a oh, second. Oh, okay, my oh, bad. Uh, the, uh, the man likes me. Okay, yeah, go I ahead. like Travis. He, people, doesn't want, he doesn't want to talk to you. People have been demanding Berluti. They've been angry on Twitter <laughs> I don't, for Berluti. I don't okay. one bit. Okay. They really have. I've, I've, right on. And thanks to the Circle Jerkies. Yeah, thank you, Circle Jerkies. I'm drinking a Guinness now. Thank you, bud. Yeah, awesome. And also, uh, thanks to people on RacerX Facebook page. Uh, we're live. What's up, everybody? Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, please uh, ignore the swearing if I start yelling and screaming about something. Uh, the man over yeah, there. Fuck off. Uh, the man over there is uh, Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? It's uh, Welcome back, first Hello. of all. Hello. Welcome back. Where's he been? Dude. I can't believe you introduced me before the other guy that's Three in Three weeks, no Travis for the show. It's Whoa, actually, how'd you pull been, that off? It's actually been four. 
four. So two weeks that I wasn't here plus the week off. So this is 20, yeah. 28 yeah. days. Yeah. I his wife had a health scare. Oh. This is bullshit. <laughs> so how'd you pull it off? Tits. Yeah, Tits legendary. Yeah, legendary. How's he been? He strolled in, sat down like it was no problem over there. <laughs> right on. His enthusiasm than tits. wasn't great, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, also, too. Uh, also, we're very happy and pleased to bring you our in-studio guest for the entire show. Him and Berluti go way back together. This man, uh, one of the most winningest mechanics ever in the sport of Supercross and Motocross. He's the uh, race team technician, uh, chief technician with the Traders Yamaha team. You know him. From all those ESPN races, Skip Norfolk. What's up, Skip? How are you guys doing? It's great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Uh, we're, yeah, that should be fun. Get, haven't seen Berluti in a long time. Yeah. This is excellent. Holy shit, are there a lot of titles right here between us three? <laughs> like, so many race wins and titles between us three. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I love it. I don't know. I mean, we got, we got four 125 Supercross titles, correct? Two for MC, two for Damon Huffman. Yeah. We have one 250 motocross title. Jeremy McGrath. Yeah. We have one 250, uh, sorry, four 250 Supercross titles. Jeremy McGrath. Yep. One summer cross title. Oh, yeah. Me. Don't forget that one. Beating Jeremy McGrath, by the way. Yeah. Not with you. But. One race series, right? Yeah. One race yeah. series. Uh-huh. There's, and I have one national win. Yeah. Uh-huh. One national win. Steve, come on. So much wins right here. Don't be discounting yourself like that. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, It's been fantastic. Thanks for coming in, Skip. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. it's uh, it's interesting now your your role with Traders Yamaha. We're gonna dive into that and and I want to find out. Maybe you can get Berlut to come back to the races. We'll figure that out. <laughs> we might have to twist his arm pretty hard for that one. <laughs> Berlut, yes, sir. The season is coming up. Yeah. Like, are you coming back? Oh, I don't really know yet. Um, it's possible. Anything's possible, Steve. So you have been approached by a unnamed team. Uh, yes, I have been. And, but jury's out. Jury's not out yet. Marks, for Luke, come back or what? Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you, Marks. Yes, Luke's going to come back. He's going to work uh, the Vegas race and the Monster Cup. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do. Yep. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, uh, well, we're looking forward to having a great show. Kenny Watson's coming on. I mean, come on, right? Watson. Yes. <laughs> um, and Jace Pennington and Luke Reslin from the Traders Yamaha team. You guys are gearing up for 2018. 250 East again yes. and 215 Motocross. That's the plan. On Yamaha's. Um, looking forward to that. I like Reslin. I, I've always been a fan of this kid. I helped him with goggles on the cycle trader team when he was there. I got to know him there. I've always liked the kid. Uh, I think he's a, he's a really good dude. So he absolutely is looking forward to having him on tonight to, uh, to talk a little bit about what's going on. Hey, we'll have to start though. Uh, the industry lost uh, a really, really great guy this past week. Um, well, last week I should say, um, Tom white founder of white brothers and just a, a motorcycle collector, a motorcycle fan, uh, really, really nice guy. I, I, I didn't know him that well. I got to know him more in the last couple of years. Of course, John Anderson from W wheels, uh, is, is married to uh, Tom's daughter. And, and so I've got to know, uh, Tom through them and, what a guy. Berlut, you, you've probably known him for a while. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, their suspension was, everybody used it that I know of, and, yeah. on the West Coast anyway. Um, for Yamahas, they made the best shock for Yamahas the, back in the monoshock days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, they made a really good product, and all, all everybody I know used this stuff. He was, uh, he, he, cancer claimed him, and uh, but it was cool, Skip. Uh, he knew the end was coming, but he still wanted to ride motorcycles. 
I, he, I, he, he always went off. You knew he loved to ride his motorcycle. Yeah. Wanted to be on his dirt bike every yeah. day. Yeah. And it was really cool to watch him out there on that Indian going around dirt short track. And Hey, yeah. when was that? Or what? Uh, was it like a film? A, two weeks, a month ago, maybe? Really? I think so, yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. far into this? Yeah. 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 Uh, he also got to ride uh, uh, Zach Osborne's uh, Husky 250 uh, around a little bit, the, oh, his wow. race bike and stuff. So awesome! Um, yeah, I really, really uh, enjoyed knowing Tom and uh, and uh, R.I.P. to to Tom. He's a great man. Uh, by the way, this uh, November 11th at Glen Helen, a celebration of Tom White's life. 10 a.m. to 2, 11 a.m. trackside, they're going to do, uh, I imagine, a lap for Tom. So if you can make it out, if you're in Southern California, you can make it out. Uh, he's a great guy, and he deserves it. And um, we, uh, we're going to miss him for sure. So, uh, um, yeah, that's all we got to say about that, Tom. All right, um, let's get started. So Reslin, Pennington, and uh, Watson coming up, and a cold call. I don't know who we're going to cold call. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, so, Skip, a couple years now you've been back with Traders. Tell everybody, I think there's a little bit of uh, uh, wonderment at Traders Yamaha. Um, who owns Traders? What is it? And, and talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, Gary Luckett's our team owner. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and he's, uh, he's him and I grew up together, ironically. Okay. Um, I think we shared a limo to a prom, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, he's... Uh, He's done very well from a, with his businesses. And uh, he started a team, uh, I want to say it was like in 2014, he actually started a team with uh, Tony Archer. Um, and Kenny Day, our team manager, was the mechanic on okay. the team. And they won the Arena Cross Lights East okay. title that year, yep. I think, before it turned into what the series is yep. now. But he has helped, you know, he's, he had helped kids go racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Did he race himself? Oh yeah, he okay, raced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll claim he was really good, but <laughs> you know, I, I think we uh, we we didn't get hurt. We didn't kill ourselves. Rock and Butts rape. Creek. You and him had some scraps. <laughs> we did. Oh okay. Yeah, we rode back there. You remember Quasco? I mean, we all grew yeah, up cutting yeah, our yeah. teeth at a Quasco. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so you know, I <clears throat> after after getting out of the racing and, and then being in the apparel side of it for mm-hmm. a while, and and watching the changes that have gone on with with our sport and and amateur racing and stuff and i was kind of getting a little i was getting a little bummed out you you would have these guys that would win win a title or win a moto and and not have a ride they went from you know like a a factory amateur guy to having nothing in Mm -hmm. the pros and it was it was it was a little disheartening because we got to know some of these young kids coming up because we were working with them with on the apparel side of it and um so i'd I'd always wanted to kind of come back in the sport and, and, and do something with the young mechanics and young riders yep. just to help them make, be able to make that transition because I know how those teams can chew up some of these young guys if they're not ready yep. for it. Um, and the experience can be really bad, and they tend to not stick around. Some of them don't, they don't yeah. make it oh, to that next the step. The sport's littered with these kids, right? for sure, so, families and, yeah. So I, bad I called, equipment, guys getting hurt. Yeah. It, yeah. It's all those things. Yeah. The equipment now is such a huge part. Um, and so I called Gary. And I, I asked him, I said, why do you do this? Why do you go racing? And he goes, you know, I've been very fortunate in my businesses, and I love racing. I take my kids into it. We go racing every weekend we can. And, you know, I, I'm in a position where I can help guys with product. I could help them out maybe a little bit better motorcycle, yeah. give them some gas money, and, and maybe they can help achieve their dreams. And, um, you know, and I, and I kind of felt that that's exactly where I was at. So this was like on a Tuesday, we started talking. <laughs> and I think Thursday, he calls back and he goes, hey, did I call you or did you call me? <laughs> and, um, and we ended up putting a, putting a, 
a thing together. It's like, hey, let's, you know, we, we share the same um, mm-hmm. objectives. And, uh, you know, and then Traders is one of his companies um, that um, is, uh, it's a restaurant um, and a casino right there in Maryland. Okay. And um, that's our that's our main that's sponsor. It, yeah. That's our big. He, they're they're our title sponsor. Um, uh, Tick Tabs is a company out here, software, gaming software company out here in Vegas. They're our big associate sponsor. So it's been, you know, we've we've been able to to fund a small race team mm-hmm. and and go and go racing. And we went, um, you know, two years ago when we started. I, I kind of feel like we've made progressions where we were we kind of were there to participate. Yeah. Then we went there to race, and then <laughs> now we're going there to compete. Right, you know? yeah, awesome. So yeah. as, as yeah. you kind of grow, and um, it's been it's been an interesting journey. Um, and I was very fortunate to be at the the tippy tippy top, or right next to it. Yeah. Um, and came in from the top down, and then coming. Well, so in, was I at High Point in 2000, Skip. I was also on the top. Yes, you that were. one day. That one okay. day. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and then so now now coming in from you know coming from the bottom up a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, you're, it's this, it's the same, it's this, you're going to the same place, but you're coming from two different areas. And it's, it's been a unique experience for me to, to have a, a much better feel and understanding now of, of, of the struggles that anybody coming yeah. in, that's not at the factory level and the challenges that, that are presented to them. You yeah. you were at pro circuit in it, at its infancy too. Day one yeah. from the race team when we started. Yeah. yeah. Do you see any similarities? Do you see any? I mean, uh, look, I, the, between the four strokes and one twenty fives and Peyton and Traders, it, it's, it's pretty different. You know what I mean? But do you see there, there's there's a tremendous amount of similarities? And the bottom line is, is racing hasn't changed. Gate drops. The best guy that day gets to the checkered flag yeah. first. That hasn't changed. The preparation Which has is changed. Good, I think no, absolutely. Yeah. the preparation has changed. The machines have, uh, uh, absolutely have changed. Yeah, um, and how you, uh, the, the the mental stress and focus that these guys have to go through now because everything is it's more condensed now uh-huh. than it was maybe back then you know we had more time practice in a day off and then you do the race and it was everything was yeah. over over a three-day day period format now, now it's yeah. in and out in the day yeah. so everything's compressed there's a lot more a uh, lot more stress mm-hmm. it's it's um yeah it's do you, do it's you, a business now as opposed to more of a, a, a group of guys that were going yeah. racing and having fun, it's changed, yeah. as it should have changed. I mean, mm-hmm. things progress and it changes. Sure. It has to. And how's the owner with writing a check, essentially, to go racing? And is he seeing progress? Is he? Are you guys trying to sell a, a title sponsor, if you can, to somebody? Or does, does he want traders on it? Or No, absolutely. He, he, you know, he, when we started this, is, you know, he's like, hey, I want to be here for the duration. I don't want to be so many of these teams that come in and come they're here for go. two years yep. and gone. Yeah. Um, I went over budget last year, which he wasn't happy about. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, he's uh, he's he's definitely committed. He is a hundred percent committed to giving these kids an opportunity to really truly pr- prove themselves. And you know, I look at it as the race director. I think the one thing that I look at is the the biggest thing we're doing is my job is to eliminate excuses. Yeah. And the motorcycle is the single biggest excuse that those guys have. <laughs> Absolutely. Straight that away. That is yep. true. Yeah. And um, so we we try to eliminate that excuse. I I I'm, I've, I feel like we put a great product on uh, on the track. Uh, our motor packages were um, were good. Yep. Um, our chassis at Supercross was good. Our chassis outdoors, I'll put it our chassis up against anybody's. I thought we had really good stuff. Um, but our motors were, you know, we're yeah. probably five or five percent off, six percent off yeah. somewhere is in there. That, the is factory. that just money? 
Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like you can get it, but <laughs> and and it's you know it's it's funny you you can look at you can look at horsepowers right and yeah and you can look at the horsepowers are just for this conversation it's pretty close you know it's a thousand bucks of horsepower okay buy, yeah, right? yeah you know you buy an exhaust system for a thousand bucks you buy a head job for a thousand bucks you buy cams and and yeah. valves Sounds and like stuff Vegas. right you know <laughs> <laughs> right so um you know so you can find those you can find those first five or six yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. That that next one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's yeah. yeah. It that, yeah. you know, it goes from it goes right. you know, now all of a sudden that, that horsepower goes right. you know, it's about eight grand a horsepower if you're lucky or ten grand it's, a horsepower. It's great that you have a, a, a great package to start from, the Yamaha. Absolutely. Buys the F is very good. It's a yeah. solid motorcycle. So, you know, you're starting from a really good package. If you're on a, another brand, you might be like, eh, we need even more, you know. Um, how do you skip how do you like being back at the races and flying and, 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 you know, I mean, now you're, look, you're not the mechanic anymore, but it's in some ways it's more stress than ever. Uh, it's, you know, it, I guess on some, on some fronts it is. Cause you know, I, the, the main thing is I just want to try to, I say I, but we want to create this environment where the riders and crew can succeed and not set ourselves up to fail. And that, that's a challenge on a, on a smaller team mm-hmm. to not overextend yourself and set yourself up to fail. And, um, you know, thank God that Gary's been what he's been because, you know, I had to go to him and, hey, here's some, here's some more invoices we need yeah. to pay, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, and he's does. He writes he, he writes a check and uh, it's been fabulous for us to 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 do what we've done. Um, but it's um, it, it is it is stressful. It is stressful in a different way. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it's I, I enjoy playing with kids in the dirt for a living. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Um, so back in the day. You know, you're watching Jeremy ride. You're like, you're, you're, you're jetting the bike on the stand. You're like, hey, it's a little lean. I'm going to rich in this, and I'm going to go slow to rebound down. I can see it kicking you there, and, and mission accomplished. He goes out on the track. Now, you're, you know, you're the race director, so you're standing back a little bit. You, you knew Jeremy so well. You know the guy. So you, you kind of, I mean, can you get in there and do that kind of stuff and make it rewarding or – are these? Is it more frustrating ever because these are kids that, that are up and down and they're not Jeremy McGrath? Um, well, I, I, you know, Jeremy wasn't the Jeremy we all know when he sure, first started yeah, either, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a there's a growth point, and and you grow and you learn and you you collect notes, and your book gets thicker and thicker and thicker with notes, and then you know, obviously, you hope that at one point, yeah. It all just comes together, and for Jeremy, it all came together yeah. in a big way, and right. he and he kept it together. Yeah. Um, and you've got these kids that I call them kids, and they're not kids. You yeah. know, they're they're young yeah. Luke's men. Luke's got to be 20, 21, 21. 20, Yeah, twenty. So you know, he's they're young men, uh-huh. and um, but they have very little experience about what their motorcycle's doing. Yeah. You know, they don't. They've never had it. You know, it's like here's your suspension, here's your motor, I, go you, ride. I find, I find in talking to Bruce, you worked with you know, Motor Concepts a couple of years ago and, and RCH for. I've been talking to a lot of crew chiefs and mechanics. These kids nowadays, and again, maybe this is an old man walking uphill both ways, <laughs> but they tell me these kids don't know what they're doing right now. They just they go to riding facilities, they rev the shit out of their bikes and, and go play video games. I don't know, but. It's yeah. You know, I, I want to say it, it, a, a fair bit of it. I, I honestly think is is due to the cost. Okay. You know. Because yep. if in order, to, I mean, it's it's six, seven, nine, ten thousand dollars to build a a, a a really good two fifty F, and then you got to maintain it, mm. right? And the more you right. put into it, the less hours you can spend riding it right. without yep. having to maintain yep. it. So they don't get an opportunity. You know, to to because you're putting out so much money for parts and stuff, you don't have an opportunity to go testing. 
You know, so yep. it's where we were back on the two-stroke days. You know, we'd, we'd go out there with two or three cylinders, a couple heads, different pistons, and we would just test, test, test. Now it's not like that. You no. know, you really don't have that opportunity. And they get, you know, hey, here's our engine package, and we can do a few things mm-hmm. a little bit to it, but yep. it's, it's what we got, yeah. you know. Um, and we've been very fortunate on the chassis side of things with our – we managed to put a program together, a relationship with uh, the Olins USA and the Olins AB out of Sweden. And, and we, have a, we basically have a factory suspension effort. Awesome. Which has been unbelievable for our team and these young guys, because that's that's the one big thing where mm-hmm. we can go and really work on the chassis. Yeah. And I think um, I think Luke, you know, and Luke maybe will be able to explain it more than I could here when he comes on. But I, I think he, I'd like to think that he learned more about his motorcycle and himself this year than he has maybe throughout his throughout the majority of his career, career yeah, really. so yeah. far, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and it's, you know, where he comes in, he's like, Hey, it's doing this. And then they fix it. And he's like, Oh, wait a minute. It's better. You know? Like, uh, and it's, it's, it's just the learning part because it, 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 and Tony can attest to this is, well, so can I, well, as a mechanic, but yeah, but you're sitting on this side. You're not, you're on the other side of the table. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So you can attest to this too. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, you, these, these kids, these riders would come in and you get into a testing environment and a lot of these guys think that they have to feel something, they have to tell them something, and this is what yeah, it yeah. is. My approach is, is if you don't know, say I can't feel Absolutely. it. Yeah, or I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Sure. Don't try to tell me something <laughs> you think I want to hear. Because yeah. all we're going to do is we're going to end up in left field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So if you can't feel it, you can't feel it. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, and it's just building their confidence in, in their ability to, to take what they feel, identify it, and then distill it down so they can talk about it, mm-hmm. you know. And it ta- it's it's a it's been interesting because you'll you'll talk about you know, hey, the bike's kicking me coming into the corner, and that leads into nine different questions. Yeah, yeah. Are you chopping the throttle when it kicks? Yeah. Is it kicking the first bump or the third bump? Are you kicking when you're transitioning into your corners? You know, you start sure, you yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. I look at it as as you you start zooming in on the in on the computer, you start bringing things forward to you, and you're really zoomed yep. in and looking at it, and getting them to to be confident enough in what they do and be confident enough in the team that, that they can be comfortable to just yeah. say, yep. Hey, I, I didn't feel anything. Right. Um, so you picked up Jace Pennington near the end of the season, right? Correct. Uh, actually we, he... we picked him up uh, right after the monster energy cup last okay. year. And we worked with him through his amateur okay, stuff. Okay, Through his amateur stuff. Yep. Uh, what do you see in this kid? Like, I don't know much about him. What do you see in him? What do you like about him? And, and why him? He, uh, the thing that sticks out to me more than anything is very rarely do you see a bad picture of him. Okay. You know, kind of yeah, like, yeah. like, have you ever seen a bad picture of Kevin Windham? I've never seen a bad picture of right, Kevin Windham. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and he's got, he just has this natural ability on the motorcycle to look effortless. Um, and when, if he's got six things that need to line up, when those things, six things line yep. up, the mm-hmm. dude is amazing. Yeah. You know, but it's his challenge, just like all young yeah, guys yeah. coming in, is yeah. getting those six things yeah, lined yeah, up, and yeah. that's that's probably one of the things that he's been working on. He made huge progress throughout the so year. You see on that. some real potential. He came in and scored points right away. He at, scored you know? some points, and yeah. then you know, I yeah. think when we were out here, what sold it for me was was you know he he got a second in the one of the one of the Monster Energy Cup motos. Yep. You don't get a second by. Generally luck. speaking, no, no. You don't yeah. luck into yeah. second, you right. know. Yes, yeah, some guys fell or whatever it may be. Yeah. Bottom line is, you got second. Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't luck into that. Right. You were there. You took advantage of an opportunity. Sure. Um, and then what really just was really fun to watch was when we went to uh, Atlanta and they had the Fun Fest all weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was 
absolutely dominant. Oh, he did. At he the was across good. The yeah, yeah. Whole shot, one led every lap was just amazing. That was this last year. Last year, yeah, yeah I saw that. And um, you know, you see those things, you start talking about the potential, um, and you got to love it. And um, so it's, it's good kid, great kid, yeah. good family, good family. family, awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> you got to ask nowadays, brother. Yeah, the absolutely <laughs> for sure. No, it's it's they're they're awesome. I mean, ask the Laker, ask the that Laker kid. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Ball, uh, yeah, Lavar Ball. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so uh, for eighteen, are you are you going with Mitch Payton again for your motor package? Is uh, that done or do we no know, no or? we we ended up because we were back in florida okay we ended up going with um we started the year with the jgr group okay and then um some things have changed there and, and john mitchell yep. bundy bundy mm-hmm. yeah um so they they um so it's it's uh bbm or bundy built oh, okay Motorsport yeah now. yeah so they kind of gave him the retail side of things he was hmm. doing working for jgr and i think jgr is just like hey just you can have everything We're, really they've got a lot on their plate <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. They, they, so, they go, yeah. they race. Yeah. Right. They yeah, race. Yeah. Um, so he was, he'd been there for, gosh, I don't know how many years, yeah. but that's where we went. Yep. Cause it was, you know, Olean's was in North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Bundy's there in Charlotte. Yep. We're in, we're in Northern Florida. Um, and we're riding the East coast. So yep. it was, um, you know, I sat down and we talked to Mitch and bones and the guys and told them where we were at, what was going on. Yep. And, um, you know, it just it it made sense for us to you know not have to ship motors back and forth because oh, we're yeah. not doing we're not doing an in-house motor program. Yeah, yeah. We're you know we'll do our we'll let the engine guys build the engines. Yep. You know, our guys will maintain practice bike specs and stuff like that. But um, you know, it just made sense because yep. we could drop motors off. Head yeah. Out, yep. You know, there was a couple times yeah. where where the 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 race team at JGR was great. You know, it's like here, you know, hey, you're overweight. No, they take a motor back or bring me a motor, and it, yeah, yeah. you know, it's probably saved us ten grand in shipping. Yeah, logistically, sure, yeah. You know? yeah. it made so, sense. Yeah. It was um, it was uh, it made sense, and and it it's it's worked out. Yep. It's worked out really well. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, and Luke Reslin coming right up here on the uh, on the show. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, um, Skip was uh, Nick Gaines. You've had him on for a couple of years. He uh, broke his leg uh, first year. Last year comes in. Felt like he got a little steadier, a little faster. You know, maybe it wasn't as much raw speed because of the crashes, but he was coming around. Uh, decision to not go with him for next year. Uh, just. Explain that a little bit, if you can. It was it, it, probably, without a doubt, one of the absolute nicest, best, well-mannered young men you'd ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. Family's unbelievable. It was. It was. Uh, it was not the definitely not the most fun thing we had to do making a decision to not not have Nick go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but we needed to focus on Supercross, and it was very unfortunate that you know he's had. He's had some big crashes, yeah. and he's he's not been on the. He really hasn't had a chance yet to do a full Supercross yep. season, um, and it came down to, um, you know, we needed we made we made decision we made, and um, we decided to go with two guys on the team, mm-hmm. not three, so we can try to to put a little more effort into the bikes and yep. and, and and be able to do some things. Um, it was a it was it was one of those absolutely just it was a racing decision yep. that you don't want to make because if it comes down to it. There, you'll find nobody that'll yeah. put in the effort well, and try hard. It just—it was yeah. one of those decisions we just had to make. Um, yeah, and now Skip, you're in a position where you have to be that guy to make a decision. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? For years, you weren't. Same with, same, yeah, same yeah. with you, Berlut, right? I mean, these are things you just got to do. No, and, so, it, and yeah. it's, it's it's not fun at all. Especially you know if he was a, if if he wasn't a cool guy and you didn't like him, it'd be easy. yeah easier. It'd be yeah. so <laughs> easy. But you know, you just if 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 I ever meet anybody. 
and they go, you know what? I don't like that Nick Gaines guy. I'm going to look at them and go, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> because well, that's, how I can mean, you not like Nick Gaines? I'm glad it all it all you know ended well as or as well as it can be. You know what I mean? Like that's good. You know, I mean, hopefully he finds success and gets a ride and everything else. Yeah, I hope so. he does. I would I would like to think that he's going to be able to put something together. Um, you know, I, I think if as as the attrition of guys go through, I, w- I would think that he would be a potentially, um, you know, especially Standing when nationals guy. come around. Yeah, because he was yep. he got he was on it the last few. Good nationals. starter, I good saw, starter. I saw pretty good motos, huh? yeah. couple yep. top tens. Yep. Yeah, yep. you top ten nowadays, and yeah, you're, absolutely, you're, you're a badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Skip um, Norfolk, Tony Berluti on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Tony Berluti's appearance tonight brought to you by Roost MX, RoostMX.net. Please uh, call them if you need any custom graphics, custom wear. If your son uh, or daughter rides a Cobra, they are the official Cobra uh, uh, brand for clothing and gear and everything else. Uh, From wraps and everything else, uh, RoostMX.net has got you covered. Also, too, a whole pulp section uh, segment on there, Berluti, if you want to get some pulp graphics for, for your RMZ. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> go to, to Roost. Maybe my two-stroke. Do they make two-stroke stuff? Yeah, they'll make you anything. Okay, awesome. Yeah, they'll make you I'll anything. I'll hit them up. RoostMX.net, code PulpNation, saves you money at RoostMX.net. Uh, please uh, check those guys out, and uh, they bring you Tony Berluti tonight, and we appreciate Thank them. You. As well, also, EK Chains. Skip, one of your guys is on yes, board. Uh, they, they sponsor the Traders Yamaha team. EK Chains is a big part of our show, as is Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com, and uh, you can get the latest, greatest deals from them on bars and sprockets or anything that Vortex carries. Babbitt's Cowie guys uses the bars and the sprockets to dominate arena cross. Yamaha, uh, Cooper Webb, and Chad Reed used the Vortex Sprockets uh, last year on the Monster Energy Yamaha team, and uh, we thank those guys as well. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Skip Norfolk tonight, and Roost MX bringing you Tony Berluti. A couple of mechanic legends. <laughs> legends. It's fun, though. Yeah, I like I love that. It. Yeah. Why not? You guys, I mean, look. It's good seeing Skip. Hey, you guys go to the box fan days. Now, look, I drove the circuit for five years. Uh in a box fan for like three of them. But you, I mean, you guys drove. I wouldn't trade it for anything. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's the only way to see the country. I mean, flying from city to city, you don't see the country. And I hey, loved the it. the schedule sucked back God, then. Yeah. They didn't care whether you guys were going uh, California, Orlando, San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it was, oh, we had, there was just, it, it was so much fun. And you try to find shortcuts and. <laughs> You know, you. Oh, I got this. I got this great shortcut. We're going to go through shit. Montana. It's going to cut off three hours of driving. <laughs> Follow me, dude. We're playing poker. We're playing poker while we're driving down the boulevard, handing cards out. Stop it! Swear to God, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Handing cards out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we did some. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's yeah. Uh, that's gnarly. Let's get into. Well, that. Skip's a poker player. Let's say, man. I, we got all kinds of poker stories <laughs> oh. from European trips to Ooh. right. <laughs> Japan um, trips. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get into that later. First okay. up, though, uh, riding for the uh, Traders Yamaha team uh, for a second year now and uh, looking to break out in 250 Supercross and 250 Nationals. He's a friend of the show, Luke Reslin. What's up, Luke? How are you, man? Yo, what's going on, guys? How are we doing? Uh, I'm good, man. What's happening? How's the volleyball skills? How's that going? Oh, uh, volleyball's good. We, we, just, uh, we just won a big tournament we had on Saturday, so... Um... We came home with the trophy. Our team is called the 1776ers. Uh, shout out America for being the best country on earth. And uh, brought it home for the home team. 
Nice. I like to hear that. Skip, he's got an active uh, other sport life. Oh, he's, does. He's, he's got a lot. I mean, he's, he, you know, he could be a national enduro champion. Yeah. How, you know, if he can get through the first lap of the GNC, who knows where he could finish? Yeah. How did, GNC, how did GNCC go for you, Reslin? I mean, we saw that guy on Twitter calling you out uh, to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did a couple of them. I did uh, two GNCCs on this off season and three J days. Um, basically rode the woods for the last couple of months straight. So, um, <laughs> is this something hey, you, that you, you, is this something you, is this something you might be doing more of? Is this what you, what you're into? I mean, yeah, I'm into it. I have fun with it, but, um, you know, obviously first and foremost, we're just focusing on supercross now for next year. Um, you know, just finally getting into the swing of things again. Um, so I'm back down in Florida. Uh, the woods bike is parked for now. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe next summer or the next off season, um, you know, I'll start dabbling with that again. It was definitely a good time. It, it's a lot different than Moto. Right. Um, everyone's a lot more laid back, you know, kind of uh, a little bit more of a friendly environment, a little less cutthroat. But, mm-hmm. um once you get in the woods, those guys are badass. Like, I was getting passed by, like, 60-year-olds out there. Like, wow. <laughs> I, uh, I did a couple of them, too. I did Unadilla and Crawfordsville years ago. And, uh, yeah, those are the two I did. Oh, okay. And uh, yep. Shane Nally was working for Kodowski. And he was winning yep. the industry class, and I'm like, okay, I got this guy. I mean, I used to race pro a long time ago, but I'm like, okay. So I'm in that, that. In your dreams or no, no, no. So, actual real so, in for real. Okay. So so <laughs> Sunday morning, that you know how Crawfordsville, at least back then, uh, Luke, they started off with just a field section and like single jumps, right? For yep. a long time, mm-hmm. I'm like yep. gone, like and jumping, and I'm like gone. We get to the woods, and within five minutes, Nally just goes right around me on a DRZ 350. And I never see him again. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought. Like, I thought it would be faster. You know, it's like tight. You didn't have woods up there in Canada? I never did it. I just motoed all the time. Yeah, right. I'm not a woods guy at all. Yeah. But um, Renslin, so when I think about your 2017 season, Luke, I think of frustration because – I would pick you in fantasy, and I and I watch you anyways because I like you. And sometimes you were really good, and sometimes I was wondering who was riding the bike. Uh, do you agree with that assessment of your 17 season? Uh, yeah, you know, if if you were watching at Redbud, you were thinking I was really good. If you watched uh, <laughs> Colorado, you were definitely thinking I I, I sucked. Mm-hmm. I, I felt the same way for sure. Yeah. So um, why was that? What happened? What's the deal? No, nah, I mean, I feel like. In a lot of senses, I hit a new level, you know, as a rider, mm-hmm. you know, just as a knowledgeable person on the track, I feel like I hit another level this year. Um, but I just feel like I, I had some struggles, you know, um, the beginning of the outdoor season, I kind of struggled with setup a little bit on the bike. And then, um, what was the first East Coast round? I think like High Point, maybe. Uh, Yeah, yeah. After we hit high point, I kind of figured it out, and we never touched a clicker the rest of the year, and I felt like I was more solid from that point on. You know, uh, Red Bud was good, mm-hmm. running third there for 25 minutes. Yep. Um, obviously, it's just my starts, really, is, yeah. is the biggest thing that needs work. Yeah, I have a I have starts with a question mark and a circle on my notes about you, because, Skip, <laughs> I don't remember ever, Luke, uh, maybe Red Bud or whatever. Or, no, there was a crash at Red Bud, right? That's what you did? Luke, did you... 
Was there a crash Ooh, and you no, snuck he, around some no, guys? He, he was he was out there. Okay, he, he was out there, but he didn't get caught up in it. He okay, was, yeah, he was out there enough to not get caught up in it. Uh, most of the time, yeah. Skip, I never saw this dude up front. W- would you agree? There, um, yeah, I think I think he, you know, outside of a few starts, he would uh, he would work his way through yeah. the pack. Yep, absolutely. And then you look and you're like, oh look, Renslin's seventh. Yeah. Oh, Renslin's eighth. Meanwhile, he was fifteenth. No, he, um, you know, that was always. Uh, you, you never questioned the, the, the effort. Yeah. The effort was always yeah. there. So how do you get better at that, Luke? What do you got to do? Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be good for Supercross um, with the new starting pads. It's going to take a lot of the, the guesswork out of it. I mean, obviously the factory teams are going to have it dialed in as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to give us a chance to uh, definitely get it figured out and not have any questions about it. Um, that's the biggest thing for me is just, you know, sometimes I would nail it. Uh, Atlanta, I whole shot at the heat race, whole shot at the LCQ, um, and from way on the outside in the main, I came out like top five as well. So I would have really good starts, and then uh, you know, like Toronto, I came out and you know I was bike lanes behind right out of the gate. So mm-hmm. you know, just for me, I was kind of just questioning. I was constantly questioning, like you know, what's going wrong. Or what am I doing right one night, and then I do the same thing the next night, and it doesn't work. So, uh, <laughs> right, uh, I think that mesh will kind of take a lot of the guesswork out and uh, put a little confidence back in myself for those starts. No, and and I, and I think that um, you know we we need to take a little of that on ourselves as a team too. I think we we had an opportunity to to throw a lot of things at Luke uh-huh. throughout the year, and we had some. We had a lot of options that we could do f- with starts, with with the ignitions and yep, mapping, mapping and things and everything, like yep, that. Yep. And as as he, you know, I, I, and that's why I say we take it on because he really he really took it all in and r- really was able to handle it and execute it during practice and testing and and and, and even at the, some of the times at the races. And um, but you know when it came down to main event start. And you, we, you know, it's. Uh, I'll put it on us that we we maybe had too many too many things for him to to consider. Yeah, you can't let these guys think too much. Well, not not so much that, but we gave them too many things to consider to where we were t- trying to be too fine, too fine or too narrow in our focus to where I don't think Luke was able to maybe just be fully relaxed and confident that mm-hmm. I'm going to go right, and this is what it's going to do every time. Um, but I definitely agree with him that the starting grids are going to. Now that's going to be a constant. So we'll be able yeah. to have that. We'll be able to eliminate those things, yep. a lot of those uh, options that he had. So he could just pick, you know, we're going to have yeah. two options, and he's going to be confident on yeah. what those two are going to be, and he'll be able to do Yeah, fine. I mean, Luke, when you get sixth or seventh in the heat and 14th pick, some of those lines on the outside are beat True. up pretty pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in Supercross, really, right. when you get down there in the main event, that start pad is so beat. There's, there's probably only a handful – of acceptable gates, and mm-hmm. after that, you know, you could basically go out and blindfold it. It doesn't even matter where you line up; you're, get, you're getting a bad rut. Berlut, you're nodding. No, I agree. Yeah. Dude, my feet are so sore at the end of the day, beating on those, trying to make those things better. Yeah, good news now. Mechanics don't have to wear those stupid Alpine Star boots anymore. Yeah, you never did like those. <laughs> no, nah, was stupid. Hey, it helped. Oh, really? It helped a 60 horsepower 450 by you kicking it with your heel. It. I don't know. I don't know about that, but it sure helped my feet. I'll tell oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Luke, uh, what do you like um, besides? I mean, if I rode for Skip, I would just ask him McGrath questions for two two hours every day. But besides yeah. that, what do you like? What do you bu- like about working with Skip? Uh yeah. I mean, the main thing 
about Skip working with him is that, uh, you know, it's just kind of in his mind, I think from being at that level for so long with McGrath, I, I, he's just he just doesn't accept, you know, being average at all. So, you know, even after a good weekend, like at Atlanta getting sixth, you know, Monday we're on the track, he's calling, he's, uh, he's throwing suspension, you know, new suspension settings at us. Uh, you know, new new motor packages, you know, try this, try that. Mm-hmm. He just constantly wants to get better. So um, it's kind of refreshing, you know, to work yeah. with a guy like him that never wants to settle. So, yeah. uh, um, you know, it keeps you confident as a rider knowing that, you know, you have someone behind you uh, that wants it as bad as you yeah. do. Now, I don't want to – some people take this hard skip, but – I mean, you guys are a B team, right? Can I call you that, or what can I call you? What, what, what's, we're, what's the... we're, we're second tier. We're, okay, we're second I just tier people get really absolutely. pissed off when I say these things. No, but no, it's, it's here's my are. point. Here's it's my point. Are. Yeah, for that level team, that's a great thing to hear from Luke because a lot of the teams are just like, "Fuck it, that's what we got. That's what we got." Sorry, you know. <laughs> no, and it goes back to that that thing we talked about excuses and the motorcycle being excuse. And we had yeah. our we had our fair share of problems, uh, uh-huh. you know, and things that did not go right. But I, I, you know, and, and Luke can attest to this. I would say if 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 he got on his motorcycle twenty times last year, it was you know that motorcycle was the same yeah. all twenty times. Yeah. Outside, you know, from a performance standpoint, we may yeah. change suspension or something. But you know, it wasn't it wasn't something that all of a sudden he rode yeah. the bike brand new and then yeah. you know at the seventh race and it's we haven't yeah, touched it. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we maintain the bikes sure. every weekend. Yeah, I, I had a team a couple of year a year or two ago. The rider told me, yeah, my bars were bent, and they told me we couldn't get new bars. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, that's, we had no new bars. I'm like, wow. <laughs> You know, holy crap. So, you know, that's the thing, right? Luke is just having, like, professional Guys going team. down the start way. Yeah. Bert. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, that's a true story. Yeah, hey, Tony, I believe Tony, it. Tony, only people on, only not too many people can see you when you're doing your Yeah, well, the Facebook oh, people. I, I forgot yeah, we, we got know, the camera on tonight. We I'm got sorry. Facebook. Love this guy right here. Um, <laughs> so Luke, true. Luke, what about your place down there, this, this dreamland? I got to get down there, man. Yeah, yeah, man, you do. What, what do you even wait for? It's uh, five five year anniversary of it being alive. Dude, uh, it looks just, phenomenal. It looks amazing. Yeah, it, I mean, it. I I don't want to, you know, toot our own horn or anything, our own horn or anything. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say it's everything is cracked up to be. It, it is dreamless. Yeah, pretty nice, Skip. Huh? I have I'll, some... I'll toot the horn for. Yeah, him. Skip it's, says that yeah. you do all the work. That you're you're the tractor guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Awesome. Uh, I, I do all the track prep. Um, my brother handles all the lawns, so my brother has uh, sixty-nine acres to to mow, which is oh, shit. wild. Wild in the summer, um, you know, oh, in Florida, God. the grass never stops growing. So basically, that's a full-time job for him. And then um, I'm I'm on the skiddy, the dozer, wow. whatever it takes to uh, get the tracks prepped. Check you out. So you got an outdoor track out there too? He's got yeah, it's outdoor track. There's a well, it's a it's a unbelievable outdoor track. Um, then he's got the Supercross pad that we did most of the Supercross testing and riding on. Mm-hmm. Then uh, in that area of the facility, there's the sand track. And then they've got another pad up on top that, um, that they were working in to put a, another track up there. So awesome. it's, it's, a, it's an unbelievable place. You know, we talk about families and that stuff. It's, yeah. it's a solid, another great, the whole program. Everybody yeah. there is just I, awesome. I got to get down there. No problem with noise ordinance or anything like that? Uh, no, no. We, we got one neighbor um, 
really that has never even really come around. Uh, yeah. Basically, our one supercross track is right in his backyard, awesome. and he, he moved in. <laughs> he moved in knowing that that track was there, so uh, no problems there. And then we have one more neighbor across the street that's just an old farmer that uh, he just likes to come out, sit in his pickup truck, watch us ride while oh, he's cool. smoking his Paul Malls. So. <laughs> uh, um, awesome. well, but you know, but something he won't. I think something that Luke won't tell you is that they're they're also very respectable of everybody that's there. You know, it's. I, I think the latest you guys ride is five o'clock. It's yeah. you know, Go and ahead. not on the. You know, I think on occasion, a very rare occasion, will they start them up on the weekends? Right. So they they have a huge respect for for everyone that's around yeah. them as well. Um, Skip, what do you like about Luke? What do you like about Luke as a rider and as a person? And what do you like? What do you want to see him improve on? I mean, we touched on starts, but is there something else? I, I think. Um, from the things that I that I, I'd like to see work, Luke work on, and I think it's something that you know I, I we I think it's something you're going to continue to work on. It's just believing in himself, mm-hmm. trusting trusting his program, trusting himself that when he throws his leg over and he's sitting on the gate, that he is one of those guys capable of running in the top five and getting on the box. Mm-hmm. Um, no no question about it. I think that's. Uh, that that just that confidence and that trust will allow him to relax his mind and really open up to things that are that are going on, um, and then the thing that I, that sticks the big thing for me about Luke is is he takes ownership. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's not always uh, uh, easy to do nowadays with with some of the riders. No, he takes ownership, right. and, and you know, there's been times where he'll come off the track, and I know he's looking at going. I'll have this look on my face, and he just goes. <laughs> It was. It's on me. Yeah, I, it yeah. was me, and I and yeah. I'm going. You know, was it the bike? Did did the bike not being right get you there? And he's all, no. Yeah. It was me. And I, I you can't. You got to love working with a guy Absolutely. that'll take ownership yeah. for fail for for not going good or failures or whatever adjective you yeah. want to put on it. He owns them. Well, maybe it goes a long ways with yeah. with you as even a mechanic or you as a team guy. I mean, Absolutely. when the guy does that, you have so much respect for him. You're going to try harder. You know. And and you know, and uh, like I said that earlier in the show, he is. Uh, you don't have to worry about his effort. He, he'll give you all yeah. the effort that he's got. That's a oh, Skip. You're making me blush, Skip. <laughs> what, what, what a great compliment I wish, you gave there. I wish there was some ownership from you when you torpedoed my fantasy team a few times. Oh, oh damn, <laughs> dude! I, you know I take ownership in that. I always text you whenever I hear you put me on your fantasy team. I talk to you before <laughs> and after the race. Yeah, it's true. You will. You have done that a few times. Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll either apologize right. or or I'll, I'll let you know that I was I was the backbone to your program that weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the two, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, either, either mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, it's gonna be, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what you can do in 2018, uh, Luke. Uh, uh, brought to you by uh, um, Pivot Works, by the way. Pivot Works. If it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. Pivotworks.com. Uh, 50% of the price of OEM, uh, Skip and Berlut, of replacement bearings and, and swing arms and linkages and all those kind of bearings and pi- steering and everything else. Pivot Works gets it done. So how's that? It's expensive stuff. It's great stuff. No, it's ex- but I mean OEM is oh, so expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a pivot works yeah, for loot. Absolutely. All your builds you got going on in that garage. All your builds that you bring over to me. All the pivot works. <laughs> yeah, stuff. good point. So yeah. yeah. He, so when I walked in here and he was showing me his all the bikes that he built, uh-huh. he, you built those, didn't you? No. <laughs> he, I did. The, I usually do the motors, but yeah. he does a good job. Well, he'll bring loot. he'll bring me the swing arm and we'll press stuff out if yeah, he needs have, a press. But I don't have a press. I don't have a vice. I don't have a solvent tank. <laughs> I'm like I go to Berlut's house. It's like my my second home down there. Oh. It's fantastic. So, Luke, uh, Supercross changes in next year. So, two 250 East-West rounds and three races that have three-man events. What are your thoughts, first up, the three-man events? What do you think about that? 
Um, you know, I kind of like it, uh, especially for a guy like me. Um, you know, I, I kind of like the chance to have three three main events in one night. Um, I don't know exactly how this is going to work. If we're going to qualify straight out of practice. Yeah, you hour. are. You are. So the first main event will be the first race of the night show? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that'll be awesome. You know, I've I've had some good heat races. Um, I don't know how I feel about the first main being six minutes plus one or whatever. Ooh, I, I don't know. know. That's, that's a little short. That's tough. But, um, that's tough. But that's yeah, that's gonna throw that's gonna throw a wrench in a lot of people's uh a lot of people's season as far as having mm-hmm. to be consistent on each night yep. to uh to get those points. But um yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I feel like uh you know, three chances in one night is is a is a good deal for a guy like me. Mm-hmm. Um I think that'll be great. And well, that's that means that means we're gonna work really, really hard on starts. Yeah, yeah. three starts each night, right, uh, Luke? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then what about the two East-West races? I love these things. Uh, Skip, we were talking before the show. You're not the biggest fan of them. I think they're awesome. I think they're great. But, yes, the main events are going to be tough. They're going to be tough to make for anybody. Why aren't you a fan, Skip? We, you, we used to do them, right? No. I, I, well, when he had McGrath, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, the, you know, the one, I, I, I look at a team like ourselves, you know, and if we were on the West Coast and then all of a sudden we had an extra event in Indiana that you had to do, I think for – you know, maybe I think from some of the smaller teams and the travel costs and things like that. Okay, it's, a, it's a challenge there. Right. And then if um, you know, if we happen to be in a, luckily we're going to be. Well, yeah, it's it, Minneapolis, it, right? Minneapolis no, is uh, in, Indy. Oh, Indy. 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 Minneapolis yeah, is Indy, one of the other. Yeah. So Indy is actually pretty East Coast. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty East Coast, but luckily, luckily we don't have to worry about the elements. Yeah. But you know. We're not in a position to bring nine guys in to crew in case you had a rider. You know, if you have problems during those times, sure. I think you're down to what forty five minutes between yeah. rides. Yeah. I mean, that's barely enough time if you lose an engine to oh. get that thing done. Oh, right. And yeah. we're not in a position where we can bring you know, throw three or four extra set of hands at it. Yep. So that that part's a little scary, I guess. I get it. But I, but I, I dig it. the I dig the format of it. Yep. You know, I just I just wanna I hope people from the AMA are listening right now that, you know, those guys gotta be on their game. And they're going to have to protect these riders because I think if I think there's been a, a lot of things on the verge of being what I would say dirty moves, uh-huh. non-racing yep. moves, yep. and I think these short sprint races are going to be a, a, a breed. It's going to breed a little yeah. bit more of that, and I think there's too much at risk for what these athletes put in to um, to not yep. be protected by the AMA and the officials it's to an, make sure they keep a tabs on yeah. on uh, on dirty riding. It's an interesting way of looking at it. I never really thought of that, Skip, but you're, you're right in a sense. Yeah, for sure. Well, Reslin is known for being dirty, Luke. You're just you're known in the pits. So. Well, um, I'm coming into 2018 with a new nickname, speaking of dirty riding. And what is it? Um, L. Dozer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that. That's, that's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a dozer on my bike, like spitting flames at the exhaust with a sombrero and mm-hmm. a mustache. Uh, you know, basically just intimidation factor, letting everybody know I'm, I'm well, coming straight for him. I'm just going to bulldoze. Dude, you're from Jersey, so you already got sort of the attitude, anyways. You know what I mean? You're from you're from Jersey, dirty Jersey. A Mexican from yeah. Jersey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I try I try to I try to you know not act like I'm from Jersey. I, I like to think I'm as far from Jersey as possible, but. <laughs> um, 
You know, I, I guess, uh, you, you know, you should uh, get on AMA and let them know that they need to put the nets up on the outside of the berms this year. Oh. To those are oh, we, Steve. we got nets. Nets are coming. It's, it's already stamped. Man, it's I'm, get, I'm getting hard this year, Steve. I'm getting back on the program. Off season, you know, you go with the four-ply toilet paper. I'm back down to one-ply now, you know, oh, toughening up. You are gnarly. Harder. Yeah. You are. Uh, um, I'm a beast, man. <laughs> Luke, do you oh. actually see Skip working on a motorcycle? Like, do you see the magic still if he's working on it, tuning on a motorcycle? Oh yeah, I mean, you, you don't come around the traders rig much, but you well, know, I did. You walk in, actually, in the middle of her. I would come by, and you were never there, Renslin. I don't know the mechanics very well or any at all, and I Skip wasn't around, and so I just kept walking, bro. Because seriously, you never around. Can we work on that Honestly. in eighteen? Skip. Uh, honest, honestly, just pay attention when you walk. Not, just, just, there. just have some food in the in the, in the rig, okay? <laughs> Steve, whatever, bro. Reslin's gone. Like I'm like I'm gonna go see Luke. Ah, oh, look, he's gone. He's not here. So. Nah, nah. I mean, you probably came over at the end of Colorado, and I was out of there. <laughs> I got out of there as fast as possible, but no. Um, oh yeah. If, if you if you come over midday, I'm probably sleeping. I spend the whole race day sleeping. I'm either on the track or asleep. <laughs> it's funny you say that. That's what I was gonna go. He's probably getting his beauty sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> he he needs it. Oh yeah. So, um, but no, stop by, walk in, I say do. hello. I do. I come by. I don't know the mechanics. I don't want to come in and be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" I didn't, maybe they hate me. I don't know. Maybe I wrote something bad about some other riders. Oh, I'll point. talk to them. No, sure. you wouldn't have done that, Steve. Thank you, Berluti. Not me. <laughs> no way. Not me. I'm classy like that. Um, what else, Luke? What else is going on? What's happening? Uh, well, well, I do have a question. Speaking of the new format yes. of uh, Supercross. How, how's that going to work with West Coast having 10 rounds and East Coast only having nine? Yeah, it's just going to work. That's the way it's going to happen, bro. That's it. That, that's that's kind of BS, isn't it? it uh, is, uh, is Supercross not going to count for numbers next year since they're you know giving people an uneven playing field? Don't get me started on 250 guys getting national numbers from Supercross. <laughs> Do Steve not get like me that. started. Hey, just so you know, if 250 Supercross didn't count for numbers, uh-huh. I would be number 37 next year, and I'm number 38 right now. Oh, wow. Check you out. Yeah, that is interesting. Huh. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Steve. (laughs) I just, I'm, 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 I'm I'm, uh, I'm shocked. (laughs) I I, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Um, Bruno Mathis, put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) You love that drop, don't you? You love that. Where did that come from? It's so good. It's GL. It's It's Langston. Okay. Hammered one here one night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was was ugly. Um, um, Or pretty. Yeah, or pretty. Um, What about breaking out that 125, Renslin? Seeing what that thing can do. We've got some dream races uh, this summer. Maybe come and do that. Um. Yeah, are our current pros allowed to do dream race, or is that for industry guys only, or what? I think they're 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 debating that right now. That's up in the air. Um, yeah, it's up in the air right now whether uh, industry pro guys can do it or not. But they're going to expand that 125 series next year, all 12 rounds, apparently. Oh That'll wow! Be, yeah, wow! Yeah, huh. yeah. So. I mean, that would be cool. I uh, I spent the last two months riding two strokes. Um, I was borrowing people's bikes, uh, 125 <laughs> for the GNCCs. I saw that. Yeah. Um, I, I broke them all, and uh, <laughs> can you imagine then, that? Uh, <laughs> he goes, "Oh man, this is great! Rides it all day long. Just takes it back." He goes, "Hey, here's the bucket with some parts in it. Here's the bike. Sorry, appreciate the hell out of it. I'm gone." <laughs> Does, uh, do you uh, skip? Do you call Gara and say, "Hey man, can we get some 125 stuff?" No, I haven't. Okay. But um, but we've we've been we've been looking at that. I, there's nothing like a one. How close did you come to to ride another OEM this year, Skip? How close? 
Um, I heard a lot of stuff. It, I guess it, it did. We had some very, some very good conversations and getting down to the point where, you know, we were talking about programs and, mm-hmm. and different things. Yep. And, and um, it, I'd say it probably got to about the 10th hour, 11th oh, okay. hour of the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, and, okay. and, um, and uh, didn't come to fruition. Okay. All right. But, um, you know, I, <clears throat> the Yamaha is a, a good product. And for, oh, for us yeah. and what we're doing, you know, I think, you know, Luke's going to jump back on, on the Supercross track here in the next couple of days and start really, you know, going back to work, like mm-hmm. he was saying. And um, I think he's going to be confident or have have a pretty good confidence level of going yeah. you know, our, our bike was actually pretty our bike was good last yeah. year you know and he's and that's where we're starting yeah. from so it's going to be um it should be it should be um a little bit easier to get to to where we want to go this year uh luke skip was talking about you guys are working closely with Olean's and everything how do you like that how do you like uh getting that kind of experience and testing and set and bike setup and everything oh uh, that was that was awesome you know uh last year uh, you know, we worked with the North Carolina crew a little bit. When when I first signed the traders, uh, we went up to North Carolina, tested a little bit of outdoor stuff, um, you know, sent the stuff back down to Florida, uh, started on Supercross. Then I think we worked with the North Carolina crew again. And then the guys flew over from Sweden, which was uh, – which is awesome. I got, I got to learn some curse words in Swedish, which is cool. <laughs> um and we we actually we had a blast with those dudes. We we made good friends with all the Swedish guys, um, <laughs> and it, it was just a hell of a, an experience getting to you know work that deep yep. with the chassis side of things. Um, something I've really never experienced before. So um, I, I definitely learned a lot about how to set up a bike. Um, you know, I, I learned a lot about you know throwing tantrums when I get off the track. If, if it's not good, I just go stride the bike off the berm, and they know to pick it back up. I once the bars. I once saw Chad Reed do that exact same thing. So you're well on your way to greatness. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I heard that's the more factor you get, the mm-hmm. more tantrums you throw. So yeah. I'm just going to start with the tantrums, and hopefully uh, <laughs> the speed and everything else comes with it. <laughs> El so. Dozer. El Dozer. El, El Dozer, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to be a change man next year. I'm yeah. coming out the 200-plus pound weight class, yeah, yeah. and I'm just going to start moving, guys. I like it. If, if El Dozer starts doing that, he's going to have to get La Trailer and pick it up himself <laughs> and bring it back to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a phone call for you, Luke. Let's get to a phone Go here, Jeff. What's up, man? Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, what's your question it? for for Luke Reslin? Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to ask him about how he liked the uh, J Day Off Road Series. It's a New England series that I actually race in, and it was so cool to see him come race it. And I know everyone around there was happy that he was there. It was great. Um, yeah, dude, man, I I love that uh, J Day series. Uh, you know, I've I've always liked riding in the woods. I've never really gotten to ride it that much. Obviously, being consumed in the Supercross and Motocross side of things, but. Um, this off season, I was kind of sitting around, um, and once I had enough of sitting on the couch, I went out and bought myself a Husqvarna 300. And um, you know, J Day was always something I've wanted to do since like 2012, I think, when they started. Oh, wow. And uh, I've always heard good things about it. So uh, went up there. Obviously, I didn't have too good of luck. I think the first one I went to, both motos, I got flats. And um, <laughs> The second one I went to, obviously, was that um, Dusty Freedom GP. And, yeah, that was uh, horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I blew, blew my bike up there. So, <laughs> so Jeff, uh, Jeff got to see you get flats and blow your bike up. Sounds like a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. I'm still happy yeah, to see him, though. All the woods guys are laughing at the motocross guy. Like, oh, this guy can't yeah. even make a 30-minute moto in the woods. But, right. um, 
yeah, I had a good time with it. Just um, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, you know, you know, the next ones I'm going to be able to go to. Uh, sometime next year, I'll probably be able to get up there again and uh, try to actually dice it up and finish the motos. I, I want to see the checkered flag for sure. There we go, Jeff. Yeah, um, thanks for oh, calling, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, one more thing, too. Uh, John Dowd got second overall at the J-Day yesterday at Southlake. It was incredible. Oh, my God. Dowdy. <laughs> Dowdy, dude. He can still ride a motorcycle. Like, amazing old man. Yeah. How old yeah. is he? Oh, 73? Yeah, 73 or so. Yeah. <laughs> it's phenomenal. It was incredible. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Thank you. Luke, we're going to go. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, brought to you by Pivotworks on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, um, good luck with everything. I'm sure we'll be in touch via text or, or Twitter or something like that. And, uh, and thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'll be sure to uh, talk a little smack on you on Twitter or something. <laughs> yes. Um, Everyone look out for the big guy on the number 38 next year, El yep. Dozer. El Dozer. Coming to a stadium near you. Uh, let's tweet that out, Marks. El Dozer coming to your stadium near you. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. See you guys. See you. Take care, Luke. Luke Reslin, everybody. Uh, real good, good. Uh, I hope he does well this year. I like Luke. I, I really do. He's, uh, he's you know, he's um, he just needs to sink his teeth in. I think if he gets his teeth sunk into a, a, a one of those top finishes, you know, and then can yep. do it the second time relatively quickly. Yep. I, I don't think he'll go away from there. Uh, let's get to Chris. Chris, you've been on hold for a while. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. How, what's happening, man? Oh, nothing much. I was just talking about, um, I, well, we have some mutual friends. You might know my father-in-law, Scott Hayden. Uh-huh. Ludy might know him and Skip from back in the day. He used to hang out with Ty Davis, 91, 92. You guys know him? Scott Davis? Hate it. Hate it. Yeah, I don't. It's not familiar. I mean, I tie. I remember tie, and I probably. I'm, I'm better with faces than names, typically. Right, right. We well, he owned Race Town. Well, oh, he did. Guys. Okay, he owned it for twelve years. Hmm. He was, but anyways, about your uh, races, your the monster, the three race series since this year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, do like a little bit of like take from rc like they do triple a mains okay and then and then you take your top you know you take a five minute time and the guy that has the best average overall time is one guy so on down mm. okay and then no matter where he finishes in a1 he still gets first gate pick because he's still the top qualifier per se okay but in RC, they take the lowest number. So in A1, you get a zero for a win. So you get two zeros. You, nobody can beat two zeros. You, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, you already I lost me. I don't know, man. <laughs> you already <laughs> lost me. All right. All right. So, you know, hey, stay on, stay on hold. We're going to give you something for being on hold for so long, all right? Stay on no hold. All right. Hi, everybody. We're taking a commercial break here on the show. This is our first one of the night. Coming up with Jace Pennington, also a Trader's Yamaha rider. We'll dig up dig, dig up, and get to the bottom of uh, what Jace's deal is with Skip Norfolk, Tony Berluti. I'm Steve Mathis. We'll be right back after this commercial break. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. 
due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulpamex 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trader Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, 
and many, many more top teams and writers. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800 440 3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rock of Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. 
To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear.
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
back, everybody. Pop Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The legendary Skip Norfolk in studio. Mechanic, Supercross winning, Motocross winning. God, Skip. Winning those Supercrosses must have just been boring after a while. Man, I just tied Michael Jordan's shoes. That's all I did. <laughs> just, it must have been <laughs> so boring. We won again. Oh, look, MC put in 11 hard laps, and just he's got a seven-second lead, and we won again. It, it was um, it was a pretty amazing time. That guy was uh, he was so focused on on uh, not making a Supercross 20 laps. <laughs> he did a good be. job it at it. It didn't have to be. Um, Tony Baluti also in studio here. Welcome back, Baluti. It's good to have you back. Thanks, Steve. The fridge Appreciate isn't cold it. enough for you, but we'll, we'll work on that. Steve. I mean, don't. We just gotta get the beers properly chilled for you. Oh my god, Steve! <laughs> not not on not on the air, man. Blame. Yeah, Don't no, throw me. this guy was amazing. With uh, I, I think mentally, you helped McGrath as much as anybody possibly could have. I mean, you you guys when you watched you guys together, it was pretty amazing. You know, I, I thought didn't you didn't you think, Steve? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I, I was, uh, when Skip was around, my first year was 96, so that was his last year with Jeremy. Oh, okay, okay. But then he came back in 97, but... Um, <clears throat> you guys just clicked, you know? I mean, you guys... We did. Uh, yeah. There was no, we were, you know, I, I guess we were meant to find each other and yeah. to do what went on. I, I'd like yeah. to think, I'd like to think so. Um, and he, you know, again, he was, he was so confident in... In, in what he was capable of doing, and he believed in the motorcycle. We were very fortunate there. You know, we had what we always called home base. You know, no matter what we yeah. did during the week, you know, we you, the, it got to the point where practice, heat race, and even if you had to go in a semi, that, none of that mattered. Yeah. Because if it, if it didn't work, we could go back to home base right before the main event. And I, I, I never forget San Diego. We did every one year, I want to say yeah. it was 95 probably, we did everything in our power to ruin his night. <laughs> you know, we were trying new linkages. We were trying a bunch of stuff, and we yeah. did everything in our power. And he just comes back in and goes, "Can we go back to home base?" Sure enough, yeah. Threw it back on. He hadn't ridden on it in all day or whatever. Uh, well, yeah, even the week yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we started yeah. on it right, on Monday right. and, and trying to change some things. And uh, he went right back to that, and it's like he'd never missed a beat. And yeah. went out there and and just just did his job. And uh, and yeah, so it, it allowed us to to not have to worry about so much stuff on the track that you could really break it down and break down the competition. And, and he got to the point where he knew what everybody's strength was and weakness was. Yeah. And when the opportunity came to exploit either one of those, yeah. he exploited it. Mm -hmm. He did. Absolutely. And we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that later on for sure. Next up on the show, he's the second rider on the traders Yamaha team going into 2018 uh, amateur last year, turn pro late in the year, scored some points, got some good finishes and skip and everybody's hoping to build on, on those going forward. It's Jace Pennington. What's up, Jace? How are you, man? Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's uh, good to be on. Um, so let me ask you this. You turned pro late in the year. You got some uh, good results, solid results. What did you think of that? Were you happy with uh, getting your feet wet that, that way? Um, I was definitely happy to get out there and get my feet wet. I wasn't happy with the results, but it was, it was actually weird. The first pro national at Unadilla that uh -huh. I did... It was the most fun I've ever had on a dirt bike. Even in the mud, I was just <laughs> having a blast out there. <laughs> that, that is weird. But, um, Absolutely. That, 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 yeah, looked, it, that, that it did not look weird. like a blast to me out there. 
<laughs> yeah, even coming back and uh, getting sprayed off of the pressure washer, I, I was having a blast. But um, <laughs> I definitely didn't get some of the good finishes that I wanted and needed going into the Supercross season for 2018. But um, uh, what uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to moving forward. What What surprised you when you turned pro? Did anything surprise you? Uh, uh, Skip talked about your, you know, you, you did well at the Monster Cup uh, in the amateur all-star race, and certainly you've been riding at a high level. I think you were a former Team Green kid for a long time, and we kind of we've been following you. Um, but when you turned pro, what surprised you, if anything? Um, really, the main thing that surprised me was how fast everyone goes in practice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, whenever I'm actually practicing, like with Mitchell Harrison, and just on a normal training day, I can go out and throw mm-hmm. down a fast lap time just as fast as him. But um, I got out there, and I, I just couldn't believe how fast everyone was going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably some dudes you never heard of either, right? You're just like, wow, look at that guy. Yeah. So number yeah. number 80 uh, just blew by like, me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You see so-and-so, and I'm like, I've never even heard of that guy. He's <laughs> no. ripping. Right, right. <laughs> hey, you're from Illinois originally, huh? So what uh, What was your career path to to turning pro? Like, did you, Are you one of those kids that bolted for a facility right away? Because Illinois, again, gets pretty cold in the winter. Yeah. Um, well, whenever I first started, I would just try to come down maybe a month out of the year mm-hmm. and get some good riding in. But um, once I get it, once I got a little bit further into the sport, um, I obviously knew that I need to be training more. So I I started just riding with Zach and Chase Bell at their place, okay. and um, I just got further into the sport with them. Started training more, and then. Eventually, whenever I was 11 years old, I went to my first national at um, Minio's. Okay. And then that's kind of how I got into everything. Did you ever race Byron? Is Byron still around? Is there still Byron? It is, I've, but I've actually never been there. It's it's what? a couple hours away from me, but yeah. Dude, that's like the that legendary is, Illinois track. Did either one of you ever been there? No. Nope. Neither one of you have been to Byron? Nope. Never heard of it. Nope. I've heard of it, but I haven't been there. Oh I haven't been there. God, Where, whereabout is it in Illinois? I don't know. Chicago area? Ask yeah, Chase. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure. It was. A, I raced a couple times there for coming down from Manitoba. And you don't even know where it is. Steve. I forget. I was 15. God. I was 15. Damn. My dad was driving Berluti. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> um, well, that's pretty amazing. I, I would have thought that you, that would have been your like your home your home track there. I know Chase. where Baja Acres is in in oh, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Hey Skip, so. Working with Jace for you know the past year and getting him ready and and signing him for eighteen. What are your expectations for East Coast? Like, what would make you happy for Jace uh, out there? I I I think that you know he's I he top tens yeah every weekend okay I think he's more than capable of doing that um, you know and and uh, I think we I think even as a team I think we're going to go in there with the expectation that if you know if we go in and get fifth. That's like we won the race. Yeah. You know, and um, Jace, by the way, it's it's okay to win. <laughs> it's just fine. Be, yes. be clear on that. It's, <laughs> it's okay to win. Um, but, no, I, I think I think we're going to, you know, we, we you try to manage expectations. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you, and, and, and you go into that expectations. And if you achieve them, you need to celebrate and enjoy it and take take it in. It's, a, it's, a, it's something you can check off that, you, that you've done. Yeah. But I, I think that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's on a professional race team. Um, uh, we have good equipment, and uh, I, I think he's, he's, the focus is going to be top 10 mm-hmm. every weekend. 
What about you, Jace? Do you uh, do you feel like you're a better Supercross or Motocross guy? Um, or or is there one better? A, you're better at? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I could really say that I'm better at either one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm bad at Supercross, which is a good thing. I feel yeah. like I kind of can flow on it. So um, I would. If I had to pick, I would say motocross, but supercross is fun as yeah. well. Yeah, okay, but yeah, how many supercross laps do you have? Right. Know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's that's changing. Um, you've probably got more laps <laughs> on the supercross track so far in, in off-season testing than you have your entire career. Sounds like you've got a good facility, though. Yeah. He's going to have a good track to practice on. Yeah, he's got a good place. He's at. You're, he's in Georgia okay. a little bit, so it's about an hour away from where we're at. So oh, Okay. Um, it's all right there close so it's it's uh the opportunity i, I the opportunity to take advantage of some some opportunities exists mm-hmm. i think for our guys and especially mm-hmm. for jace he's uh there are no expectations you know he has he has no history there so anything that happens is going to be new and it's going to yep. be a new experience True. and you can build on it and build on it awesome. so it's just going to be a matter of um of him just believing in himself and not getting in his own way sometimes i think you know as a young guy coming in it's yeah. it's really easy to to get lost in the experience and sure. and uh, yep. you know not not end up where you want to end up. Right, Jace, just flip on like an ESPN any ESPN race from 1993 to 1996 and just watch Skip and just be like, yeah, that's the guy. He's got everything <laughs> under control right here. Hey, Jace, do you ever remember? Do you even remember McGrath? I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but are you that, too young to remember? No, that was actually. That was before my time. God dang, dude. We are getting old, Skip. Yeah, Fuck. Perlude yeah. <laughs> is very upset right oh, now. Oh, shit. Um, no, it, it's, it is true. It, it's uh, We're getting old, everybody. Um, no, but come on, Jace. You had that picture when you were, what, seven with Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah. When you met I've, him? I've met him, but I never <laughs> really got to watch him race. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're more like Chad Reed, James Stewart. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the the last year that Carmichael was racing was when I, whenever I really started watching. Whenever you really got into it. Uh-huh. I'll date myself, yeah. Steve. You probably never saw Bob Hanna race. Not, yes, I did. You did? Calgary Supercross, 84. Wow. He whipped everybody. He brought his factory bike up, beat Rollerball and everybody. So you saw that. What were yes. you, three? Uh, no, I would have been 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I remember it. I'm pretty Dad, sure you're older than I thought. Did you guys ever anybody get to watch Gary Jones racing no. Daytona? No. Yep. no. You got me. Wow. Covered. Dude, um, you must have been really young. I was really young. Yeah. Um, hey, Jace, uh, so coming into the – so you're in you're in Cairo. Are you at GPF or MTF? Which one are you at? I'm at GPF. Oh, Woodrow. <laughs> oh, I love Woodrow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ask, ask Woodrow why he's – in uh, in 2002 – Woodrow bored me a bike that was faulty and caused me to land on a kid on an 80 at Baja Acres. Wow. Because of Woodrow's faulty bike. Will you please ask him for me, Jace, and, and see if he feels bad for that? Steve, that's terrible. Yeah. He terrible. Gave, <laughs> he gave me a broken bike to go ride on. Yeah, and you landed on somebody. Yeah, because of the bike that threw me off. Is the kid okay? Um, yeah, they had to life fight him, but he like, Oh, great. Yeah. Did no. you ever follow up on it? Is he okay? Uh, no, I didn't follow up on it, but the, the, the somebody came up to me and said, hey, we're going to need your lawyer information. I'm like, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. We, I, don't even, I can't even believe you're talking about it right now. Yeah, I left. Hopefully, the, I think the kid's fine. Okay. Um, Jace, is there a – I mean, I, I, Supercross, a lot of them are the same, you know, no doubt. But is there one race that you're looking forward to the most for 18? Yeah, I'm looking forward to St. Louis, which is 
would be my home race. It's yeah. about an hour from where I live. But um, since everyone, all of my family will obviously be there and supporting yeah. me, I would just be nice to actually race in front of them. But I'm actually I'm looking forward to every race. I love racing in the lights. And uh-huh. um, after Monster Cup is whenever I really yeah. got the feeling of racing under the lights and in front of all the the fans and stuff. So I'm just looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun and a good experience. Dude, St. Louis got good dirt too. Such, Always, such yeah. good dirt there, and fans too. Tons of fans. Yeah. Always. Always. I don't, I don't know. Cold as hell. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not the last few years. No. 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 It's, it's been later, right? Oh, it's that's later. right. It's global warming. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what about how much do you know Luke Reslin, uh, Jace, as your teammate next year? Do you do you know much? I mean, you got to hang out with him a little bit at the end of the year, but um, what do you think? Yeah, I really, I really haven't gotten to know him. Um, I just started being around him more the last three rounds in the Nationals. But mm-hmm. before that, I had actually only talked to him once during testing. Oh, okay. So um, I really don't know him too well other than racing with him. But obviously, he's a nice, funny guy. But um, I'll be getting to know him a lot more 2018 season, I'd say. Well, we had him on before you, and he said his new name is El Dozer. So I don't know if that includes teammates. <laughs> I don't know if that includes teammates. <laughs> no, it doesn't include teammates. <laughs> Skip's like, no. no. <laughs> it doesn't include everybody else. Everybody else is fair game, not teammates. Yeah. yeah no, so he's El, he's El Dozer now, Jace, just to let you know. Um, I'll have to mess with him about that. Uh, Skip, you guys have a team gear deal? Or this year? Or um, I know you did. No, we did with Shot last year, yeah. and we're working on trying to finalize some things and get get everything. Okay, so you're, wor- you're working on that. Yeah, I was going to ask Jace that. what kind of gear he's wearing, but yeah, yeah. so most likely a team deal. It, yeah, we'll at have some a team point. deal in program in place. Um, and uh, also, too, uh, Jace, if you get a chance, you got to go to Maryland and try the Traders uh, restaurant out. I hear it's fantastic. I don't know. You got to make it out there. Yeah, I actually got the chance to go there last time I was in Maryland for. Um, Bud's Creek. Oh yeah, Bud's would have been near the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. We, we do a we do a uh, an event. It's the Kevin Kryn Memorial Race. Yep. Um, and we go back for that, and it's kind of we do a school. So we brought Jason and all the guys in, and we do a school for the the mom organization and the kids, the local kids there. So we it was a. Uh, I think that's a t- that's probably it's one of those low key events, and the team got to Jason probably spent more time talking with Luke at that particular yeah. event than he has the whole time. Right, so yeah. right. It's just a you know it's just a nice cool event. We kind of help to give back to the kids awesome. and the racing community. Very cool. And um, so it it was it, it was a good bonding experience for for Jay. I would assume for Jason and, just to and, have it. And how's the restaurant, Jace? Let's let's. How's the food? I heard it's fantastic. I didn't even get seafood. What? <laughs> but it's real annoying. Yeah, so, <laughs> hamburgers, dude. Dude, I heard this. I heard traders. Somebody went there. A bunch of guys went there, and they said <clears throat> the food was unreal. Their crab, their crab, their crab is their crab dip and the crab soup, and it's it's oh. it's good. Come on, Jace. The bacon wrap scallops are amazing. Illinois coming out in you. Nice. I know. I'm slacking. Hey, I, I got some. Uh, I got some crab balls. <laughs> Those are pretty good. <laughs> well, that's something, I guess. Um, who else is who else are you riding with there at GPF? Like, uh, who else is there, and who else are you kind of learning from or hanging with and, and, and picking their brain? Um, I'll, I've been training with Mitchell Harrison for about a year and a half now. Okay. So, yeah, I've been picking up on stuff that he's been doing. He's a He's a really good person to be around, I would say. Um, really professional. He teaches me a lot as well on the track and oh. off the track. So um, 
That's nice. I'm, I'm glad he got a ride. Like, I was uh, bummed that Star, yeah. Star didn't find a room for him, but he landed on Rockstar Husky. So, yeah. Good pretty, rider, yeah, huh? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty I was good really ride. Yeah. for him. He, uh, God, he was a disaster in his rookie year as far as crashes, <clears> but he really figured it yeah. out, smoothed it out, and he was great this year. He, he did, especially in Super Rush. You could really see him. Yep. See him putting the effort in trying to, trying to, trying to find it right, yep, yep, you know, and you can yep. see that progression. And then outdoors, he's he was, yep. he was solid. Um, so Skip, uh, you talked about where you want to see Jace finish. Uh, what do you like? You touched on too what you like about him as a rider. Uh, anything else that you know you look at and you're like, yeah, like there's something here we can work with this kid. Uh, I, I think there's a there's you know he it's he's a blank sheet of paper at this yeah. point, right? So he um, I, I think he's in a position to where he's going to see a direct correlation to effort in versus the the result. You know mm-hmm. he has that there. He's got basically no history. And one of the things that we talked about was that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, through through all the amateur stuff, you know, I would he'd come in and we'd be at. Loretta's or at Loretta's or an amateur race that he didn't maybe go the exact way he wanted it to go. It's like, hey, you know, there's he was fortunate enough to where we had a, he had a path to do what he's doing this year a year ago. So, you know, the the that in the big picture side of things, it was you know learn, 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 learn. In the big picture, the results for him really didn't matter because he had he had a he had his ride coming into the new season. Oh. You know, but now. It's you know at Arlington it matters. Yeah, and um, what I, I I'm hoping that what he has, what he was able to pick up on and learn from his brief experience, um, I think he's already realizing and seeing some of that in his yeah. training moving forward. And it's, it's his trainers called me a couple times and and has just been um, excited about the progress that that he's seen yeah. over you know from this year to last yeah. year. And I, I think that's something to where if um, yeah, I, I, I told him this before, Jason. I'll tell you again. You know, if, when you decide that, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and I believe he's made that decision, that um, he he has the he has all the tools to do whatever he wants to do in this sport. He's just got to get a nice toolbox, yeah. put them away, <laughs> draw a little map yeah, about yeah. where each one goes, right, right. and um, he I, I do I really believe he's got that potential to do things because I don't believe I've ever seen a bad picture of him. Oh, there you go, Jace. Very so, natural. Well, I appreciate absolutely. it. Skip knows a thing or two about dirt bike riding, racing. And style. <laughs> um, MC had quite a bit of style. Well, I don't know if Skip can take credit for that, but we'll, we'll, we'll give it to him. Oh, fully. Hell, hold on. <laughs> fully, fully, fully. <laughs> um, well, you know what? And also, too, like you said, Jace, Mitchell Harrison's there. This is a kid that, you know, is two years in and then and, and, uh, finished on a podium at a national and top five supercrosses, and he's talented, and, and, and you can watch him and be like, that's the bicycle ride he does. That's the workout he does. That's the kind of motos he does. That's the kind of program he does. You know, you're on the same bike as he was last year, or you know, close to it, and and you can be like, yeah, perfect, right? I mean, it really helps out. Yeah, it does help out, and he helps out as well. Just anything that I've had a problem with, I've been able to go to him and ask, and it's helped us grow closer on the track mm-hmm. and off the track, just with respect and everything. And um, yeah, I. It's really nice having him. He's he's probably the hardest worker I've seen um, out of everyone that I've trained with before, and that's also nice to have and um, a good guide, I would say. Yeah. Um, let me just throw in my advice, Jace: stay away from chicks right now. Like, if you want to hook up with chicks, no problem. <laughs> don't get a girlfriend, and don't get like just don't. 
Just just <laughs> put your head down, ride the bicycle, ride the dirt bike. Right, guys? Absolutely. There's going to be chicks later. Yeah. And when, when you become successful and have a lot of money, you're going to have a lot more chicks. Yeah, there'll be chicks everywhere, so, Jay. So just back it down on the commitment relationship stuff. Lipstick on your dipstick? Right. That's that's Berlutz. That's Berlutz advice. Um, so whatever, Jace, take it for what it's worth. You know. All right. So that's all. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Sports. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'll apologize to mom and dad right now for that little for that for that excursion. <laughs> <we took>. and, um, <laughs> that's I, right. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying, Jace, just just work your balls off, and uh, and you'll see all that success down the road. That's all. That that that's the only advice. You, you know, you you say that. I hear you. You know, the funny thing I think, and and I think we all have that experience is, you know, you have you have a. You have two different types of guys, right? So you have the guys that spend all their time time to line trying to line everything up. Uh-huh. Then you have guys that just go and win the race. And when they turn around, that's line, their stuff's lined up better <laughs> than it could ever up. line up. Absolutely. Right? Um, then, and and that's those are the things that you kind of go through and you you, you struggle with as, yeah. as a young athlete coming in. And um, so hopefully hopefully we're going to create an environment where he has the ability to to experience yeah. growth and 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 making. Um, uh, Having having personal bests and, yeah. and, and continuing to climb the ladder. This is fun. Success is fun. Absolutely, you know? and it's yeah. you know we, yeah. we we talk about all the with everything on the TV and the opioid addiction and all the stuff yeah. that's going on. I can tell you that there's nothing more addicting than winning every weekend. There you go. It Absolutely, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, you got a point there for sure. Um, Jace, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Anything else you uh, you want to say or thank or anything else uh, before we let you go? Um. Well, I mean, I'd I'd like to thank the whole Traders crew, but um, no, there's not really anything else I'd say. Awesome, man. Well, we'll be tracking you uh, this year, rookie year, uh, coming into Supercross, and uh, watch out for El Dozer when you when you get out there on the track. <laughs> and uh, and and tell tell Woodrow I said hi. Tell Woods uh, I like Josh Woods. He's good people. So uh, tell him I said yeah, hi. he's a good guy. And uh, and Alrighty. thanks thanks for your time, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on here. No problem. Good thank luck, you. Jace. Jace Pennington, everybody, the new Traders Yamaha rookie rider coming into 18. Be interesting to see uh, how he does, man. And uh, and Skip, I'll be I'm, watching I'm, his riding style. I'm excited. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I will too. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, it's um, watching that one moto at, at Monster Energy Cup was like, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And what year was that? Two years ago. Right? Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I'm, again, he because I was sitting with uh, Paul Parabinos, an amateur guy who or a guy who works pro taper. He knows a lot about the amateurs, and he didn't know much about Jace. Bit of a surprise, right? Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, wow!" Like, <clears> which <throat> moto was that? Uh, a second, second moto. Yeah. Is that the same one that that uh, McAdoo won? Uh, I believe he did. Yeah. yeah. So McAdoo won the bike. Okay, yeah, gotcha. That was that it. was it. Yeah, huh? And was you were wrenching for him? I was wrenching for McAdoo. Yeah. Yes, you were. The guy's been hurt all year. What's yeah. his deal? Yeah, I've been rough. He Have raced, you heard anything about? He him? raced the GNCC a couple weeks ago with uh, Luke. I don't know if he was there with Luke or not. But he did. He did do the GNCC. Okay. I don't know how he did. Crawfordsville? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, I was surprised, too, because Geico would let him do it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's yeah, what did. I was wondering He did, he did about, race yeah. it. Uh, com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, bringing you Tony Berluti tonight, Pivot Works, bringing you Luke Reslin, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, all on board with us. Have you tried the Get stuff much, Skip? Have you, uh... That's what we use. Oh, perfect. Fantastic. So you know all about that stuff then. 
I uh, I know enough to get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> when you when I talk to Dan there and I start asking about all the options and maps, it gets confusing. Uh, it 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 can be very it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Um. You know. I and I uh, I I'm good at five thousand feet. Yep. You know, but when I got to d- dive into the trenches, yeah, I just well, I get more concerned that I'm going to screw it up more than I make it better. We were honestly. talking about this during the commercial break. Berlut and uh, our hey, Hart 1910 and RCH was huge data guys, mm-hmm. so you were into this and you were seeing, and sometimes to the negative Berlut, where you would see the the data guys overrule what the rider was saying. But, no, see, I I wasn't talking about that data. Oh, okay. I was talking about. Data that they collect for their sponsorship. Ah, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Okay. Pay attention, Steve. Pay attention. I know. I'm sorry. You were you were on the page. Uh, we were. We, okay. I knew where you were at. Well, anyway, guys, hey, I'm know. sorry, Steve. I'm not being hey, disrespectful. Buddy. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So get data. Destroy the start with get uh, official uh, d- data acquisition slash uh, ECU of the uh, Traders Yamaha team with Skip Norfolk, Tony Berluti in studio. Still to come up, uh, Kenny Watson. Jason Thomas will be up. And uh, for now, Moto 9, the movie, it's uh, November 21st on all platforms. So, you know, another couple weeks. Fly Racing is giving away a complete set of gear per show. And what you want to do is go to MotoTheMovie.com. It's a 20-stop nationwide tour that's already ongoing. We had it in Santa Ana, the first one. Uh, If you've seen Moto uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, you know this is fantastic. And these guys got it going on. It's the best uh, movie out there, in my opinion. I haven't seen 9, though. I'm waiting to see it. If anybody you can, you can send me nine, Jason. I would, uh, I would plug it on the show more. Who's the producer? I would of that? see it. Producer? I don't know. Was Amadeus? Oh. Or, uh, no, Adamitis. Adamitis. No, no, it's okay. not. It's um. I forget the guy's name. I've talked to him before. Moto 9, the movie. Uh, please check it out. Uh, November 21st on all major platforms. Makes a great Christmas present. MotoTheMovie.com. 20, nation, uh, 20 stop nationwide tour. And we thank those guys as well. Also, too, um, uh, coming up here in the Gear Alloy cold call. Maybe call Alex Ray. He's going to Finland this weekend. To They've def- already started? What do you mean? Finland to race like. Yeah, the yeah. Supercross. Oh, oh wow. It, and Bercy's in two weeks? Yeah. Was it Switzerland was last week? No. Uh, Holland. Was there was one in what Holland. Holland was last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but the offseason. I think but Starling won that, didn't he? I thought Bowers did. I thought I saw. Oh, okay. I, Starling won one of them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't follow Starling, but I probably should. Uh, Houston, what's up, Houston? How are you, man? Good. How are you guys? What's happening? Not much. Uh, so I was just calling in. I got a couple things. I was going to talk about. Uh, so. Getting hired in the industry is probably the hardest thing I've been trying to do for a couple of years now. It's like I, I, uh, I'm not going to say who I finally got an interview with. Okay. But to get to get a response from them was the biggest pain in the ass that I've ever experienced with a company. <laughs> it's they didn't respond to me for months. Uh-huh. For one. And then when I finally got a response, they they called me. I had an interview. It went super good. I believe that I aced the interview. My, uh, I mean, uh-huh. I thought I had like, everything that they wanted, everything that they asked for. And uh, I. What do you want to do? What do you want to be in? What I, kind of end area of things? It, I have like tried to like extend out to anything possible I can do. Okay. I've, uh, I've tried to go with doing uh, building motors. I can tear down bikes and rebuild them 
no problem. It's it's easy for me. I even went to gear companies. I've gone to, I mean, boot companies. I've gone to everything. And I've literally, I mean, I eat, sleep, breathe motocross. It's like I I can't do anything else other than that. And I Okay. It's well, like, it's, I mean... It's, you, I mean, who are you applying to Factory Honda? Because they're not going to hire you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, like, all right. I've been trying other companies. I've tried like smaller, mm-hmm. smaller companies. Try to do it to get through and get hired, and, and it just—I don't know, man. It just like they don't, dude, want to respond. <laughs> listen, here. I mean, yes, it's tough. The, the the unprofessionalism that runs in our industry is high. I'll absolutely agree with you on that. But man, if yeah. you, if you can if you can you know tear motors apart and work hard, and, and you know what I did for two weeks, I worked for free for my first team at PJ One. I said, I'll work here for two weeks, and if you don't like me, send me home. They never did, and literally, twenty years later, here I am in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, it was that yeah. that, that how that's how I started Houston. I just said I'll do this for yeah. two races for free, and then you pay. And I made a grand total of three hundred dollars a weekend, and I had to pay all my food <laughs> out of that. So. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, I didn't step into it. Like, How'd you pay your bills, Steve? Well, no, I didn't, Berlue. That's, that's what I'm that's, saying. Yeah, but Food. but Houston, that uh, I mean, you can, you know, you can you can do something like that, like get in with with a team and or a rider, a privateer guy, and it's you know, volunteer, show them what you're worth, keep working hard. Like it's it's tough, man. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'll I'll give you that. No one's calling you back because that does happen. Basically, like I was told that. It was in a nutshell. They wanted a name. They wanted somebody with a name that they could. That they like. I mean, what? What the heck? They're just gonna. If, if, who knows if they even know that? Like, if they're good at that job. I mean, come on. I mean, so you want to be a mechanic, motor guy, something like that? Something like that. I mean, I mean, somewhere I gotta start somewhere. Well, get out of the submarine first before you get get out of your submarine and then <laughs> put the phone up and we can hear you. Um, yeah. I- Sorry. Uh, no problem. Skip, give us give this guy some advice. It's um, my advice. The best mechanic of all time, right here. The winningest mechanic. This man knows. Uh, my uh, is uh, you know, if you have some schooling, whether it's a uh, MMI or some of the different schools that are around the country now, but I would definitely uh, I would focus on the math side of things, mm-hmm. the data side of things, um, and and go and and try to go down that path because. That 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 uh, that ability can get you into any type of motorsport racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 okay. it's all coming down to engineering now. Um, you know the downside to to the mechanic side of thing is it's um, it is a lot about being in the right place at the right time. It absolutely, and, is. who and, you know, who you and know, who you know. It, it is, and it's very unfortunate because um, there's a there's a lot of. I know for like for our team, I'd love to be able to have some interns and stuff and come on the team. I just I, we don't have the budget to help do that type mm-hmm. of stuff because that's something I think that uh, there's a lot of guys probably like yourself that's sitting out there right now that that are could be more than qualified to do this and get in and have a career at it. It is just extremely hard to find that open door. You know, I was yeah. really really fortunate that I I came through the dealer side of things and, and worked at a dealership and mm-hmm. and um, it was a big team green dealer and uh, Rusty Reynolds was the big team green guy, and his dad happened to say, hey, I need you to come, come on the yeah. road with me. I was 14. Come on the road. Let's do, you're going to clean filters and wash bikes and change tires. And I, and I did you're it. 14. I, and 14. And I was extremely lucky and fortunate yeah. I got to meet the Kawasaki group, and, and yeah. it just it, it worked out yeah. for me. You know? and, and, but it was a fortunate 
And I knew I knew Shane Drew, who I grew up. Well, he's older than me, but we raced together. And he was working for Kyle Lewis, and he said, "Come down here, travel with me for two weeks, and you'll meet. I'll introduce you to people, and maybe you can get a job." Hence the PJ one thing. I'll work for two weeks for free, and that's how it started. But I had that Shane Drew hookup, right? I had the Shane Drew saying, "Hey, this guy is looking for a mechanic job." So somebody to say. You know, small but, industry. Yeah, yeah. But Houston, I mean, keep trying, man. Like persevere. Like, maybe you got to move. I don't know where you live. Maybe you got to move. You know, and, and live with a privateer. I, I live up in Idaho, and I even said I am willing to move wherever they want me. Right, right. Why doesn't he go hang out with JT? Clean JT shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, just yep. keep trying. Go up. You know, pay, I don't know how, what, your financial situation. You go and, and, and find a privateer and help him out for free for a little bit or, or go to Anaheim and walk around and f- try to talk to some guys. I mean, you know, I know guys who, you know, who need mechanics and everything else. And, and it seems like, you know, if you're good at it, you can find it. Well, yeah, the, the going finding a finding a, a good amateur rider or a privateer in that in that area. I mean, Lewiston's there's that's a big riding area. That you're I mean, if you're up that far, I mean, yeah. you know, the Western Washington Spokane area. There's a lot of racing that goes on around there. Oh yeah, um, and try you know try to that's that's a lot of guys get there get their way in from the practice mechanic side of things now because it's practice mechanics are a big part of, of racing yeah. now where yeah. it wasn't before, yeah, I, I, uh, but I it's a huge that. part right. now. Yep. And that, that gets you, you know, that, that gets you somewhat in the door and is starting to associate with this. And, and yes, sometimes you are tied to the rider that you're with, but being with those guys, you, and if you're personable, you're clean cut, you're personable, you're not an ass, <laughs> you'll meet people and people will remember that. And it's just a matter yeah. of getting seen and, and, and yeah. getting out there. And you well, got to do whatever you got to do to do it. There you go, Houston. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. Um, let us know if any way. of that works and call back in and let us know what's up and if any of that works. Um, uh, Jason, uh, at, is it? <clears throat> yeah, he spends too much damn time on uh, Mad Skills. Uh, JT? Jason Thomas? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Jerk off. I'll, I'll tell him. That. <laughs> uh, thanks, Houston. Appreciate it, man. Hey, one one more thing. One more thing. Get you started on CP. Cade Clayson. Yep. What the hell? He's I out, mean, bro. I just I, re- I did an interview with him last week. It's on Racer X Online. I read it. I read okay. it. Okay. Can Can we get somebody somebody to help a poor privateer out, dude? Uh, somebody I'm, out there. I'm with you. Uh, it's all through WADA and FIM, and nobody seems to really give a shit about Clayson. And that's uh, that's too bad, and uh, he'll be suspended but, for something for some amount of time. That is, does the FIM want like a a six digit check or something like that sent to them? No, I so don't they, think that's it. I just think they don't. It's not top priority for them, and it's sad. But uh, you know, he did he did get caught. He didn't have a TUE, and that's how they look at it. They're just like, yeah, beat it, kid. You know, but it's uh, it's not right the way he's getting treated. That's for sure. They they need to do a better job. No response back. No nothing. It's no just, nothing, man. It's brutal. You get. It gives the hell. <laughs> yep. Um, thanks, man. Good luck with everything. Let us know. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, Davey, what's up, man? You want to talk about fly racing? Hey, Steve. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, having me. I wanted to – I don't know if you've seen this, but fly racing in Canada won the Red Bull Rampage. Um, no, I didn't know that. One yeah. of the bi- – so Canadian racer with Red Bull clothing won that race. It's oh, a, you know, it's the same as, as kind of straight rhythm – yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's awesome. A Canadian, that's good. <laughs> it is good. But how it ties into my my question 
<laughs> when you watch that event, all you see is Moto, Moto um, gear, uh, Moto brands. Mm -hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Um, I would even think that some of these brands sell more stuff in the mountain biking world than in the motor world. What, what's your opinion? There? Uh, Troy Lee does for sure. Yeah, Troy Lee is is big uh, in mountain biking. I don't know if they do more than moto, but um, they mm -hmm. do a lot. So the, the mountain now, bike market for sure, yeah. I would think would uh, is if it's not already dwarfing, it's going to dwarf it's, what the moto market would be. Yeah, which is which is crazy, yeah. but yeah. Now, that leads into my next question. You, you talk often about, you know, where the sport needs to go, and you compare it often to NASCAR. In a, a sport like mountain biking, where you have so many events these days, and, and they're all, well, like, Rampage sells out on the first day on tickets to go visit it or to go watch the event. Would it uh, be a better ourselves to as, as a sport um, because you talk about no because outside those, company sponsor uh, those mountain bikers would love to be moto guys the salaries and the support and the the draw of motocross and supercross those mountain bike guys would love it to be moto we want to look at nascar or people want to look at nascar and grow this sport into that you know what i mean yeah i just see a lot of outside uh, out of the industry sponsoring in mountain biking. So I'm, I'm not only looking at Rampage, but you have the Enduro Championship, you have Downhill Championships. Yeah. I would think that those guys are pr doing pretty well for themselves, and, and it's more of a spread. I don't know. I don't, see the, I don't see the top mountain biker making 5 or $6 million like Eli Tomac. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know them personally, so I don't know either. I just it looks like they do, but yeah, I, I mean, look, I don't, I don't think they do. Of course, yeah. you know, there's there's some big there's some big events. You know, the one that sticks out in my mind is the Sea Otter. Yeah, some different things like that. And, but I, I think the, the the draw for the mountain bike side of thing is now there's there's a it's probably it's not national from a series. There's yeah. a lot of local and regional stuff that yeah. goes on. So that regional marketing effort, and uh, you know, and there's no question that there's the mountain biking probably. Um, you know, transcends over uh, more yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, wider than, than what motor, yeah. Moto, yeah. moto does. Yeah. But um, and it's a, I see it a lot of regional side of things. But I think you know, mountain biking is. Um, I, it's. I think you got to look at it where motocross was maybe fifteen or twenty years ago. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's an up and coming with less land too around. Yeah, maybe everything else. You yeah. know, so I, I'm 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 starting to embrace it a little more. Yeah. And you can see that their units are selling at what motorcycles used to sell. So yeah. that, that's very interesting yeah, as well. Yeah, they're five and six grand now, like for anything decent, <laughs> right? And going yeah, up from yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool, Davey. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. Uh, Tony Baluti, Skip Norfolk on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Um, Enduro Cross, one more round left. Cody Webb has clinched it, I think, Marks. Clinched the title, I believe. Uh, Colton Hacker, who we had on a couple of weeks ago, uh, got hurt. Cody Webb is running wild on that series. One round left, November 18th in Ontario, California. We'll have a Pulp MX rider there. Tyler Medallia will be there representing Pulp MX. And perhaps our best chance at a main event guy. Uh, so looking forward to having T-Dags line up for EnduroCross. EnduroCross.com, 14th year of EnduroCross. And uh, like I said, uh, Cody Webb, the champion on the Red Bull KTM. He's got the number one plate now. Cheap tickets, uh, a, a real small, intimate arena. There's a no-joke lane added to the main event for the for the elite guys. It's, uh, that is no joke. It's, it's literally crazy what those guys can do. And uh, have you... you You've been to Enduro Cross. Yeah, I quite love a few. It. I love it. It's a great. It's a great show. Uh, it is. It's yeah. tickets are cheap. It's mm -hmm. always action 
happening. It's exciting. I love it. So that's crazy. That's <laughs> what those guys could do. Yeah. Their bike skills are amazing. Endurocross.com. Please go there and uh, and check them out and uh, get some tickets uh, through theirs, guys. Uh, Marks, did you get those questions for X Brands? Let's do X Brand goggle tear offs. Or not. It's the X Brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like Freddie Norman, Kyle Chisholm, just to name a few. X-Brand Goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple. Use the code PulpMX17 at eksbrand.com to save. Uh, brand new colors coming out real soon for 2018, but the snap up the 2017 ones while you can. And these are our rapid fire questions for us three. You got 30 seconds on the clock, Skip. You got to get your answer in real quick. Okay. These courses are submitted by Corey Moser. Berludi, do you know, are you aware of him? Uh, I've heard of him. I yep. have not heard of him at no? all. All right, let's go, Marks. Steve. By the way, the guy, Moser, was very excited that Skip was in the studio. He's very excited. <laughs> With good reason? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> uh, Steve. MC and Skip set the standard for the coolest rider slash mechanic duo. Who would you rank as second best? Uh, that's easy. Not you and <laughs> Terry. Okay, me and Nick? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Now, J-Bone and Fro. I mean, J-Bone was in an Oakley ad. He had the facial hair. Fro was stylish. They were buddies. They went to all the Havasu parties together. They probably banged chicks together. Oh, Steve. Guaranteed uh, uh, next next, next to McGrath and Skip. I it was, was a gangbang. It, it was J-Bone and Fro. For sure. There we go. Skip, what was the biggest bonus MC gave you? <laughs> oh. There is IRS. Come on, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, probably those European rounds. It was uh, it was bigger than my monthly couple months salary, so it was uh, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Skip. It was the good old days. Yeah. yeah. No, he was um, very appreciative. Did he? Did you have a uh, a race win bonus and everything else, or what kind of deal did you guys have those years? Did um, you have a, anything set in stone? Actually, we had we had a pretty. They put a pretty cool program in at American Honda where they had um, they had uh, bonuses. For the for the crew. Oh, okay. And yeah. um, I didn't know those were around and, in your and day. It, and it was also kind of it was they did it a good job to where it was staggered. So like if um, you know, and it was something that that was if one guy did well, yeah. you know, it, it made it, it made try to build some yeah. camaraderie. And then Lampson was winning yeah. all the time too, nationals, and yeah, you got yeah. But you only got else. one. Like if MC won and Lampson won, you only got one bonus. Uh, yeah. Let's say it was yeah. four hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, at least yeah. I think that's how it kind of works. Yeah. Right? So, and it was it was really cool because it, <laughs> you know, I just remember <laughs> we were on the line one time and and uh, pistol, which yeah. is Pete Steinbrecher gets on there and goes, "Hey, you need any help packing your gate?" You know, we just would have it made it fun. It <laughs> yeah, made it yeah, fun. absolutely. So yeah. Instead of because we were in box vans, so instead of having it was just something that instead of having four separate teams at American Honda, you know, they wanted to bring it together and have one big team. For sure, when MC and Skip went to Europe for like three, four races, and then they came back, it was so much money. Ricky yeah. brought that and whole was, bonus it was program. Cash. It was cash, too, to and Suzuki. it was so much money. He's uh, ignoring you. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, but Skip <laughs> lost a lot of it coming back on the airplane. Right, right. So it was those days. Playing poker. All right, next question. Baloo, which of your riders pulled the most chicks? Uh... <laughs> I would probably say chicken. 
That's pretty much a universal answer for <laughs> anywhere chicken wins. We had a couple bets, and I won't really go into it, but uh, uh, he won. Yeah, yeah, chicken won. Got Check me. out my boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken was epic when he was here. He was just epic. He was, was he? Here about a month and God, a half ago. God, I miss him. You invited me, yeah, but I just couldn't I, make I it. I asked you to come by. I'm That's sorry. Right. Yeah. He oh, said I was feeble. I know. Oh, I, chicken was good. I, I ran into him at the, we were at Pro Circuit one day, and I ran into him, and the, he's he he's gotten older, but he hasn't changed. No, a bit, he's the man. same guy. It's awesome. Same guy. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Drinks a lot. <laughs> Steve. Yep. Who will take the new Pulpamex Fantasy League more serious, JT or Truman? Uh, Truman. We're 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 concerned with Truman. Truman is such a, a, a shady guy, and I mean it's in a good way, not shady like he's gonna screw you over. But we're worried about him signing up under fake names to to get these weekly prizes we have offered. That's so, kind of screwing you. Yeah, he who wouldn't do it? But <laughs> all right. Skip, worst mechanical you've had on a bike that you built. Oh. Worst failure? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, we had to push it off of practice. Crank went out. Uh, probably the most embarrassing thing is when the countershaft sprocket fell off at Mammoth one year. Ooh. That was the most embarrassing thing because that just was you, unacceptable. unacceptable. You just forgot to tighten it? There are... Uh, apparently so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it happened at Mammoth and not at a you know, national but, but, Supergirl. No, but yeah, no. Um, you know, I was, I was very, very fortunate that... Um, my errors came in practice sessions. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Very, very fortunate. Nick nice. uh, Nick came in practice at Southwick one time and was like, you hear that noise? You hear that noise when he's revving it? I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. All right, take it back to the truck. Take off take, take off the pressure Flywheel. plate. No, take off oh. the pressure plate. All the screws had backed out. <laughs> yeah. Not, maybe not all of them. I want to say most of them had backed out. Basically, and yeah. was just change a clutch cover. Yeah, spinning on aluminum, freshly aluminum uh, shavings everywhere. Yeah, it's like nice. my bad. I, I'll get that. <laughs> all right. Berludi, how could I set up a bike to get better starts on these metal grates? Uh, you want to get gearing right, I would think. I, 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 I don't have enough experience with it to really say too much, but I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of traction. So I think if you get the gearing pretty good, I know they got traction control, kind of traction control yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah. launch mode. But um, <clears throat> if you can get that with the gearing and stuff, I think that's what I would say. You know, I talked to the European guys who've been starting them all year in the GPs. I'm like, What's it like? What's what's going on? How do you got to do it? You got to sit in the middle of the seat, uh, and they're like, "No, nah, it's the same. We don't do anything. <clears throat> like they don't. There's nothing going Nothing's on. Nothing's different. No. No, but the, you know, but, but that's the thing. It's not different. There is nothing different week every week. Right? Every yeah, 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 absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, the the challenge is is that is in front of the gate. You know, the, but the launch yeah. is going to be consistent. So it'll let the riders really work on their technique. Yeah. All right. Next question. Think. Steve, do you believe the rumor that MC rode the 93 frame through 96? Is it fact or fiction? No, that's fact. That's fact. Skip. You can't. You can skip. the 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 limit of statute limitations is over. You can tell us. I mean, we had McGrath we had, told everybody that. We, no, it was. Um, it, it was. We had different pieces off of different. I mean, we had. Yeah. You know, the 93 string. Do you have 94, 95? Yeah. You know, we had the we had the ability to. Whatever we needed to use, we had access to it. Yeah. Um, and um, 
there was uh, that you know we did we ran that chassis for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Jeremy said one time that uh, he was in a little bit of a slump with a newer frame. Put the ninety three on, he started winning again. Yeah, there okay. was you know there were some things that we found out that um, had to do with rotating mash and inertias and and where setters CGs were and things mm-hmm. like that. That um, you know for him it was you know for him it was like having a, a rock in your shoe. Yeah, well, you it, know it was, it was it what were you calling it earlier? The setup. Uh, Home base. home base. Home base. Home base. Go to home you know, base. Go to home base. All right. All right. Skip. Sketchiest box van crash or close call? Um, Wyoming. Two o'clock in the morning, and the six foot bunny rabbit crossed the crossed the road, and I I just I I remember grabbing on the steering wheel and wedging myself on the brake, and um. Yeah, there was nothing there. Yeah. Six no foot, way. Six-foot six pink bunny rabbit. I was going to say, like, <laughs> what was there? But there was nothing. Nothing. So, clearly, I was uh, hallucinating. Um, and then my other close call was in, in Wyoming. Um, <laughs> you got to stay out of Wyoming. Yeah, apparently so. Um, we are stopped on the freeway, and I heard an elk across the road. No. Thank way. gosh there was somebody that... that We were on the you know, truckers on the radio, so we knew about it. But yeah. that, that could have been a bit ugly. We oh, had... Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, it was unfortunate with Chad Watts and the accident that he oh, had yeah. when we were driving back east. Washington. Um, you know, but um, close calls. Uh, yeah, that the six foot bunny rabbit. <laughs> what about me. when uh, you st- you took too many mini thins? Remember those things? I don't know if you, did you ever take them. I uh, no. I tr- tried them originally, and the hair would stand on yeah, the back yeah. of my neck and head. And I said, "This is weird," so I quit taking them. I took some mini thins, and I uh, yeah, your hair was just, and you're like. And you were like buzzed, and you're just like, this is not good. Yeah. You're basically a fetamine, right? A fetamine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you probably yeah. didn't see six foot bunny no, rabbits because you're no. wide awake. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing about How it. How about uh, sticking your head out the window, pinching yourself? Oh, God. Right? Like, oh, oh, you, yeah. I mean, you would do, you, you do, we, we did dumb things in box van days. Just dumb. <laughs> Look, you kind of had to, now, though, we huh? Yeah, you know, I you know when we had to go from with a double header and Binghamton Seattle, Wash- and then you had Binghamton Washougal run always. That 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 was for me. It was the double header in yeah. Seattle, and then you had Press Day and Thursday in, in Miami. Oh, oh Press yeah, Day, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and just doing things. You know, you'd have you'd get a guy that would help you drive, and you're in the back of the van taking the bike apart and doing stuff because you just didn't yeah. have the time. It was yeah. just dumb. Just wow, dumb I, I never did that. You never did that. No. no. You, know, no. you took your bike apart in the back sometimes. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right. Really, which of your which year wrenching for H and H and RCH was your favorite? I would have to say probably my first year when I was working with Blos. Um, there just wasn't a lot of pressure, and we just had a good time as a team together and had fun. And I, like Skip was talking about expectations, I don't think there was any big expectations on him and. He had some good results, so I would probably say that first year that I worked with them. Job, 25 seconds. <laughs> X-Brand goggles is a choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, wearing X-Brand, dominating. For <laughs> a fucking tickle? <laughs> 
That's your quote, brother. That's going to live forever. I know. I got, I got a, I got a uh, pulpy to prove it. You do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you were voted that. Yeah. Uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Uh, thanks to the folks at Gear Alloy. Get your truck in gear at GearAlloy.com. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy wheel stop for you to choose from. Uh, if you want a deal on these, and a lot of people have hit us up about a deal on, on wheels, uh, go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, punch in Pulpamex17, and uh, you can save with, with uh, Gear Alloy wheels at SoCal Super Trucks. Complete range of custom wheels, tire suspension, accessories for your truck, Jeep, your SUV. And uh, the Gear Alloy guys, they're a big sponsor of the RMATV MC team with Benny Bloss and Blake Baggett and Dakota Alex. And a big part of that, uh, they have a display every week in uh, Supercross and Motocross. Also, too, they sponsor Jessica Patterson forever as she dominated the WMX. So the Gear Alloy cold call, I thought, since he's leaving for Finland, and since Kiefer insulted him on Twitter, let's call Alex Ray and... Uh, See what's up with him. All right, here we go. Gear Alloy Cold, cold call. call. Friend of the show, Alex Ray. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. Hello? Hey, Ray. Hey, what's up? You're live on the Pulp Mech Show, bro. It's Mathis. Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> hey, Berluti's in studio. The great Tony Berluti. What's oh, happening, A Ray? Oh, not much. Just hanging out here with Derek uh, Rankin, my ex mechanic. He works for Benny Bloss now. Uh, uh, he had to mute uh, WWE Raw. It's Monday. So. Oh yeah, he loves wrestling. He loves wrestling. He's still oh, yeah, sounds good. Wearing a Macho Man Randy Savage shirt right now. Oh, that guy. Also in studio, Skip Norfolk, bro. McGrath's wrench, winningest mechanic Legend. ever. Legend. Oh. Do you know how many race wins are sitting in this studio right now as mechanics between me, Berlude, and Skip? Do you know? You have any idea? I have absolutely no clue. A lot. Okay, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. And if you weren't three. here, what? And if you weren't in here, there'd be one less. A lot minus one, two less. Okay. <laughs> there'd be two less. Okay. Just okay. wanted to clarify. Sorry, not all of us could work for Renard and Tortelli and McGrath. Sorry, sorry. Um, that was a subtle dig at Ferry right there. Good job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Ferry was very good at getting on the podium. Not so much on the winning. Lots of podiums. Lots of podiums. Um, Guy was solid. Uh, yep. Hey, A-Ray. So, besides Derek wearing a Macho Man t-shirt, uh, what's new with you and going to Finland? This is happening this week? Uh, yeah. Uh, flying over there Wednesday morning at about 8 a.m. at LAX, which is probably going to suck. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, um, nothing new, really. Just uh, actually, well, I mean, kind of new. Today was uh, my first day on the 18. Um, just got our bikes. Okay. Uh, the team got our bikes for from Yamaha. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I'm stoked on that. Just uh, sort of shaking that down. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be racing over there in Finland as well. I'm going to be racing at 18, you know, and, and stuff like that. Who's so. uh, who's Who are you racing against over there? Uh, probably, I think the same guys as last year, um, that, uh, Hugo Basaula, the, the, the big scary guy that, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. that, uh, Newf would just, was shaking his boots every time he seen him, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. Wait, you say huge but, guy. Uh, yeah, he's a massive, yeah, like, I mean, he's ripped, dude. He's like a bodybuilder. Oh, I know, but he's not tall. Uh, I don't know. No, but he, he's just he's just not really. He's a black cat, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a cool guy. I like that guy. 
Yeah, he's super, super cool. He's, he's, he's just scary. He's like, oh, maybe scary. he's scary to look at. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's scary. Um, hey, uh, uh, you're not you're you're not racing the same guys. You're missing Noof. Don't forget about that. Well, man, I'm I'm bummed that he's not going because him and I we hit it off last year, you know. And, yeah. And we we had a lot of fun together. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's gonna suck. You know, it's not gonna be the same without him over there because you know that we had a we had a cool little group. You know that we you know, the uh, well the American and Canadians sort of right. you know hung out together. So that's gonna be a little weird. I'm not gonna have anybody to hang out with that freaking knows English. Are you uh, <laughs> are you gonna try to try to get the plate the the, the number one plate back this year? Or what? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm going for the I'm I'm going for the for the W for sure. Oh yeah. And you're on the cover you're on the cover of that Finnish magazine Yanni has, X X Racing. <laughs> that is so awesome. You're on a cover, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh, How do you know this shit, Steve? <laughs> it was on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. He's on the My bad. He's, he's on, I'm sorry. Out. I don't I'm know what Twitter is. <laughs> he's a Finnish hero, Alex Ray. Oh. Yeah, I mean I I'm hoping I'm living up to uh, you know, JT's you know, the whole thing he had over there too. You know, because I guess he went over there every year. Yeah, he went to Germany well. and and Finland too. That's true, and Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Hard cross? Uh, no, no. This no. Is one, This is all dirt. Um, what other Americans are going? Do you know? Man, I have no clue. I haven't heard anything. All I know is I'm going. I'm riding a Yamaha <laughs> over there, and it's going to be badass. And I'm going to bring home the W and nice. hopefully make a little bit of money. Oh, I like that. There you go. Yeah, I like to hear that. Um, Gear Alloy Cold Call with Alex Ray. Are you on the Cycle Trader team yet, or what? Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking like. Okay, they they got me a bike. Well, it, then, so. that, then you're on the team, Alex Ray, on the yeah. Cycle Trader Rock River team. Uh, and um, are you you're wearing moose? Right, the team's wearing moose. Yeah, the team is wearing moose. Um, Suck it, Phil. Yeah. Suck it, Phil. You took Phil's rod. Really. Yeah, he's I not. Moose. He, I feel he's still wearing moose. Nah, he's not moose. Not going to be moose next year. What's he going to be? Wow. You know? No, I don't know. He's too grouchy. You to tell know? Me. No, I don't. I no, really don't know. Come on. No, Steve. I really don't know. Um, God bless. That's 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 <laughs> Phil. He's mad at you. He's upset at you, hey, Ray. Well, T- hey, tell don't me the ex. Up with me. Are the X brands staying? X brands are staying. Fantastic. EKSbrand.com. Official goggle of Alex oh, yeah. Ray. Bro. Yeah, and the new 18 line is so sick. I don't know if you guys seen him at uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. I but, saw him, yeah. Oh, dude, that um, thing's set off. How's the Duke doing? Can you tell us anything, or will he get mad at you if you tell us anything? Uh, honestly, I don't know, but uh, he's doing he's doing actually really, really good, you know? so You don't know, but you tell uh, us he's doing really, really good. <laughs> I don't know, like, full extent. Like, I'm not in the doctor's office with him, you know what right. I mean? I just right. know that he's he's doing a lot better. You know, and he's, okay. he's doing everything he can to recover and get back. Ready for A1? I don't think so. Ready oh. for A1, A-Ray, or what? Oh, I have absolutely no clue. It might be a long shot, but, I mean, if anybody you, can do it, I'm sure he can. Because he's a tough cat. You got to choose, A-Ray. You got to choose friendship-wise here. It's getting oh, tough, hey, I know. I'm giving you everything I know, brother. <laughs> I know. I know you love the Duke and all that, but you know, you just, you know. Hey. If if I if he even he doesn't even know what he's, what he's I mean, he's doing everything he can do. Okay. He can get back going. I know that for sure. All right. How's how's the bike look with number 91 on it? Are you stoked? Dude, my pants get tighter every time I look at it. <laughs> you got a natural number. 
A-Ray got a national number, everybody. Oh, man. I kind of like his three digit. I think that's a cool number. He lost his core. Yeah. Like now he's not. Now he's a sellout. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I'm tired of this fucking area code, man. Oh, I'll get you. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing oh, wrong with I a two-digit like national code. number. No. Absolutely. No. Uh, is Derek right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's L- right. Let me talk to Derek. Yo. Bro, how are you? Good. Listen, there's a burning building. Okay, Derek? There's a burning building. Macho okay. Man, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan. And uh, Bret Hart are trapped in it, and you can only rescue one wrestler. Who are you wrestling? Who are you rescuing? I really don't Bret care. Bret Hart, 100%. You're letting Macho Man and Hogan burn? Yes. There you go. Why? <laughs> Why? Because Bret Hart, he's like a good technical wrestler. <laughs> it's mean, it's fake. Hogan, it's, it's all fake, bro. He just had a body. <laughs> are you telling me Hogan wasn't a good wrestler? Oh, man. That's what I, mean, I just you heard. go back and watch his matches, they don't really hold up very good. I don't know, bro. I mean, he's when, like The Rock, you know, he's all he's all hype. When the when the Hogan was pinned and his hands started moving on the mat and you knew he was still alive, I mean, that was pretty cool. Oh, all right, where does Andre the Giant rank through with you? Not good, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Andre, he's a he's a good sideshow. <laughs> okay, Bret Hart is in the burning building. Um, I, that's all I got, actually. I don't know anybody other modern wrestlers. Oh, uh, Jericho and Jericho are in a building. Oh, Jericho all day. Yeah, he's your guy, right? Yeah, he's the best in the world. I got a tattoo of him. <laughs> I know. He's got oh. a tattoo of him. <laughs> wow, you it's really pheno- like that wrestling. It's phenomenal, You're bro. fucking kidding me. <laughs> hey, it's not like a weird like portrait. No, like, it's not. Nice. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I I actually I need to tweet it out. I took a photo of it. I, I'm in, I was trying to get Wygant uh, excited for wrestling. Um, hey, so how's things going with Rocky Mountain? Everything good? Yeah, you and good. you and Benji, super team. Yep, yep. We just got out to California, and he's uh, we just rode the test track for today for the first time. So and and so now you're a bicyclist. I see you now are a bicyclist. Yeah, uh, Benny gave me a bike. Had to lose some weight. So, uh-huh. Well, you look yeah. at look at A-Ray. Look what happened to him. He's half the man. Yeah, I know. He's he's little. <laughs> he uh he went to uh Marilyn Manson with me last night and he was lifting up the shirt. I told him he had to put Re- that thing away. <laughs> really? Was he really? Oh my god, yeah. that guy. Dude, he he better Hey, I saw some videos of him from Finland last year. He better not do that again. He better like, you know, take it seriously. I didn't even watch Finland, so I have no idea what he did last year. <laughs> uh, the after party was not good for him. It was not good. Oh, um, uh, yeah. All right, man. Um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for picking the phone up. Appreciate it. Um, tell no A-Ray. Problem. Tell A-Ray. We said hi. Uh, this is the Gear Ally cold call, and uh, you guys are you know just best buddies there. I wanted to check in and make sure everything was oh, yeah. okay. So tell A-Ray good luck in Finland. All right. Will do. All right. See you, Derek. Later. That's a Gear Alloy cold call, everybody. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Alex Ray with number 91 and Derek Rankin, uh, who loves wrestling. Just absolutely Sounds like it. Yeah. He loves wrestling. I, I can't I believe it that didn't much. Didn't even know people followed it anymore. Oh, they still do. Uh, Darkside, what's up, man? You got some questions for Skip? 
Yeah, man. Um, well, we know that that era was one of the coolest eras of all, you know. And it really McGrath was. Will dom- McGrath pretty well dominated, well, obviously dominated. But I want to know if there was, like, a negative one, the worst moment in, in all that time period, or maybe, just, you know, something you'd like to be able to go back and you wish you could do over. Would it be one moment or one race? Or... <laughs> go Saint, ahead, Skip. St. Louis. Right, right on. Yep, St. Louis. That's, that's the one that sticks out, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, no question. It was, uh, I think it was without a doubt the time I, I let him down for sure. It was, um, we didn't manage the, 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 everything that was going on off yeah. the track. Didn't manage it well for him at all. And, right. um, it, uh, yeah, um, yeah, just, uh, I wish I, I, I didn't do a good job for him that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's tough. and, uh, did you read that story I did on, I did. on the whole 96 mm-hmm. season? That was great, man. Yourself and Jeremy and, <laughs> That was some really good stuff in there from everybody. It was, um, yeah, there was, that yeah, was, yeah. It just, it was a good, it was a nice perspective on it all, and and getting multiple perspectives yeah, on yeah. it was really interesting yeah. to, to to read and see. But <laughs> yeah, clearly by far that was. Uh, we, we spent a lot of time on St. Louis, like that was because that was the. I mean, he almost went undefeated in Supercross <laughs> except for one, uh, and and we spent. That's when the story idea came. Focus on St. Louis, like what happened and i'd never heard your side of the story before as far as all the stuff going on around jeremy at that race yeah it was uh yeah <clears throat> yeah it wasn't um yeah it, it you know it was just uh it got out of our program and uh wasn't able to uh wasn't able to to, to get him to bring shelter your, him and bring your mic up a little bit you're good was, wasn't able to to yeah. To allow him to do what he, you know, his program or what he yeah. did. It's just uh, there was, you know, the perfect storm that lined up that right. just, uh, it ended up being what it ended up being. Uh-huh. Not, not, it wasn't well, right on. Anything else? That's it, man. Hey, miss you at Glen Helen this weekend. How was it? You went to the World Vets, WUSA? World Vets? Yeah. Yeah, first time. Um, yeah, it was really, it was pretty gnarly. Rich brought me a bike. Uh, he brought me a son's bike after ride. And, uh, How awesome is good- that? It was a pretty amazing weekend, man. I flew in Friday morning, went straight to Kiefer's. He took me over there to Ty Davis's place to watch Gary Sutherland ride, and then wow, spent the spent the weekend at Glen Helen, went to Ozfest over on the other side of the hill. <laughs> pretty pretty great weekend. Did uh, did uh, Heather make you a sandwich? Heather was at work. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, and Medi won. Medi beat uh, beat Brownie pretty easily. Brownie, yep. yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a pretty good cap on him. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, it was, but it was great, man. Uh, Chicken was out there. Lachine was out there. Um, pretty, pretty good week. Cool weekend to meet how, all those guys. And how did Dogger do? Uh, how did he finish? Man, he did well. I, I want to say he was top five. I have to go look at the results, Dogger, man. It, it was that, raining, and it. I kind of was. <laughs> is Dogger plus fifty? Dogger's fifty. How old is Dogger? He's got to be getting there. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's pretty. Him and I are pretty close in the yeah. age. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. We race mini cycles together, so yeah, we're pretty, yeah, we're yeah. pretty close. Um, well, cool, man. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you had yeah. fun. It, it is a cool event. The Dubok won again, of course. Yep, yeah, he was he was very nice, and you know, a nice tribute to uh, Tom White, obviously. And, yeah, man, just just uh, yeah, good weekend. John Anderson was uh, pretty teared up, man. You know, it was pretty tough, but he, oh, yeah. he hung in there and paid tribute. Great times. Uh, good, good, man. Glad you had fun. Yeah, uh, Kiefer told me you came by and. 
was just surprised that he didn't, you know, invite you in, make you a sandwich, Heather, Heather, make you a dinner, you know, all that. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we got to have a little, uh, love conversation with just, or, you know, love life conversation with him and Gary and yeah, yeah, it talk, sounds, talking sounds... real world stuff and Cody Webb on the phone. And, uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, awesome, man. Well, good. Glad you had fun. And, uh, thanks for calling him, man. Yep. Thanks guys. Thank you. That's right. Uh, Chris Kiefer and, uh, and, uh, the world vet talk from dark side. Um, all right. Fly racing USA. Please check them out. The, uh, uh, all pink gear that stank dog one is killing it right now. And, uh, it is available at your dealer, right? Jason Thomas. Yes, sir. Do you know how many race wins are in this room right now? JT. (laughs) Do you have any idea? Uh, I know. I know if you, if you left, it would be the same amount. No, it would not. (laughs) No, it would not. (laughs) High point 2000. Did I dream that up? Taking Kelly Smith to the win. You dream about it every night. If that counts. Doggers 51, by the way, turning 51. So yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what's new JT? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, not too much. Just getting ready. Uh, we have a big ride day this weekend coming up in Georgia. Oh boy. Uh, Durhamtown. Yeah. Yeah. So getting everything ready to roll for that. And, uh, Bradshaw will be there. Beast from the East. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh God. It's always a good weekend if you get to see Bradshaw. Right. I hope, I hope he goes and takes out a dealer then yells at him and curses at him and threatens to break his leg. <laughs> uh, it's, I would say highly likely. <laughs> you get the true Bradshaw experience, right? Right. Yeah. Skip that '93 season with Bradshaw. Like, okay, so Bradshaw barely loses the '92 to Stanton, right? And we all just are like Bradshaw. I mean, '93 Bradshaw will dominate because you know he'll figure it out. And then you bastards had to come in. You know, it's funny. And I, you broke them. It was uh, back then when the Nationals were on. The Supercrosses would air yeah. on ESPN late at night or something. Uh-huh. And I never will forget we're at Troy, Ohio, sitting in the hotel room and we're Supercrosses on. Yeah. So. Got the bike inside, you know, painting the frame in the shower and all that kind of stuff. But um, so we're sitting there and, and we're watching it and, you know, we're watching the Supercross and Jeremy's all, I want to beat that guy. I want to beat that guy. Talking about yeah, Bradshaw. Yeah. You know, because he was, um, God, he was, he was just, dude was badass. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, very fortunate that it happened that way for him. But um, yeah, it was, yeah, that was a pretty cool series to watch that year. I was so bummed because I was a Bradshaw guy, and I didn't mind Jeremy, but I'm just like, ah, he's a rookie. He'll, you know, he takes takes his lump. Bradshaw will dish out some lumps here. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely, because you know he's the beast from the east. Yeah. Well, reflecting back, who won? What it was it two races or three races before Anaheim before McGrath started winning? Um, like at Bradshaw Orlando? won one, and then Larocco won the opener. Won the, uh, um, I, well, Orlando was the opener. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah. Right, and then ninety um, three. Yeah, it was uh, the what is it? Anaheim, where was the Anaheim third race? Third race, yeah. That's yeah. where you guys won, right? Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it was. Yeah, because it wasn't two Anaheims back then, was no, it? No, no, no. Yeah, check that out. Right. The vault, vault uh, ninety three. Who won the first two rounds? Before, before then, Skip and Jeremy started getting lucky, beating the Bradshaw, being, being Bradshaw every week. <laughs> so you think Bradshaw think won Rocco one of them? Won the first one. I think Bradshaw won one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JT, what'd you say? Stanton. I thought Larocco won the first one, but yeah, me too. I thought sure. Larocco won the opener two years in a row. I remember, but on different brands. Like mm-hmm. one on a Suzuki and one on a Cowie. Uh, maybe not. Uh, Marks is looking it up. Um, anyways, JT, so Durhamtown this weekend for you for fly racing. So that'll be exciting. Um, yep. When do you get in and when you? how long you got to be there for? Yeah, so we go Friday and then uh, Saturday is like consumer day. So mm-hmm. There's tons of just, you know, customers. And we have displays set up and all that. 
Uh, and then Sunday is like dealer appreciation day. So they'll, all the dealers come ride because Saturday is really hard for dealers. Um, you know, we face that with, with the outdoor nationals and supercross as well. Just, it's tough to get dealers. They have to work on Saturday. So yeah. one of their biggest days. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Sunday we'll, uh, we'll get them all out there and go riding and we have all kinds of, you know, prizes and stuff for, for a lot of, I think we get about around 150 dealers there. On oh, wow. So Jeez. Pretty, that's awesome. Pretty big deal. Yeah. 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 Um, JT, what's your, what's your memory? Uh, now for people who don't know, JT's mom, Cindy Thomas scored the races forever. Frank was an official for a little while. JT, what do you remember about Skip? <laughs> what do you, you ever, you ever get any reaction with Skip um, when you were a kid? You know, Skip was like, I think, you know, Skip and Goose will go down as like the, the mechanics that I'll remember the most because they did so much winning. Um, you know, I remember Skip saying, you know, uh, cooler than the other side of the pillow. I think I remember seeing <laughs> Yeah. Matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, there were, I mean, there were, there were no, no cooler combo than Skip and MC. I mean, that no. was like the, the penultimate pairing ever. So, um, that was like my prime. I was in, you know, 96, I was in my uh, junior year of high school, about to turn pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were, you know, kings of the world at that time. I feel so. like, Skip, you were the first guy to wear clear glasses, too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Skip, Skip, uh, he's a trendsetter. Yeah. Don't you think, yeah. Berlude? No? I, I believe that you could be right there. I think so. I, 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 I see pictures of him wearing them, yeah. First time I saw a mechanic wearing clear glasses, I'm like, Skip, and then I got to get clear glasses now. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but I got to get them. <laughs> so, uh, he didn't wear boots well, they would back go, then. No. Go ahead, JT. They would always go, they would always go ride, um, before Daytona. There were these tracks in Florida that were pretty gnarly. Like they were sand tracks, but they were kind of the, the owners would build them pretty super crossy. And, uh, I knew the guys pretty well. So they would let me go ride and, you know, MC and Stanton and Lamson and all these guys would be riding. And I'm just like, you know, starstruck trying to, pull it together and I, w- I was winning like b-class championships and stuff but uh-huh. you go out there and ride with these guys and they're obviously the best guys in the world it was a pretty cool experience for sure where was that where where were these tracks uh, Cala? uh yeah d- we were yeah, down there were there was the land somewhere around the land wasn't it one of them yep. yeah yeah oh yep. okay there was, uh, that was uh three lakes yeah there you go that's three it lakes. And, uh, yeah, there was a few around there. Um, but that, that was the one for sure that they would always go all out building, building a track basically just for you guys that week, which was <laughs> way too gnarly for all of us. <laughs> oh, I think I know that track. Didn't somebody end up in the water there? Uh, probably. probably. Yeah, it, was, it could happen pretty easily. Because, yeah, um, you're yeah. kind of riding around that lake. Yes, you yeah. are. Okay. Yes, yeah. you are. So, uh, 93, the first round was LaRocco, Kodrowski, Bradshaw, MC fourth. Round two was Bradshaw, Cooper, Stanton. MC fifth. So Jeremy goes four, five, and then just one, 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 one. But I mean, Bradshaw, you know, gets third of the opener, then first, first at round two. And then all of us, Bradshaw nation, we're like, it's over. Right. You know what I mean? What happened to him after that? I, can't I don't know. Skip and Jeremy broke him. No, I know. But did, how did he end up in the end of the whole thing? I, wonder. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't good. No, no. Broken. Broken. Exactly. Uh, Pulp and show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Jason Thomas from Fly Racing on the line. Hey, we got a celebrity caller on the line. Lars, what's up? Lars Lindstrom, how are you? <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Do you know how many race wins are in this studio right now? <laughs> Lars, do you have any idea? Uh, I do know that there would be considerably more if you had Goose in there, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, add to my two. I got two, and then these other guys got a bunch. So, 
Yeah, they do. I always said that between a little side joke. Me between me and Goose, we got thirteen championships. <laughs> Fantastic. He's, he's got thirteen. I got zero. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, Goose is probably the winningest rider. Would you say mechanic? Yeah. I mean, sorry, mechanic. Well, Skip, yeah. Skip had a short career. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I, yeah. Goose. Goose was. Goose has a lot I'd of titles. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Goose uh, has a lot I think of titles. Cliff, Cliff White. He beat Cliff White by like two or two or something. Okay. Yeah. 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 We used to joke with Yeah. Okay. All right. So, there, there. Now we know. Yeah. Just. Uh, I wanted to call in. You guys had uh, had uh, Skip in there and uh, and Tony. What's going on, Berluti? Hey, how are you, bud? Good. Good hearing from you. Yeah. You know. Good to hear your voice. Um, Skip. I didn't know if uh, last year. Um, we did this video with Ken Roxon where he wrote, you know, replica or pretty, you know, it was mainly Jeremy's, uh, 96 bike. I don't know. Did you end up catching that? I did. I, did. I did got that? to see, I did. That was, that, you guys did a nice job on the bike. It was cool. Oh, it was yeah, cool. I enjoyed, I enjoyed trying to be you for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, uh, that was process. Lars, you were on the show last year. I mean, there was no parts. They couldn't find parts for the thing. Skip. No, because I, I imagine. No, I think because didn't at some point Jeremy got pretty recently. I, I think recently could have yeah. been four years ago for all. But I I know that they he'd got one of his bikes that back and um, yeah, because that was uh, there was a I can only imagine you know that, that parts room that we had to roll up door number ten. There was <laughs> there was some really cool things in there. But yeah. I would imagine that the '96 stuff got shuffled pretty far to the back and put away somewhere for sure. That'd be hard to yeah. find. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, there was a lot of parts. You know, that engine was so similar for so long that uh, when we got a new bike in 2002, I mean, we were sledgehammering parts out there. I mean, it was enough to make anybody tear up. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, your buddy Brad too. You know, I, mean, I had to help him do that stuff. So oh shit! It was excruciating. I was a I was a kid at the time, so but. Uh, but yeah, that was Jer- that was one of Jeremy's bikes. Had the modified frame. It was kind of cool to get to see what you guys did to that thing. Um, you know, hearing about it forever. I mean, everybody's heard about the 93 frame that Jeremy wrote yeah. for so long and, yep. and getting to see how it was different with the steering head and the bearing size and, and, uh, all the welding uh, that Tom Joe had to do. Uh, was, you know, Tom Joe, did, did you get a chance to work with Tom? Yeah. For, okay. for a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty good friends with him. Yeah. So, you know, Tom was one of those guys that we'd be, the mechanics would be around and we'd have, we'd be contemplating about some answer, you know, what's yeah. the right answer. We'd walk back to Tom. Tom, what's the answer? Tom could tell us a complete wrong answer. It wouldn't yeah, matter. Whatever right. Tom said, that's yeah. the answer. He was just he was just an amazing guy. And I'd be back there trying to make some widget or some part, and he'd just come over and look at me for a while and then yeah. tap me on the shoulder and go, what are you trying Let to do? Let me do this. What right, are you doing? Right, right. You know, because there's nothing that's going to come out of this fab shop that you make that I'm going to allow you to put on your motorcycle. You know, so oh. it was uh, just an awesome guy. Absolutely awesome guy. Yeah, it was cool. And then uh, there was actually one bike that we took apart not too many years ago when uh, when Goose was actually with me. I guess it is a couple of years ago now. When we were 2-2 and we're Honda. But there was one of your bikes. It was a display that we had gotten back. And we took off the seat, and they were at uh, Goose. And I, can't, I don't know if it was Brad, but they had written in there because they had to prep that bike for you because you were gone somewhere. And they wrote. All kinds of crap in front of you. No, I, I think that's I think that's when my oldest was born. That that was that time. And it, yes, they had um, we we had a we had a lot of fun. Yeah. At those times, it was we had a great group of guys. Um, it was just fun. You could if you had to write a book, you couldn't have written it any better than it actually went. Berlute, you know? did you ever like? So this is your around, Berlute. Okay, did yeah. you ever like in '96? Your bike's got conventional forks. It looks like someone pooped all over it. Did you ever look at your bike 
can be look at Skip's bike and be like, "Fuck my life." Yeah, well, the, the, the factory Hondas. That's were, what I mean. Yeah, like, they're you, badass. Yeah, I mean, you guys got braces and you, you're seizing every moto on the 45. Come on, and, dude, don't go that <laughs> far. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh, when you yeah. talk about your Suzukis compared to the Hondas, almost anything compared to the factory Hondas back then. No, I mean, the Honda was definitely the pinnacle. I mean, that's what you looked at. You yeah, know, for sure. Yeah, and what I loved is how they kept it look pretty much production they still do to these to this day and i like that they ditched know? the purple shrouds that year oh yeah <laughs> you guys ditched the purple shrouds but that's about you it you got a memory yeah. steve yeah uh, anyways lars anything else uh that was pretty much it just want to call and give no you thank you hey, real quick lars so when when i seen that video that you're talking about with uh with roxon and stuff it seemed like the guy was loving life did he have a great time on that whole deal Oh yeah, he loved it. Um, you know, we got that thing pretty close, and um, and and you know, did our best to jet it and all that stuff. And and he was super excited when he saw. It. I mean, the, there's the video that they they showed. You know, there I think they showed like behind the scenes was the actual first time he saw it, and he was he was like a kid in a candy store. You know, he couldn't wait to ride it, and <laughs> he um, he rode around the first time pretty you know carefully, and then the second time he was getting it, and and uh, he literally went through the whoops. So fast, he kept going faster and faster through the whoops, and it had motocross suspension that we had to pull him off the track and tell him, "Dude, you got to slow down." <laughs> he, he, was, he was sending it through the whoops so hard, and uh, and um, yeah, it was really cool to see him uh, with the right gear. Yeah. He was he was super stoked. I mean, the video I think yeah. turned out it turned out really you know, cool. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, represented it really well. So. You need, uh, hey Lars, you think Skip was the first one to wear clear glasses in the mechanics area? <laughs> oh, he probably wasn't, but he was the first one to be photographed with it because he was so damn cool. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. All right, Lars. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thanks. Thanks. See you guys. Uh, yeah. Lars Lindstrom, everybody. Jason Thomas. Uh, hey, JT. Something we talked about that I didn't really think about when it regards to the new Supercross format, and Skip brought this up. Um, do you think there'll be a little bit – like, so we have this couple of shorter mains now, right? Do you think there's going to mm-hmm. be a little bit of uh, – like Skip was saying, a little bit of contact, a little bit of a real aggressive racing um, from, you know, because guys have only so much time before the checker flag fries. Well, I, I didn't think about this, but what do you think, JT? Yeah, well, I, th- I think what you're going to see the most of, you'll definitely see Jason Anderson and guys getting aggressive to get to the front in a short amount of time. But I think you're going to see guys like Barsha, guys like Vince Freezy, the guys that are great starters mm-hmm. that, they know all they've got to hold on is for six minutes or six laps or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be out for blood to hold people back. <laughs> right. So yeah, right. good luck trying to pass those guys. Yeah. Something I didn't really think about, but yeah, for sure. I mean, because if you, you know, if you say, hey, Vince, freeze, you got to hold on for 20 minutes. Well, okay, I, I, I can't. Hey, Vince, you got to hold on for six minutes. All day long. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's he's a, probably one of the better starters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, consistently. Consistently, yeah. yeah. Well, JT, with the with the AMA and the FIM's punishments and all that, I mean, that's not going to be a problem, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I think Gallagher's going to have his hands full because I think it's going to be, oh. like you said, very, very aggressive. Yeah. Well, and the thing I think they got to really pay attention to is, you know, that's a it's it, it, it and it needs if it happens in the first round it needs to take effect at some point you know they they're going to have to get pretty quick about making calls and, and getting some things done because if they don't if mm-hmm. they don't i think it, it has the potential to get out of control mm-hmm. relatively quickly and if they don't nip it in the butt it could get really ugly really fast i don't know i kind of think 
okay, I get what you're saying, Skip, but I kind of think like whatever punishment you're going to do, do it at the end of the night, watch the video, talk to everybody involved, levy a penalty, be it points or positions after the three main events. We, we live in an immediate world. We're immediate now. Our life is immediate. Okay. And it needs to, you know, if you if 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 it's if it's clear, uh huh, and you're wrong, immediate, because it's yeah. it's now all of a sudden you have to, because that'll that'll change everything, and you're going to have to be mm-hmm. respectful and good, and and because you've got to now do it three times, yeah, not just once, right. I like John Gallagher. I don't know if I have faith that this can be done in a quick manner. And yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to see a black flag in a lap and a half later. Right. He's going to have to go under the hood like football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't want to see a black yeah. flag thrown from emotion. You know. Yeah. So it's just you know they're just they're, hopefully hopefully they're going to establish um, a criteria and yeah you yeah. know it's it's going to be a. Um, you know, it's you're going to have to make some determinations, yep. but just watching some of the some of the things that have gone on, you know, there's um, clearly, yep. you know, there's been takeout moves that that yep. uh, go unpunished, and now all of a sudden there's a big premium now on that because a, a one one a one one fifteen is going to get you fourth or fifth. Yeah, that's going to start to hit these guys' pocketbooks yeah. pretty hard. And it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it handles it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I do like the fact that we're going to shine the spotlight on some guys that are, you know, are going to finish on the podium or maybe win a race that you know, wouldn't in a normal main event. I yep. like that. Therefore, the complexity is going to change. A Moto Concepts, a Traders Yamaha, a um, whoever gets a little Freezy. bit. Of, yeah, gets a little bit of uh, spotlight and a little bit of love. You know? so, I, 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 I dig the format. I do. Right. Don't, don't, please don't 3D yeah, anything yeah, yeah. in. I dig yep. the format. Yeah, you know, it's just. just um, it's just a new element, and anything new, you yeah. know, we're human, so we don't like right. change necessarily. But right. be prepared. They they need to be prepared for what could yeah. go wrong and how they're going to handle yeah. it. JT, I was talking to Forrest Butler and Michael Byrne uh, a little bit the other day, and they, they told me that one – so the the six-minute race is basically a heat race. The first, first main event is basically a heat race. And uh, I think it's eight minutes, actually, in 450s and six and 250s. Uh, JT, they were saying that Blake only Blake made made the main event out of every single heat race but the one that he looped out in, which was Phoenix, I believe. Yep. Um, and I didn't think about that, but they're like, we like our chances in this first main event. You know what I mean? That's a top four position. Every single week for 17 weeks, or 16 out of 17, Blake was top four. Yeah, and, you know, the, the KTM is obviously – known for getting great starts in its current form. Uh, but, I, you know, at the end of the year and the way Blake came on, I don't think it really mattered so much if it was, you right. know, six minutes or eight minutes or 20 minutes. Uh, he was just, I think, on that level. And, you know, Roxham was out. And, uh, you know, there was – obviously there were things that helped him. But, yeah. you know, his yeah. level stepped up quite a bit too across the board. Um, no, absolutely. So they're they're going to be stoked uh, for that. And – Coming up, and Benny Bloss, too, in 450 class for that, an update on that team. I did a podcast later on. Uh, it'll be up later on this week. Uh, JT, got a gear question for you from TC. TC, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? How's the chopper? How's the chopper business? <laughs> what are you talking about? TC from Magnum PI. He ran a chopper. Oh, he ran a chopper business. So is everybody else, by the way. Okay. He, ran, he ran a helicopter <laughs> business. It's common knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do have to yeah. say, every picture that I ever remember of Skip, he was wearing those clear glasses. See? <laughs> no, dude. He was. He, he was. It was everything for Skip. Was the guy. 
<laughs> oh, that's too funny. You know what I liked about Skip, though? I'll, I'll tell you, everybody. And, I, and this is the same with J-Bone. I've said the same thing about J-Bone. I was greaseball mechanic guy, you know, working for greaseball riders and greaseball teams. And J-Bone and Skip at different times were at the very top of the game. They could have been dicks. Skip could have took his clear glasses and his fanny pack and walked right by me. And, and, and J-Bone could have spit on me and it, it wouldn't have mattered. But they both took the time when they were top of their game to say hi to me. Or if I had a question. I remember one time, Skip, I had a... I think I just wanted to talk to you in a tunnel. So I'm like, how'd practice go? Or something dumb. I don't even remember. <laughs> and you told me. You know what I mean? You're like, ah, whatever. He's feeling good. And I remember thinking that guy was cool. And J-Bone was the same way when Emig was on top. I had a problem with the power valve. And J-Bone's like, ah, let me show you. And anyway, so there's a lot of egos in this sport. And Skip and J-Bone were, at my time when I was a mechanic, the guys. And they were they were always cool. Ludy was a dick. But the other guys were always cool. I'm kidding, Ludy. I'm joking. No, I mean, it's personalities. Yeah. And you're, 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 you hit the nail on the head. Those two guys are very, you know, yeah. easy to get along with. And they're very they friendly. Been, they could have been dicks. And yeah. I, I've been reflected as a dick because I'm very quiet. I'm kind of aloof. And I'm, you know, yeah. and I, no, I maybe you're right, Steve. No, I'm know. joking. But you were, you were yeah, mad at JT. Off. You were mad at JT one time. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to keep that story straight, though. I, was, I never worked for, uh, for Bonnie, Bonnie, okay? All right, okay. <laughs> Um, anyways, TC, what's up? Okay, so it's kind of a gear question for you and JT. Okay. So we went to the Moto9 premiere. All right, perfect. And my son won a Fly F2 helmet. Awesome. Yeah, totally awesome. Except for it should be my helmet because I bought the stupid movie ticket. But anyway, <laughs> so and he, he's not giving it up. Okay. But my question is, he wears Axo boots, Axo pants, Axo. He's all Axo. They still make that shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For so loot. Can he? Can he wear the helmet if it's not going to match the rest of his kit? Oh, as you guys say. This, Listen, this thing again. TC, can't do that, dude. I am one hundred percent fine with that. That is fine. It's a good look. I don't even know if Axo makes helmets anymore. Okay. Kiefer and they JT. Don't. JT he currently has a bell. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Huffman probably has an axle helmet laying around you could grab, but um, JT, verdict on this? Uh, it's it's not an ideal look. I mean, as far as, you know, the keeper conversation. Um, it, but especially when it comes to kids, I, I think it's kind of anything goes. I wasn't matching when I was a kid, I can promise you. Right. So, uh, yeah, it, you know, how, how old is he? Ten. He's ten. Yeah, he's fine. It's not a big deal. If he was like, you know, 16 or 18, then that, that changes because then you get into, you're worried about your look a little bit, but kids, no, you're it's, fine. It's anything goes in my opinion. All right. There you go. T okay. You're good. All right. Good I just, just want to make sure we're on the clear. Yeah. Yep. No, listen, you're fine with me. Don't listen to Kiefer and JT and gear snobs like that. You're fine. Fly F2 carbon <laughs> helmet. Best helmet out there. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. Cool, hey, guys. Hope, thanks, hope, hope the chopper business goes well for you. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got that? I mean, really? No. I yeah. don't know. Marks. Marks. You're on your own, bud. <laughs> Magnum, bro. 
After the fact, I get it. No. But okay. dude, a, little, no, no. a little, a little better lead in next time, and we yeah. might have got on board with you. All I could think of was get to the chopper. <laughs> that's all. That's all I could think of. That's TC owning a chopper business. Magnum PI is common knowledge. Okay, I'll go. I'll start with that. I'll stop with that. All right. Uh, the NFAB. The NFAB JGR check-in. N-FAB.com. Whether it's uh, bumpers, light mounting solutions, or steps, NFAB supports the sport. Be it the uh, JGR Suzuki team or the uh, NFAB Ampro Yamaha off-road team. N-FAB.com. This is the JGR check-in. JT, I'll uh, I'll start with you. So, you saw the announcement, uh, JT, that Filthy Phil is the final member of the Light Squad, right? The 250 Squad. I did see that. I think it was kind of inevitable. No, I don't know. He was playing hardball like an idiot, but he, yeah, he he signed. Okay, so Jimmy Dakotas, Filthy Phil, Justin Hill, Kyle Peters is the official JGR Suzuki 250 team. I want you to rank those riders, JT, one to four, and how they finish in Supercross next year. Nah, I'd rather not. You got to rank them. Well, I mean, I'm on one plate on his bike. Okay, so Hill's number one. Uh, and then I'm going to take the other three as uh, two A, B, and C. In any any no no particular order, just whatever. Throw it against the wall. Why? Why? Why are you being like that? I don't think that there's a huge difference between Phil Dakotas and Peters. So if you said the, this guy, then that guy, then that guy, I'd be fine. Okay. I really don't think there's a huge difference. Dakotas gets good starts, typically. So does Phil. He does? And so does Peters. But he goes down the first turn sometimes. No, That's I don't know. True. I just think they're all pretty close. They are. Ability. They are really outside good. of Hill. Who's got the number one play? You're absolutely right. I yeah. mean, I would, expect, I would expect Justin Hill to be number one. Skip, rank those guys for me. Dakotas, Phil, Hill, or Peters? Kyle Peters. Um, I, 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 there's something about about Jimmy that I like, uh, and, and I think yeah. he's you know he seems to be that you know he always finds his way that third, fourth, fifth. You know he seems to find himself there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think with the other two, I, I would agree. I think it's going to probably be how the first lap goes would determine mm-hmm. who's going to do better. I think those two guys to me are are, uh, are pretty pretty similar type of rider he'll killed it thank you for the opinion skip thank you skip for the opinion um do you think uh justin hill's got the number one plate he rode tremendous last year do you like him to repeat again i'm a little sketchy on the bike and and all that east west what is he uh, i would he'll be west. he's gonna defend his yeah, west you know west. Okay. yeah but i you know you, you you could say that but yet i what he's um he's changed manufacturers a couple times mm-hmm. and has had success when he's gone both places, ah, KTM was bit. okay. Yeah, he got hurt, so it's kind and, of a you know, up. it's it's um, it's hard to go against a guy with a number one plate. I think he's, I think he has, he's he's capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. J- JT, what does he know about guys with number one plates? <laughs> <laughs> do we think do we think there's going to be any struggle with you know outdated equipment? I do. That, that's my only concern. I do. Yeah, that, that's my I, only concern. The, the JGR, I, I JGR guys are mad at me. JGR. Yeah, JGR guys are mad at me for saying that because they've been hearing about it. But but I mean, there, but there's no there's no question that it is. Yeah. But that group, you you got to believe they're more than capable of of getting everything that is there to get. They're going to get it all. And their bike was their, their bikes did well at the nationals at the end of the year. I thought their bikes made huge improvements. 
It'll, you know, yeah, it's I, su- I Supercross. I would agree. I, I think it'll be good. You know, their bike will be good. I just don't know if it's on the level of a brand new, recently updated Cowie that he just won a title on. You know, that's that's all I'm really saying. Well, I, I no, and I, I think you know who that's I, that would probably be a legitimate question. You yeah. know, but the the good part about Supercross because for for our team, you know, we we're a couple three or four or five percent off of what a factory bike is, but the starts are hard. They're short, and it, and a rider can still make or break a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's the I think Supercross from a from a um, we'll just say a horsepower standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not as uh, it's it's probably levels the field a little bit more. It, it gets everybody a little bit closer. Where you go to a national and you drop off the gate and you're in 18 inches of heavy, deep mm-hmm. dirt. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that there's nothing to uh, substitute for. Yes. Power yeah. Okay, Absolutely. so JGR is taking two of these guys in motocross racing. Only two. Hill's one of them. They have not said Phil is the other one. I don't know what's going on. Why wouldn't you take Phil over Dakotas and Peters outdoors? They got plenty of time to, to think right about it. Yeah. What's that, JT? Why would you have to decide right now? <laughs> well, you don't, I guess. I don't I, know. You know, I... I you could you could look at it a bunch of different ways, but one that they look at it is is going you know okay guys, you know we're taking two, and it, it's not not that it's they have to prove themselves, yeah, but, but yeah. the bottom line is is Hill's going for sure, so we need one. Who's going to yeah. be healthy too? Who's you know yeah, yeah it's, who's it, healthy it, and it, who earns it? Yeah, just give it to Phil. <laughs> I don't know. Phil's Phil's solid. Come on, I don't know what they're I don't know what they're waiting on. No idea. Uh, Fly Racing, Racer Act, or Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. Uh, BTOSports.com as well. Uh, our presenting sponsors of the Pulp MX Show with Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, thanks, JT. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate the uh, the chat with you. And good luck at Durham no town worries. this weekend. Uh, pretty stellar to have two great mechanics in that room all at once. <laughs> well, thank I mean, you, my friend. Yeah, I mean, me and Skip did a lot. You're right. I, I feel like you shouldn't really talk shit on Berluti right here, oh. right in front of you know. I don't know. I mean, whatever. So, ah, uh, thanks, buddy. We'll be safe out there. All right, gentlemen. All see right, you. see you. Bye, Jason Thomas, everybody. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. Uh, before we go to commercial break. Race tech suspension emails. The OEMs have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine this with trying to keep costs as low as possible, and you are left with suspension that can be improved greatly. Race tech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding. I am looking forward to getting my race tech suspension back for my RMZ so I can go riding and shredding uh, maybe next week. Yeah, let's go, Steve. Uh, let's do it. You yeah. keep talking about well, it. Well, hey, where can are we, we going? get on that new track? Yeah, we can get on the new track. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I thought you had some sand track, you said. That you I will. I'll take you to the sand tracks in, in Boulder City. That's, yeah. But there was some place <laughs> you could ride right from your house. Oh, no. Oh. No? I, I ride I ride behind. Yeah, I, I do have a little place, but it ain't okay. really a oh, track. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm R, I am R, RM Army now. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right. A couple emails from the folks at Racetech. Uh, suspension and motors. Uh, you can use Pulpamex17 as the code to save. The Moto Concepts guys are using uh, Racetech suspension and the new Suzuki team. Motors and suspension from Racetech. It's Pipes, Henry Miller. Uh, um, what did I say? Don't know. Yeah, I, I tweeted this out the other day. I don't even remember what Dude, I was that saying. Is that, with Cunning, is that with Cunningham? Cunningham, Cunningham? sorry, yes. Cunningham. Oh, that's what Mil- I said. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, Talon LaFontaine on 250. So, new Suzuki team coming. George oh, Holland. Wow. George Holland's nut company is a spon- title what? sponsor. Yeah. 
Oh, very cool. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, you like that? They're using Racetech <laughs> suspension and motors, so that's awesome. Uh, all right, okay, FXR gear, too. All right, Colvin sent this in. Uh, Steve, do you have any insider knowledge? None. In possibly why Tomac and Grant won't be in the new Monster Supercross game? In a thread on Vital, it was confirmed from the game's Instagram that Eli will not be in the game. It seems awfully strange that the premier monster rider of the world won't be in Monster's licensed game. Is it Cowie, Monster, or Eli who don't want to be in it? Hope you can shed some light, as it's definitely weird. Uh, yeah, most likely Grant and Tomac didn't want to uh, want more money or didn't want to go in the game for less amount of money. It's not a Monster Supercross game. It's just a video game that licenses Monster Supercross from Feld. So the riders all either be in it for free or they want to get paid. And I guess Eli and Grant... Um, couldn't agree to terms, I would think. Or we think Kawasaki would stop them? I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think so. All right, next uh, email from Ross. Um, oh, this is more for Kiefer. Let's save this for Kiefer. Late night? Kind of. Basically, he's saying for Kiefer's advice, because Heather is modified. She is not stock. Okay. This guy's saying that uh, any Kiefer advice would be basically like a guy on an 85 factory Honda. I and like Kiefer's production. offering advice for a guy on an 85 stock Yamaha. Yeah. So Kiefer's advice isn't valid. Right. Because he rides, quote-unquote, <laughs> a factory a factory Honda. So it doesn't oh, quite work God. out. Uh, so Crunchal we, region. We can get into that. Um, all right. Race Tech uh, email. Pulpamex 17 is the code to save. And uh, we thank those folks at Race Tech. Just get your oil changed, right, Skip? I mean... Look, maybe you're listening and you're like, oh, I don't need a revalve. I don't race Supercross. I ain't no McGrath. Okay, cool. But get the oil changed. You have to. Keep, I mean, yeah, you need to service it. Right. It has to be serviced. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. And use Race Tech. We appreciate it. And uh, all right, we're going to take this commercial break. We'll be right back with the Kenneth Watson. More talk about Traders Yamaha. I want to talk to Skip about how in the hell he's going to compete with Pro Circuit and TLD and all these other teams uh, on the Traders Yamaha in 2018. We're going to get into that and much more after this commercial break. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. FlyRacing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. It's got money. 
Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say... I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate... Blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. The word of the day is wanker. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. 
just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right Gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long lasting laser cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. 
for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. 
To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mitchell presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Atlas Brace, the fastest growing neck brace company on the planet because they are making neck braces great again. Flexibility, tuck and roll suspension, and compliant collarbone padding makes the braces so great. They're really, they're fantastic. Join Atlas and help make the neck brace great again. AtlasBrace.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Please check them out. I can just imagine Berlute driving the Suzuki van. Metallica blasting skip. <laughs> Absolutely. What was it kept you? us going. It kept us going. What was your go-to music? Did you was it Metallica stuff like this for loot? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it. You know, whatever I had. I yeah, mean yeah. I didn't we didn't they I don't think they had a serious or anything back then. No, no. Uh, that would be negative. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying, so yeah. Um, uh, yeah hey, Skip, can I borrow that freaking Ted Nugent tape? <laughs> or whatever, you know. I'll tell you what, my guy, I worked for Ty Birdwell, privateer guy, his stereos and his box fans were phenomenal. Oh, I'd imagine. Phenomenal. Oh. I remember getting out, my ears were ringing at truck stops, just ringing. <laughs> How you? I mean, that's, we kept us going, I think, you know, had a set of drumsticks and little cymbal off the mirror and playing drums <laughs> while you're going down the road. It was... Uh, you know, for, I, for me, it was Motley Crue. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I had a water bottle, like a, a water bottle with a little bit of in the bottom. So when you when you were drumming, it had momentum, you know, because the water would splash. And it was just beating the dash with the water bottle nonstop. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, whatever to pass the time. Anything, oh, right? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I know. And it, you had the CD uh, uh, book that was, you know, 300 CDs. And you're flipping through these things while you're trying to drive. <laughs> well, and I had a chance to be with uh, Slicer. Oh God, yeah. And um, you know, we rules had of the, the road ru slicer. rules of the road slicer, yeah. and um, you know, you the, the, and the drink was the White Russian, and, and we'd get wherever we got to do. <laughs> and he kept a tally of how many times we screwed up and didn't go by the rule book. And um, I don't think the dude ever bought a cocktail ever. You know, he he never he never did anything wrong. Wow. Okay. What, what what kind of rules did he have? Like, what do you mean? Oh, like if you were leading, if you were the first one in the caravan, and you went into, uh, you know, hey, I want to be the first one to welcome you to Texas. Okay. Right? Oh yeah. And then and then yeah. if you were, you know, then then you were coming back, and you know, the last guy would be, man, I sure hope Texas is as good as Louisiana was to us. And if you didn't do that, you had to buy the you had to buy a round, rule right? Road. So it was his, you know, it was. Uh, you could never go backwards. No. You, I mean, yeah, yeah. you always had to. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, driving, my rule of thumb driving was if I couldn't see it off the exit, I'm not going off of it. You know what I mean? I had to see the gas station, see the restaurant, see whatever. I am not getting off and driving. I, I, you know, I don't know how far I got to go. Yeah, you know? unless you're that low and yes. you better get yeah, the fuck yeah. off. Right. Next, yeah. Um, yeah. Did any of your bosses at Suzuki or Honda care that you traveled and hung with the other team? Anybody ever say, like, was it ever frowned on or anything? Not that I know of. No, no you know, and I, I think with the, the group that we, you know, Butler. Oh, um, Steve, yeah. With Steve, and, and, you know, we. Diesel. You know, when it, when it came down to anything that had to happen, the box van breaks down, everybody was over, yeah. everybody's working on them, and yeah. then we're going down the road. But if we got to places where we were, um, you know, where we would stop and do some work, we I, I, I like to think we all had enough respect for each other that, you know, it wasn't trying to go in and sneak and see what the other guy was doing would or anything you, like that. If, would you pit, would you park next to each other and work on your bikes or would you always? Well, once we got to where we were going and then, then yeah. and it was the team weekend and we were at the team hotel, yeah. we were with our yeah. team, but when we were traveling and, and we'd have to, you know, you'd, you'd stop and do some things on, on a day where you're in the same yeah. parking lot or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, 
you know, it was kind of hang out and, you know, right. do your work. And then we'd go out and enjoy ourselves in the evening. And yeah, you didn't, you didn't really go snoop though. No. I did. No, you, didn't. you know, you were being respectful, respectful. and, Absolutely. you know, yeah. The real quick Butler yeah. story, though. Yeah. This poor guy. Where I think we're in. Uh, he li- he, by the way, he listens to the show. So. Well, that's yeah, great. Yeah. I love Steve. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're, we we cruise into a gas station, you know, and we all fill up with gas, and then Butler at the last minute, he's got this puzzled look on his face. <laughs> oh my god. He puts diesel oh. in his freaking gasoline oh, thing. Yes. Oh my so gosh. Somehow we managed to get his diesel out of the gas station and down the road and he siphons all that stuff out of there. But God, from then on, I, I called him diesel, diesel after that. Uh, who was the, who was the best guy for staying awake and who was the worst guy? Um, I'll tell you the worst guy. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, that goes on with this story. That's your boy, Kenny Watson. Okay. Oh, he's coming up here. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he's like, Hey, let's, he goes, I'll help you drive. I go, I'm done, dude. I'm done. He goes, well, I'll help you drive. He maybe makes 30 miles down the road, pulls into a rest area that's closed. And then we got in, in Tennessee and we got these county mounties beating on my box. Van. Hey, you guys got to get, how'd you get in here in the first place? And I'm fucking Kenny. God damn it. I can't even get any rest. I'll help you drive 30 miles. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, Skip, was, there, was there a good guy or a bad guy for staying awake? Um, I, Slicer kept me going. Yeah. Slicer, Slicer. Ron Heben. Ron Heben, yeah. He, yeah. um, he had a way of, of, um, of just keeping it, keeping it fun on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we played dumbass games on the CB and just all the stuff. He, he was, he, he kept for me that yeah. he was the one that kept me up yeah. and awake and, and moving forward. But that was just at the beginning, but then he got off the road. He wasn't on the road the whole yeah. time. No, he wasn't on the road the whole time. And no. I, I tried to carry the torch some and, yeah, yeah. and, um, <laughs> you know, but we had dumb rules. We'd have guys that would want a caravan with and sure, no problem. And they'd have a tank that could go 200 miles. Yeah. Yeah. That lasted, the first stop. Yeah, yeah. Dude, sorry. You're on your own. We're gone. It's 400 miles. Yeah. And we stop at the gas station. Yeah. And we stop here, and we're going to stop here. There was nothing in between. There was no, hey, I got to take a potty break or none of yeah, that yeah. stuff. We, it was when the tank Gatorade is, bottle. Tank is empty. That is when we Gatorade were, bottles yeah. or whatever. Take, you know, it's, right. it's um, no. What we, about, we, did you guys haul ass? Pete, fuck, I, I, oh, gosh. I quit running with these guys because Pete, man, I go, you're, f-, he, he would find his rabbit. He would always talk about the rabbit, you know, get behind the, the rabbit. The one that but, he saw on the <laughs> road. <laughs> Not the six foot rabbit. <laughs> so Steinbrecher. Yeah, well, Steinbrecher. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, fuck. Dude, these guys are ha- I, I'm and my freaking trucks rev limiter. I mean, they're they're like wide. I mean, you guys are hauling ass. Did they have better box fans than you guys? Maybe Honda had better bikes. Uh, they and definitely better had box bitch and grummins, <laughs> but I don't know if the motor was any better. Right. But, yeah. um, so so I, I, that's what I was going to say too. So you're all traveling together. Uh, if one guy wasn't tired, I'm going and see you later. Um, or on, on, a, on, a, on occasion, yeah. I mean, because everybody, every we were going to the same place, yeah. but there would be maybe somebody had to do something a little bit different. But yeah, yeah. you know, for the most part, we had it. We had a group that would that would take off yeah. and go. And you know, we we lose one or here two here or there depending yeah. on what was going right. on. But yeah. for the most part, you know, we tried to you tried to uh-huh. just just because you're and you're hammering down the road and you always you you, you always. Not too many people ever left alone. We'd always a pair that yeah. would go somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I like to leave uh, Saturday night. After I'm, I'm out Saturday night, as far as I can, even a couple hours. Get the hell out of town. You guys yeah. do that? Were you, I were you, did. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Yeah. Often. I'm like, even if I'm dead tired, I gotta get 
somewhere. I took a bird over. bath after the national, you know, real quick, cleaned yeah, up, right. refreshed, jumped in, and I, I was good for probably yeah. four or five hours. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. And then uh, I, my, I always like to sleep kind of like around five, six o'clock at night, four, five, and six, and then drive till three or four in the morning. And then kind of get like you know what I mean. I just felt like a, like an afternoon I didn't like nap. The glare. No, the, the morning. I was better at night yeah, I, yeah. for me. Yeah, that's why I think me too. Like I could the just, sun glare just kind yeah. of wore me out. I, right. I, the, the hardest part was sun for me was the sunrise. Okay. That that was the hardest time yeah. to uh, to go. It's just something about the sunrise and it was yeah. just the challenge. I and, felt like it got me awake. The sunrise. I'm like, oh, here we are. We're, we're, yeah, it's I, I, I struggled with that. Oh, Wait, okay. are you talking about when you got up before the sunrise? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah you'd, you'd, get oh, yeah, yeah. you'd get up early. You'd get up early. You're not talking you, about driving into. I the thought sunrise. you meant driving. No, in. no, okay. no. Just no, you get up early yeah. and you go, and yeah. that sun's coming up, and right. you know it was just it was that was a that exactly. was a struggle. Yeah. That was a struggle. Yep. I uh, I pulled a few 16, 18 hour days. I'm sure you guys did too. <laughs> I, I like it, it's just, just nuts, I think right? the stupidest thing I ever did was. Um, this is back in the Team Green days. It was was uh, left Gainesville for Minios and was in Irvine 36 hours later. Oh, damn. <laughs> stupidest thing I ever did. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Stupidest thing I ever yeah, did. Yeah. I just, I remember, Why did you do it? Just to do it? No, we needed to get back because we had uh, Baja. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Right? So yeah, okay. We're, we're trying to get back, and I just remember pulling in, and I happened to get to Victorville at rush hour. <laughs> My timing was a little off. Yeah, yeah. So I show up, and I just went straight into the HR desk, and I said, okay. You're probably going to get a bunch of phone calls about my box van, and here's my tag number, and I'm going to tell you where it happened. Just letting you know, you're probably going to get some phone calls because I was I was toast. Done. And all yeah. of a sudden, you're in rush hour traffic in yeah. Southern California. Yeah. I go, that was just I oh. was dumb, just stupid. Oh man, those are the days, man. But I had a cool yeah. Polaroid because we didn't have cell phones back then. Carried Polaroids around, you know, and I took a picture of the speedometer. Took another picture of the speedometer, and I'm going check this out. And they're going, so what? So you were going fast? I go, no. Check out how many miles are clicked off. You know, because West Texas, if you had a, if you had a tailwind in West Texas, yeah. dude, there was nothing, and you just go I mean, for hours. You, radar detectors, right? A must. I never found. I never used one. I, I just CB radio was the best, best thing, thing for me. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I didn't use a radar detector. I never. I never was into the CB. I never traveled. Guys, truckers with were either. good, man. Yeah, the were, truckers good. were good. If you if you follow the truckers, they're gonna. Take your picture at mile marker forty-five. Show them your pearly whites. You know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you. <laughs> we listened well. Absolutely. Tales of the road, marks. These mechanics nowadays. Now they're like, "Where's your layover, bro?" <laughs> yeah. No, it, Where's your, my, I'm layover in India, bro. It's, it's you know we had we had two separate uh, parts. We had parts. We had a parts bin for the for the box vans, and you had a parts bin for your bike. And yeah. You know, I got that. Gosh, and you guys you got, were you guys were like real mechanics too. Like the van broke down, and you got them dialed. Yeah. The fuel pumps used to go out in those things. So you cut it. I cut, cut a cut the uh, window in the the back. In yeah, the back, absolutely. You cut you cut like a, a hole that's right. You, it, it, the hardest thing is getting it right over the fuel okay. pump because yeah, yeah. you're you're the fuel pump, the sender unit and everything yeah. came from here. So if you could cut a hole in the floor and then put a piece of uh, your put your real? diamond plate back on top of it yeah. and make a blend in. Oh, it saved you so much time. <laughs> and you carried you carried a fuel pump. Yeah, pull that out. Throw the fuel pump in. You're back on the you road. You always have fuel pumps. You, you, uh, that was something fuel you ended pumps, up. Fuel pumps, water um, water pumps, alternators, thermostats. Yeah, and belts. Yeah, yeah, always. You know, but but we had we made actual little trap doors for ours. Yeah, that's Honda. Okay. Honda. <laughs> Honda. But but no, we get to the point where man, you could change a water pump in about forty five minutes. 
Yes. Fuel yeah. pump? The water pump. Oh, you guys, we, our, our box fans ate water pumps. Oh, really? Yeah, we ate water pumps. Uh, mm. Weren't they both the same? Weren't they all Fords or no? Mine was a Ford. Mine yeah. was a Ford, but we okay. were. My mine. Oh, I can't. Wow. Probably the, how fast they drove or something. They smoked <laughs> the damn water pumps. Him and Goose and, and Steinbrecher just. Steiny for sure, man. Steiny was great. He was. Yeah. The, he was, the he last was a box fan I had had a V10 Triton oh. motor in it. No, oh, we didn't have anything that new. Yeah, this was '98. '98, the last year that I drove, mm-hmm. and uh, that thing hauled ass, man. It was it was fantastic. So, um, good stories, man. Um, you know what? Also, too, when I think about some of my best days as a mechanic and hanging out, was the trips in Europe. The trips in Europe with your, you were stuck in these venues for a few days. You know, you didn't see much of the city. You had to build your bike, bar, suspension, cylinder, whatever, and and, uh, and then you're kind of in this strange country, and it was just a lot of like hanging out time, right? Um, well, it, it was if you had fun then. Yeah. It, the the early nineties was was yeah. even that much more fun. <laughs> How many races did you two do together? You figure in Europe? Probably I mean, quite a few. Well, a lot. Just looking over, and he's got you got well, you got MC, and he's got about four different guys. Well, money was good back yeah. then, or whatever in Japan. So we'd we'd go to Japan probably <clears throat> twice a year, twice a year yeah. at least for probably about four or five years. It was good. Yeah. I mean, and then. uh yeah, was that a lot of pressure though? Because you're you're in your home, you're you're, you're the co- Japanese. You're, yeah, your country, your your company. No? They treated us so good, and yeah. you couldn't go wrong with yeah. them. They didn't. Did you ever but, feel pressure from no, factory? No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a pressure, but there was the the cultural difference when you were in Japan. Yeah, you know they were. It was a big change, so you 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 tried to. You tried to not um, not offend them just from the cultural side of things, but when it came down to racing, though they were just as stoked as we were. To have, you know that yeah. we were over there racing, we right. were just as stoked to be at the factory and right. and having access oh, to things that you didn't have. Stoked. Yeah, don't I remember yeah. though that Suzuki guys only did one race and the Honda guys did another race? There was differences where. No, 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 that I thought. I thought well, like Suzuki and Yamaha did one of the Osaka, and you guys did. There, there was a transition because you forgot yeah. about a couple titles. There was a transition time <laughs> when. Um, when they did the World Supercross Series came on, yeah. and there was a couple of events that were in Japan and stuff, and that's when everybody would get together. But there was there was a time where I know that you guys would do one of the events, and and we would only do we would go to yeah. Fukuoka. Or Fukuoka, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you Fukuoka know, was the third one. Fukuoka, yeah. and then Yokohama, and then um, Yokohama. But, yeah, we did a yeah we 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 did a Supercross in Yokohama. Oh wow! It was cold and rainy yeah, yeah. and just because um. Yeah, and it was kind of cool because we got to we got to hang out with some of the Navy guys, the oh, U.S. Cool. Navy guys that were over there because they oh. had the, some of the boats were docked there in the Yokohama area, so that um, was kind of cool. So is there one European race that comes to mind that was fun for you, both of you? Yeah. I mean, that you can talk about without getting arrested or, or statute of <laughs> limitations? Is, is I had fun at most of them, but I remember Barcelona but, used yeah. to be fun. Yeah, yeah. I just we we um, and were you? Were you part of the group when we got to hang out and have dinner at the palace with the prince and nope. that type of stuff? Nope. Sorry. Where, prince, are you talking about in Japan? No, Hashtag Barcelona. Honda. Hashtag oh, no. Honda. Yeah. Bar- <laughs> hashtag Honda. In, in Barcelona. That was, yeah. that was really cool. But Barcelona is probably my favorite city in the, in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. The yeah. food, the atmosphere, the location. is. How just... many motorcycles are in that city? Per oh, capita, gosh. they got yeah. more motorcycles yeah. than anything. It's unreal. It more was than just... Amsterdam or whatever, uh, Holland? They, yeah. No, not bicycles. I'm sorry to say bicycles. Motorcycles. Oh, motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, the Prince. What? what? It was, he's a, he was a moto fan, and we had we ate at the palace one night, and really? it was just amazing. Oh, wow. It was just really Honda. cool. Honda. So, no, that was... <laughs> I, again, that was Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> he, was the, he was the guy. Oh. He was the guy. He was a king, 
and they were going to the Prince. So. You know, and because one year we went over there, with, you know, but we got to see. I got to see that city pre-Olympic and then post-Olympic okay, and yeah. during all that construction. So that yeah. was kind of cool to yeah. to see that. But um, Barcelona was fun. I, th- I think for for me, I don't know. There's something about Bercy. Um, yeah. That. Um, we just had that was just a. I'll be there next weekend just for the fun, new one. Yeah, that was just a hey, fun event for did me. Did you work for MC when he was on the '97, or were you gone by then? The aluminum frame. Were you done by then? Uh, yeah, because that was when we went to the Suzuki. He went to Suzuki. Yeah, but he was yeah. still in a Honda aluminum frame for that race. It was the only time he's raced the aluminum frame. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, and he was hating it. Yeah, um, just you're, you're like, oh boy. No, it was it was different. Uh, you know, we did a lot of uh, we did a we were fortunate enough to do a lot of development work on that, yeah. and and, and um, uh, I guess some of the when they had to transition into production, yeah, yeah. Rich Taylor um, said they had it. They some things it. changed. Yeah, you know, some <laughs> things changed, and the properties of how the 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 aluminum was working, um, uh, it was uh, it had a very different feel to it for him. Yeah, and so you were like, he's not happy. This is not going well. Um, no, it was it was a little bit early to. To worry, because it was like hey, we were trying to figure out what changed, yeah, and yeah. really trying to understand what changed because we never never experienced some of the things that they were feeling. You know, it's yeah. like, well, man, this is the first time we we're racing it. Maybe it's that. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a little bit of some uncertainty about what was what was going on. Right. But you know, those guys went to work on it. And well, uh, the Bercy's getting relaunched as Paris next weekend. It's right in the heart of Paris. Brand new arena. I'm going. I'm looking forward to it. Christian, oh, very cool. Christian Craig, uh, Seely, uh, Osborne, just to name a few guys are going. So. Uh, should be fun. Uh, speaking of uh, guys, what's up, Watson? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Dude, there's a lot of wins in this room right now as mechanics. There's a lot of wins. Between between Skip and Balut, I <laughs> bet there is. <laughs> there's no one is, no is going to take, like, no one's going to give me any fucking credit. It's not going to happen. Well, you what, don't, have, well, you don't really have any, bro. I got two. I got two. What do you got? One. Right. You got one. Uh, well, I got one as a mechanic, but I got one as a you know partial team owner of championship. Oh, give me a break! That doesn't count as wrenches. Oh, that, oh okay. Okay, so um, <laughs> hey, Berluti just told us the story. You said oh, you're going to help drive. Boy. You said you're going to help Berluti drive, and you made it 30 miles before you had to pull in and call it a night. Well, he didn't tell the best part of it. I had Randy Lawrence helping me drive, and Randy Lawrence was driving the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm all, I'm good, Berlute. Randy's been driving. I said, Randy, are you good? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm solid for another four or five hours. I said, all right, I got to help Berlute drive. And then Berlute, got in the, Berlute jumped in the sleeper, and I drove for about a half hour, and I'm all, Randy, I can't pull it. He's like, what do you mean, dude? You've been sleeping all day. I'm all, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just tired. I can't drive. <laughs> falling asleep i go let's just pull in here for like an hour and it was a closed yeah, um yeah. rest area and it had all the barriers and we just wiggled <laughs> around to there and we pulled in there and blue saw what are you doing i'm like oh we're just pulling over for a little bit of resting he goes where are we i said a rest area and he looks up he goes it looks like it's closed i'm all it'll be fine don't worry about it <laughs> so i went back into my box van and we were sleeping in there, and then the cop went pounding on Tony's door. And uh, I still think Berlut's mad at me. <laughs> we, we, we definitely got that from, uh, from when he told the story yes, a couple yeah. minutes ago, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we do. If you guys want a good picture, just imagine uh, the Buford T. Justice from uh, <laughs> Smokey, Smokey and the, and the Bandit. Bandit. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what the guy looked like. He's banging on perfect. the window with his perfect with his nightstick. Oh, Y'all boy. gotta get, gotta get. <laughs> thirty yeah. miles, Berlue. Thirty miles. Way to go, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, I gave him. I gave him a good thirty, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your first? It was mem- through. Hey, it was through. It was through the. Uh, the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. It was a hard thirty mile drive. <laughs> so, what year was that? What were you? It wasn't flat across Texas. I'll tell you that. <laughs> who, who were you working for then, Kenny? What was your? Which one was you? Which uh, I think I was working for Deegan's Atomic Twenty Two. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So ninety five. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, what do you first remember about Skip? When do you first meet Skip? Do you have pink hair at that point? No, no, no. I, I I first met Skip when he was working at Peak with Jeremy um, because uh, a friend of mine who I grew up with up in Ventura, it was his name was Randy Moody, was really good friends with McGrath. Yeah. And uh, we used to go down to Jeremy's uh, grandparents' house and hang out there, and, you know, they'd be doing their thing. That's when I first met Skip. And Skip, you remember Watson working for Deegan and Kyle oh, Lewis? Oh, abso- and- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We yeah, absolutely. There was um, Kenny made it fun, right? Right. Kenny made it fun. <laughs> well, the thing was, like, it was I was the only non-factory guy that was hanging out with those dudes at the time. Um, like they would, they they were. I mean, they would if you when you were driving, they weren't stopping for you. They weren't helping you. Like if you were in the back and you got dropped and your CB got out of range. You're SOL. You're on your own, man. Yeah. So, and they run and, a tight dude, program. I, I, I remember the box fan that I had that Deegan had was an old um, U-Haul trail U-Haul box fan. It had like the ramp you pull out the back, you know, for moving. <laughs> and yeah. that thing had a fuel tank on it. Would probably make it 150 miles. <laughs> so, dude, I was stopping all the time, and they weren't having that. Yeah. Just like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, they just that's so. it. Well, well, the main reason we like Kenny hanging out with us was his gambling skills. Whenever we needed any extra little cash oh. running around, we'd invite him to the poker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just get in the rooms, call Watson, get him over here. <laughs> oh, they, they, they both seen me snap one or two times, flipping over tables and getting so mad. I used to get so mad, and all they would do is laugh at Well, me. fuck, dude, you would hit on anything. I mean, you would fucking go in with a fucking whatever. <laughs> I have. I have the disease. I can't help it. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, I was making, like, not right. zero. <laughs> right, you right. Guys, you guys had, you know, oh, fuck it, it's our per diem. And I'm like, what's per diem? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, or when we'd go to Europe, they would, like, fucking just crush it. And I, they would, I would make a little bit of money, like, working for Kyle or something. And... I would come home. My mom would go, "Oh, how'd it go? How much did you, did you make some money?" And I didn't have enough courage to tell her, "Oh no, my guy didn't do good." But I had a flat rate. If I made five hundred dollars for the trip, I would lose it on the fucking oh, airplane shit. coming home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much were you? What was the deepest you were in with these guys? Oh, dude, I'm probably still in someone's wallet on paper. <laughs> You guys didn't feel sorry that was, for him? That was the deal was, like, you, you'd say I put uh, IOU. 
you know, you'd fucking put it in there. They'd put it in their wallet. You had to wait to get paid. Hey, Mitch was good for that. Mitch was, yeah, Mitch was good for that. I think, <laughs> yeah. Skip, didn't I owe you money for a long time and I would pay you back at the races every week? Yeah. Like every two yeah. weeks? Hey, you, you pay, I, I, I don't have your name in my wallet any longer. <laughs> you, were, you came good on it. Hey, the yeah. gnarliest I, one. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kenny. I just remember the, uh, the, some, the trip when we went to Mexico, and we were, I don't think neither one of you guys were there because this was like a full privateer journey. Um, we, were, we were gambling in this bus in Mexico, and me and Denny Stevenson lost our ass. And Denny had the sheet of paper with everyone's, you know, how much money everybody owed. And I'm sitting next to Denny, and all of a sudden I feel like this air blowing on me, and I open my eyes, and he has the list out the window. And I look at him, and I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, huh, your name's right under mine for owing the most. Don't say shit. Oh. <laughs> Lost it. Oh, that's funny. That thing is gone. Shit. Yeah. The, the gnarliest one, I think, Skip, you were part of it, and it was with, with uh, Dino. And Dino had been oh, drinking like a mug. Dino Bambino. Yeah. yeah. Um, drunk as a skunk. I mean, and he to the point where he's sick, and he's puking <laughs> while he's still playing cards. cards. So he's got the barf bag out, right? <laughs> and, you know, he feels he has a good hand. And I think, was it you, Skip? <laughs> yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, help me out here. I think it was like two grand or yeah. something like yeah. that. Oh, geez. And Dino go, and I'm watching this all unfold because, you know, I, I'm out. I already lost right, my money. Right. I'm watching. And fucking Dino pukes in the bag and fucking he throws it in. He's all in, man. <laughs> fucking Skip. It, he had a good hand, but Skip had a better. Had a better hand. And. Two thousand bucks. Oh, did he, did he pay you? Did he end yeah, up paying yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, he did. This is Dino Suzuki days. Or? Yeah, 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 he did. Hey, that was on the airplane, right, for Luke? That, Yeah, that was the yeah. same. That was, if I'm not mistaken, that was coming back from Japan, and we had played yeah. because we yeah. had the the plane had some problems, so we had played for three hours in the layover. Yeah. Airport, and. We we drank the plane dry. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that was left was some cognac. <laughs> that was it. If I'm right, we drank the plane familiar. dry. Oh boy. Oh man. Hey, was that was that the same trip when that that guy took us to that bar, that American motocross like museum that the guy owned, and he gave us the keys and said, "Well, everybody will meet you there." And we opened it up. It was somebody fro new, and it had like all these. Like ancient f- swords and frowns and <laughs> no, no, Kenny, this guys, is just your dream. <laughs> I don't remember no, that no. one. No, this happened. Ask J Bone and freaking. We opened it up, and Fro and Jeremy had these crowns with all these jewels and these big old swords, and they started like hitting the swords, and the guy walked oh. in and lost his shit. Oh, <laughs> shit, those I guess. Like a thousand, those things are like a thousand years old, and I'm like, oh, well, they're fucked now. And I remember we were walking oh, back. Oh. Me and Jeremy were walking back to the hotel, and J-Bone thought it'd be funny and if he was going to kick this bum sleeping, and he went to go kick the guy, but the guy was already awake, and he was just like, you know, ready for something, yeah. and he jumped up, and he went into this whole karate, wah! <laughs> doing backflip, throwing air punches, and fucking me and Jeremy just took off running. <laughs> fucking comedy. Good old days, man. Good old days. Uh, yeah. How about Saparini's? I was telling Mark, oh, dude, I think, like, we should all get together and do a chapter and write a book about, you know, the traveling back in the day, dude, just not even about racing, just about, yeah. you know, for me, I mean, I, I, 
You learned a lot on the road, man. You learned a lot on the road. You le- I mean, it taught you responsibility. It taught you how to shop. It taught you how to work on a box van. It taught you, you know, geography about the United States, where a Texaco yeah. station is in the middle of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> if you only had one credit card. Um, shit, I remember oh, one God. time we were going to a race somewhere, and my I had a flat and fucking slicer. Uh, I hear Slicer on the CB, and I'm all, Slicer, hey, I got a flat tire. I got a flat tire. I'm about mile marker so-and-so, and it was right by Havasu. And, dude, I'm out getting ready, to, and I see him coming down the hill. I see this bread box fan, and then I just see this red box fan just go flying by me. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he didn't see me? And then I, I seen him when we got to Sacramento, and I'm all, what, why did she stop? He goes, you had all, you had the wheels on. You were just tightening the lug nuts. What did I, what can I do for you? <laughs> I'm just like, dude, um, what a prick. I remember too, like for me as a kid growing up in Canada and just reading about these motocross tracks and cities and, you know, I traveled to Florida and California to go riding, but I never did the circuit or anything. I remember, you know, like two in the morning, I'm driving through Amarillo and I'm like, this is so cool. I'm in Amarillo, <laughs> Texas. Do you know what I mean? Like that kept me going yeah. for a few years where I was so happy to be doing that. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was a mechanic driving a box van. This is the best I life remember, ever. <laughs> dude, I remember that too. The first time I drove across Texas, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in Texas. I'll be across Texas the, <laughs> in a day later. I'm like, Wait, I'm still in 800 Texas. and something miles. 800. Oh gosh. 800 and something. Well, there's only did, two. Did you guys, did any of you ever stop? Did any of you ever stop for the 72 ounce steak that you gave for, you got for Texan. free? The, the big Texan. Did anybody ever yeah. stop that? That was at Armarillo. Yeah. But that yeah. was up on yeah, 40, was, right? That was on 40. That's on 40. But yeah. 10 is the one where you go 800 yeah. miles. 800. Yeah. But did anybody ever get, did anybody get the big I never, I never did. did. Okay, all right. Was, no, we never. It was. It wasn't part of the plan. I never stopped. Uh, yeah, no. Tukum carry tonight. Tukum carry tonight. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's that was it. That's right. That's the saying, right? Tukum carry tonight, and then you had to put a Kmart in. What about when you yeah. guys? When you Tukum guys are all carry had Tukum carry had. There's more motels than Tukum carry anywhere in the United States. They say. <laughs> also, too, uh, around Tukum Tukum carry wasn't there an. Uh, either an, a ghost town or an Indian crater or a, a meteor crater, something I always wanted to stop and see. That's up off the 42. 40, that's on that, the 40. Okay, yeah. 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 All right. Um, what about when you guys... Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt went there. <laughs> what about when you guys were all driving and somebody, like, who got to choose the restaurant that you ate at? How did that work? Um, what if somebody didn't want Denny's? That was a problem. They got... <laughs> They got. They, then they had to go to Denny's anyways. <laughs> Else you were going to get fucking left in the. Left in the <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Everybody's leaving you. Like that's it. Did You're you up. guys? Did you guys? Did you guys tell the story about the the, the that thing across Wyoming through the fucking Indian Reservation? We, I st- I, we started on it, but we the change that it's you know it changed. So we're like, um, so Dude. it's like, hey, I, we got this shortcut going through. Uh-huh. On the 80 coming across, 80 and the 90 coming across. It's like, man, this is a great shortcut. Oh. And we took it the year before, and it was awesome. Yeah, okay. And we found out, I found out about this because Jeremy had some relatives that were up there, and, and, okay. and he said, hey, there's a shortcut. You can cut the whole corner off. So we're cruising up there, and I go, come on, guys. There's no speed limit in Montana. It's yeah. great. This is going to be awesome. Uh-huh. And the road's under construction. Uh, uh, and we're like, oh, it can't be under construction for too long. Yeah. 
<laughs> we were on a dirt road for six hours. What? Holy shit! I'm glad I wasn't on that trip. Six hours, dude. Who do you think was in the back on a in a block uh, black box van that couldn't see anything? I was so worried about getting ditched, and they would just say, "Stay." It was. I think it was uh, Paul or Pete Steinbrecher. He said, and he always calls ass anyway. Right. He's just like, stay on my bumper. So that guy was driving like fucking 80 on a dirt road. And I'm like, dude, if I let off, they're going to lose me in the middle of this Indian reservation. And I'm going to get killed by Indians. So I better, I'm better off just rear-ending this guy and dying right here. Yeah, that was uh... – yeah, that didn't quite work out how I was hoping it would. <laughs> they were pissed at yeah. you probably. Oh, they were so mad. They were mad at so you. So mad. And it was one of those you things, by the time we got to it, it was like, it can't go on forever. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're too, we yeah, were too, too far, far to turn yeah, around yeah, yeah. And, and go. So and then like, how about, like, no GPS, no cell phones. You got your map, and it's folded. You know what I mean? That's on your lap. Rand McNally. Rand McNally. Yeah, and you are looking at Rand. your map, and looking, and this is how we drove. How did we ever fucking do that? <laughs> how did we find stadiums and stuff? <laughs> you had the you had the map and a pager. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I remember had I got I got a cell phone. Of course um, you did. Hashtag Honda. And uh, it was you know it was like carrying a little briefcase around. Right. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. You know I'm <laughs> chatting with whoever I need to chat with, and then I got the first bill, and it was like eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that thing never came out. Was again. it so cool? It yeah. wasn't so cool. Yeah. Uh, Watson, we were debating all night. Was Skip the first mechanic to wear clear glasses? Oh, gosh, leave it alone. Come on, he's got to be right. Mm, I would have to say either. Skip or Dan Bentley? <laughs> Dan? But, yeah. But I think the first time I remember, he, Skip had the spy clear sunglasses on. No, Oakley's. No, right. Oakley's. Early on, it was Oakley's. Early on, it was Oakley's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Skip would know. I, I don't remember. I, I mean, the thing was, I didn't really see Skip at the races that much because, you know, they were riding the real class and we were riding the, the Pop Warner class at right, the time. Right, right. <laughs> So I really didn't hang out with Skip at the races that often. We were more, you know, buddies away from the track and hung out, you know, during the week and stuff like that. Right. So did you, um, when you were trying to get the Honda job in 97, when Sheik was getting hired, were you asking Skip for advice, Watson? And that was before you had the pink hair with the, with the, with the Chuck Miller. No, you? no uh, Chuck Miller was cool. It was Wes McCoy. That was oh. a prick. But, uh, Wes McCoy. No, I talked to Skip and I talked to Goose and I said, hey, can you guys, you know, put the word in for me? And, you know, they did. I think that they, you know, they, I mean, I did a good job. I mean, right. you know, I think my bikes were always good and they didn't break. And, you know, I think I could have done a better job than the guy that they hired. That's for sure. But, um, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I don't think that they would go in there and, you know, recommend me if I, if they didn't think I could do the job. The only thing that, you know, Skip kept telling me from, as a friend was, you know, he didn't really tell me that I needed to do anything with my image, but all he kept reminding me was how corporate they were. Yeah. And I was like, okay, why do you keep telling me this? <laughs> okay, I get it. Because you're not it. corporate. Because <laughs> you have pink hair and earrings. Yeah, but at that at that time, I you know I you know everything happens for a reason, and yeah. you know I knew Skip Skip pretty much told me that he was going to be there, and you know he could do he'll do whatever he can, but um, yeah, it was it was it was cool. You know, Mike 
did what he had to do. And, you know, they decided to go a different direction, which is fine with me. Um, I was fine with I was fine with it at the time too because I really didn't I I really don't think I was ready for that job at the time to tell you the truth I I would have been way over my head and I probably would have got fired <laughs> I know I would have got fired and, uh, and Skip you said that when Jeremy left for Suzuki that's when you were done like you might have stayed if he had stayed but when he left you're like I'm it's time for me it's a new chapter for me yeah you know I, I guess my biggest one of my biggest fears was, you know, waking up and at the time waking up and being 35 and going, man, all I can do is work on dirt bikes. Yeah. You know, that was just a big fear. And I just started a family um, and an opportunity came up um, and it was, uh, it, it was, a, it was a tough decision yeah. to do it, but it, it just seemed like the, you know, the timing was right yeah. to yeah. do it, you know? And it yeah. Was, but um, when you, I, I remember Skip, when we were talking, you were like, I don't know what I'm going to do. My contract's up and. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but you know, and you know that was that was pretty much the writing on the wall, and it was before Instagram and and social media and all that good stuff. So, I mean, you it's, things really didn't leak like they would now, and I think right. you had you know you did what you know Skip had to do what he had to do, and uh, but it's funny how it's funny how it went full circle, how you know he went back to Jeremy, you know, because yeah. I think they had this they had a really Jeremy tried to do it with, you know, Wyatt for a season, and they didn't really have the success. You know, even though Wyatt was really good friends with Skip, and they probably thought that that was going to, you know, rub off on Jeremy. But I think they, you know, yeah, Jeremy is probably is the greatest Supercross rider of all time. But, you know, Skip is so modest, he'll probably say, oh, I had nothing to do with it. But I'm a firm believer he did. I mean, I think they had a – they had a – a relationship, you know, that people don't even know about how Skip had a great relationship with Ann and Jack and, you know, their whole family. And it it went above and beyond just uh, dirt bikes. Well, all three of us in here won a lot of races. And so we were integral to a lot of race wins. All three of us. Yeah. Um, I believe it. It's a big deal though, Skip. Like, so, you know, you left McGrath had won every Supercross but one, and the title again. He barely missed out on the 250 outdoor title that he'd won in 95. He should have won 96 250 title if he hadn't pulled off at Washougal. Yep. So, and you just were like, yeah, I'm out. I've got the best rider in the world, and, and I, I'm out. And that's, that's big news if it happens today. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, um, there, was, there was a lot of things that were going on you know with the time at you know with with jeremy and and things that were going on with him and, and the communications with honda and yep. and whether he was going to stay or not stay and um i you know for me it was it um i you know i'd been around I, i'd seen roger and 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 um dave and dave arnold and you know they they were they had talked about some of the things that they, they had missed out with their kids being uh-huh. on the road and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the, the, and I had, a, I was very fortunate to find a, a place to stay in the industry that I could go yep. in and have somewhat of a, a normal nine to five type of the job. The no fear guys recording you a little bit. <clears throat> they were, they were, um, as, as it turned out, the minute, the minute things started going down the road. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was an opportunity that came up yeah. and, and, um, as they were going to expand into, you know, doing some NASCAR yeah. stuff and doing some things, it it, um, it worked out well yeah. on my end, you know. Because if the No Fear guys don't come calling and Jeremy doesn't go to Suzuki, you stay, stay there probably, you know what I mean? 
Bo- prob- yeah. Prob- yeah. Yeah, right. probably. Yeah, probably. Absolutely. So a couple, like almost like a perfect storm. Yes, yeah, so it, yeah. things just fell into place and to, to do what, you know, what we did. And then, right. you know, Jeremy and I um, at Redbud that same year, we, we got back together and, and then, um, you know. What was that like? Was Wyatt pissed at you or no? How, would, how did Wyatt take that? No, I, 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 I think Wyatt took it the best way he could take it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it'd be tough for me. You know, you and, know? And, and he had he had some things that were going on in his life at that particular time. He had some new things that were exciting things happening in his life. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, it was it was just one of those things where maybe the the that was a, enough of a of a I don't want to say distraction, but it took away from being totally focused on yeah. the racing side of things. Yeah, yeah. And um and uh they you know we made the change and I came in for the last couple nationals to try to right. just to just to try to And you I, just you were like oh, here I am let's I try just want to try to help you know just <laughs> right. help Jeremy get get right. get it back type of a thing. And right. um that was a really cool experience and then the off season testing was kinda cool and working you know really getting to spend a lot of time with Roger was an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. Working with that guy. Um, and you were like, "Hey, Jeremy, I got this idea. Let's get a Honda. We'll, we'll do better." <laughs> and, and then you know, sorry, then, for, sorry Billy. So it was. <laughs> no, it just you know you you yeah. try to you try to make the best decisions you make at the time, and I try not to reflect back on it and go, you know, did I make the right choice or if yeah. something had been different? It's I made the choice. And what about that's Berlue, what we did. you were at Suzuki? Was it a little McGrath's deal was a little bit separate or whatever? But what no, about we're we're in the same semi. Yeah. I mean, I remember yeah. when I can remember when Skip walked in, and, and you're like, "Huh?" I'm, no, I I. I heard about it coming and whatever, and I, I, uh, you know, I thought it was a great thing because yeah. you know Skip and I had some good history together, and yeah. I was looking forward to working with him and whatever. But uh, Watson, what are you doing? Are you are you are you a submarine or Darth is, Vader? Is that Darth Vader, Watson? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, I just took my helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank so, you. So, so no, I mean, I embraced it. Yeah. I thought it was great, and uh, yeah. you know, we it, it was good that year. You were you know, shown. That year? No, 97. Yeah, for sure. 97? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You are for sure. Yeah. So, uh, that that bike wasn't very good, you know? No, no. But, <laughs> and to me, that was Jeremy's to lose in that Supercross. Jeremy would have won that thing, you know, other than a couple little things that happened. Flat tire in Charlotte, a clutch in Pontiac. <laughs> well, the clutch thing. That, that flat tire, that guy I, has the biggest balls for he had a flat for a rear flat for about ten laps and was doing all the triples the whole freaking race and yeah. I'm like oh my god what a fucking stud you know I mean it was amazing so he he could easily won that that was his to lose yeah is that how you'd say that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean right and I'm not trying to beat up Wyatt but there are some things that happened that shouldn't have happened right, you know? right. but uh, yeah that was kind of a sad deal and then Skip comes in in the outdoors you know right. or whatever and uh, and one eight hundred ad call a friend yeah right is yeah. that is the one eight hundred ad and it was, it. It was it. you leaning into Jeremy's ear on a starting line yeah. oh a, I didn't see it it yeah. was a real cool ad yeah oh. that was pretty cool yeah one eight hundred one eight hundred collect and it said yeah. call a friend oh that's funny um, I don't remember who were you guys that. calling were you guys calling Wyatt. <laughs> hey, Skip's very politically correct, by the way, Watson. It's, it's great. Oh, oh, I know you. I know you. Uh, speaking of uh, politically correct, uh, on the pipe seven, Watson, J- Jordan, our buddy Jordan, asked me to uh, plug this thing. It's the sickest, oh, most progressive motocross feature film ever. November 7th at the Observatory. Uh, the fest- sickest? Uh, v- Festivities begin at 6.30 p.m. with a freestyle demo. Uh, and uh, Larry Linklogel is, is in a band. Watson, no he'll way. be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go check that out. 
powerbandfilms.com. Go. go check it out. Yeah. On the Pipe 7, everybody. Yeah, you know, it's cool. It's, uh, you know, back in the 90s, that's what everyone in the off season. that's what they always look forward to, going to Europe and going to video premieres. <laughs> Club Rubber, all of it. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know what? Now you have your opportunity to go check it out. You can go live it's in the be, 90s. Uh, um, it, it'll be a good time. It's going to be a really good time. There'll be some really, you know, cool people there. And uh, go check out a movie and see a really good band and uh, hang out. Uh, Brian Godwin sent the tweet in. Skip gave me a McGrath radiator shroud at Millville in 91. And it's the most prized possession. <laughs> Very cool. There we go. There you go. Uh, so, Watson, what is up with you, bro? Like, RCH is done. I know you You had a small well, well, it, ownership. It, it you is. probably cashed out. You probably got an island somewhere. But what are you doing now? What's happening? Well, um, it was uh, – I, I had a few opportunities come up. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I really didn't know what the – the best thing for me was to go work and what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I was in the position where Skip was kind of like, I have a daughter and I, you know, traveling a lot. I really didn't want to be gone all summer. Um, so I found myself in a position where, uh, I'm going to start all over again. I'm going to put a team together with, uh, with Josh Hansen, with some sponsors that he has. And, uh, Josh is committed to race for uh, a year or two. Um, and then we are just going to build and activate and do some marketing behind it and kind of try to build it into what we did with the uh, Hart Nonington program. So um, when Josh is done, there could be a team for some 450 guys or one 450 guy to go to because we know that, you know, there's teams are going away. So we're trying to come into the space and and uh, build a ride for a top guy. Um, Suzuki is stepping up and going to support uh, our program, and uh, you know it's going to be uh, it's going to be a work in progress for sure. The first year isn't going to be like we're going to go out there and you know and try to blow everybody away with you know what we're doing, and we're just going to take baby steps. We're going to go and. Uh, grow this thing and, uh, you know, throw some fertilizer down and let it grow uh, organically and see what happens. Watson is back. That's it. He never left. Dude, can you get, can you, <laughs> good point. Can you get, can you get Hanny with a fur coat on? No, no. We can start maybe bring, like bringing back Tyler Evans. No, what we're, what we're going to do is this is going to be, you know, Josh, Josh is to the, uh, a place in his life where, you know, he knows that, you know, there's opportunities that got away from him. Uh-huh. Um, he's really realized that, uh, you know, his window is, is closing and uh, he doesn't want to be one of these riders with his career's done riding and doing what he does, that he doesn't have a pot to piss in. So uh, he really feels with his legacy and what he has that, you know, we can build a pretty strong program with this, a lot of the sponsors he has and, uh, uh, you know, he sat me down and we talked about it, and I, be- I believe in it. I believe in him. Um, when we sat down, Kerry Hart and I sat down, it was the same thing. It was uh, a dream. And uh, I've done it for, you know, this would be the fourth team I did it with. Yeah. You know, I did it with Triple X, I did it with Plano Honda, and I did it with Hart and Huntington. And all three of those companies were pretty successful. So yeah. um, I – kind of uh know what to do and uh it takes a little bit of funding and i have that so 
um, we're just going to go and, uh, and and see what happens. Supercross only. And uh, that leaves the summer available for me to do what I got to do and work on the future for the mm-hmm. team and visit sponsors and uh, try to rev- uh, generate more revenue for the team. Berlut, get the band back together. Oh, stop it already. Berlut, get the band back. Okay, only if you bring box vans back. <laughs> we, Watson, can we get a box van for Berlut? I'll get him a driver, too. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome, Kenny. Congratulations. That's that's cool. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I hope Josh, I mean, look, it's an old story with Hanny. Talent up the, uh, coming up the ass, but I hope he's motivated and ready. I really do think he can do good things if he's ready and practicing and, and in the right mood, well, you know? That's, that's, that's the glory of this whole thing. This whole thing is going to be a business. It's not going to be just all on Josh Hansen's racing. Mm-hmm. If Josh goes out and gets hurt, we're going to have a fill-in guy. Um, we're going to make sure that we're there every week, week in and week out. And this is we're building a, a business and a race team, not just a race team for Josh Hansen. It's going to be a race team for you know for the future of the sport so let's say in two years you know dean wilson doesn't have a ride uh-huh. and we could be a proven race team that we have good equipment and we have good staff and we could facilitate uh, a rider at that caliber so that's what we're trying to do if josh wants to go out and do it all right it's there but right. if you don't want to that's cool too that's you good know, no pressure. Oh, cool. good yeah. deal yeah, that'll be fun so yeah it'll be good yeah yeah so that's what uh that's what i got going on and uh like huh. you know, like Skip knows, um, and Tony knows. Right now is the crucial time of uh, what, of the year. What, I don't know. To get everything, I don't know. No, you don't. You don't know what it has to do with uh, you know putting a team together. I know about race wins as a mechanic. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that summer cross win was golden, wasn't it? Beating Jeremy McGrath. Some guy named McGrath got beat badly. Was was Skip there? No, it was RL. I don't count that. Chanceability, <laughs> chanceability that McGrath and Randy had a high blood alcohol limit. <laughs> From Very coming high. in from Havasu was also probably pretty high. It was in Very the middle high. of July or whatever, so they were not in peak Supercross form. <laughs> right, right. But hey, a win's a win, bro. That's it. That's um, it. Yeah. So that's, that's congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of uh, haters and doubters will, you know, oh. I had a couple other uh, opportunities that I turned down, and people are probably going to go, "You turned down working for me to do that?" Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you know, I really, I really think that uh, you know what we're going to do. Um, if the sport needs, um, I really believe that the sport needs it, and uh, there's so many teams going away. And I think that you know we could get funded from outside the industry and uh, show people that there is money out there. You just got to to go get it in the right way, not uh, you know well, hey, going listen, out there. Anybody- and, I mean, anybody who who laughs or, or whatever, I mean, you said it yourself, Triple X, Plano, H&H, like, these are all things that you had a, a big instrumental part of, of, of building and growing. So why not? Why can't you do it again? Yeah, I think my biggest uh, achievement would be Ty Birdwell Racing. Yeah, there we go. Or Pulp of Mexico co-host for years. Yep, that was, that was a good, that was a... You know, I, I really feel without me that you would have failed. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck you. You wouldn't. Your you, show. you said <laughs> you said I'm going to fold the show because I can't get money. I said, how much money do you need, Steve? Yeah. You told me amount, and I said, give me a couple days. 
I yeah. called you back and, and you, said, "All right, we got it. Let's you got go. it. Yeah, you got it. It was it was yeah, absolutely true. Uh, I was like, "Hey, Watson, I think we need five grand to finish the year, like server costs and everything." Watson's like, "Yeah, give me a couple days." Calls back, "Okay, I got it." So it <laughs> happened. Yep. There we go. Um, all right, Kenny, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna run. Um, thank you for coming on. Congratulations on the new deal, and thanks for the story. Uh, stories. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, Fun yeah. Stuff. I mean, good catching up with you guys. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people uh, really don't realize, but uh, these these two gentlemen in the studio were kind of the two guys that I really, really looked up to that kind of took me under their wing, even though I was this squirrely guy. And uh, I think Tony kind of took a liking to me because I could talk baseball and sports and uh, I, I I still haven't figured out why Skip did but maybe because I was a donation station yes exactly. that was it so I pretty much I pretty much paid Skip to be my friend hey no listen Skip there's a lot of stories around about you like really taking people's money in poker I, like I, you were good at poker I guess I, they're all they're all true is that is that true Berlu? yeah like, he was good he's good Absolutely, so yeah. he's the number one mechanic or the number one guy making the most bonus money and winning titles and cleaning everybody out of poker and I hated Jeremy <laughs> until he came to Suzuki I, I fucking was so tired of those guys winning everything they'd win my money in poker <laughs> Jeremy would win the rate money at the races and he comes he comes to uh, Skip he's dying Skip's he comes dying. to Suzuki and I see how hard that guy put in and yeah. from there on on, I go. Yeah. Jeremy's fucking badass. You know? <laughs> well, you know what? You know what the funny thing was? There was only one guy that would beat Skip in poker and beat everybody else. Who's that? And it would be and it would be Jeremy. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> and he wouldn't give a fuck. He wouldn't care if he won or lost, but he would always win. And he would just go, oh, did I, oh, I won? I'm Fuck. Like, you sucker. Yeah, you're winning at life, bro. You're right. In, in, in yeah. Barcelona, that guy, yeah, oh. Jeremy and I was so mad. And I just fucking, I had to leave and go to my room. I goes, fucking wins all the races, all the money. He's got a factory Honda ride. Skip's got a trap door for his water pump. That's right. His fuel pump. Fuel pump. And you yeah. just have a hole in the ground. No, mine wasn't a trap door, but it was it was made right. bitching. Eh, not as bitching as Skip's. Doesn't uh, sound like it. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, you know, uh, I remember Skip. Uh, Berlud had one for the fuel filter, and I remember being with Skip one time in the water pump one out, right, Skip? Yep. But those guys had older box fans. Honda had older box fans than Tony when the fuel pump started to go out. Like, they had the new front end, if you remember, Berlude, and Honda still had the older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Honda had the best box on the Grumman. back. The yeah, Grumman. Our, our boxes no. were not. They were the low profile Yeah, low, low yeah. step, and then they were all built with cabinets, the bit, most yep. the bitchiness, I thought, anyways. You know? Oh, they were. They were nice. Yeah. Yeah. They were really nice. Um, all right, they Kenny. Don't, they, wait, let me just tell what? you one last thing about okay. the Honda box fans. <laughs> yeah. They don't work very good when they blow up. Oh, shit. <laughs> when you leave the freaking acetylene on, dude. Yeah, th- that sounds Boom. like it was so gnarly. That was that was Boom. a bad deal. Binghamton, Binghamton. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, right, that, that could have killed somebody. All right. Call. Thanks, Watson. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything, buddy. All right. Good night, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, good stories. <laughs> yeah, Skip, for reals. I've heard from numerous people about your poker skills over the years. We, like, we had, and Jeremy was my nemesis for sure. <laughs> J Bone was, but um, I, we we had God, we had fun. We had so much fun. Uh, you know what else is fun? Michelin Starcross 5. That's right. 
Love this tire. Love these guys. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5 tire. Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. 21 sizes. MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased wherever Michelin tires are sold. Four versions. Hard, medium, soft, and sand. Completely redesigned casing. A more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. A durable yet more flexible sidewall. And... Easier mounting, always a good feature. That's right, Michelin Starcross 5. Also, too, uh, Honda World Downey, over 30, any 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., with a 5 and the 605 freeway meet, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, including certified Hondas, and some cheap as-is cars. Uh, if you were looking for a Civic or a CR-V or a beautiful, beautiful Ridgeline, Honda World Downey will hook you up. Go down there, mention Pulp MX to Steve, and uh, they will give you the best price in town. Thanks to the folks at Honda World Downey for supporting the show. I fucking love Ridgelines. How's yes. the Ridgeline, Steve? Oh, I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. Great car. Drove, carried two bikes back from Cali all the way to Vegas. Nice. I think it was beautiful. What's up, Greg? That's a nice. That's a nice rig. Uh, let's get to Hal. He's been on hold for a little bit. Hal, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys, man. I'll tell you what, Steve. When you have these podcasts with the wrenches on, uh, your old archive with Lunas, these are the very best, in my opinion. Oh, thank shows. you. Yeah, these guys are heroes. A lot of wins here, Hal, in the studio tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, man, I, I, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids, most kids, grow up they want to be you know mcgrath or whatever uh-huh. i wanted to spin wrenches that that was my that was my plan i wanted to spin wrenches with you guys almost did it almost got there but it didn't work out but i tell you to hear these these podcasts and hear your stories yeah uh it, it's they're awesome and it, i just I, I put it to my old marine corps days you know when i was going all over the world and some of your stories uh, are you know lockstep with uh, me and my old marine buddies uh you know <laughs> doing the same kind of stuff it's 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 fabulous and oh, I, cool. I really appreciate these these shows but I, i've got a question oh and by the way your podcast with uh dark side that that was a fantastic interview that you did with him so good job on oh, that. thank man. you appreciate it yeah thanks i don't hey, i my, often i'm the one getting asked i don't often get asked the questions i'm the one asking the questions so that was a little bit of a change <laughs> Well, you killed it. It was the best show he's ever had. Oh, uh, so yeah. Well, I'm sure his fantastic. ratings tripled because of me. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely did, yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, I'm pretty active in the motocross scene down in Texas, uh, in the vet scene, and we, uh, us old guys get together and talk about, you know, what's changed in motocross and what's, you know, what's changed it because there's a difference in what it was back in the 80s, uh, back in the, in, the, in, the, in the old days. And what do you guys think has happened? Is there something that happened, a specific thing, either good or bad, that has changed motocross uh, into what it is now, you know, uh, on the Supercross side and the national side? Uh, yeah, good you know, question, for sure. I actually had that written down to, uh, to to ask these both these guys. So, Hal, you did a good job. Uh, I'll start with you, Skip. Like, what's what's the biggest change? Good or bad? I mean. Well, I, I think if you go back to the 90s, you know, and – and at at some point, I, I you know Damon and Stanton and Bale and those and 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 Ricky, you know those guys had started to build up, build up Supercross at a national level that mm-hmm. was starting to get recognized. And you know Camel being the sponsor, um, was uh, they were it was just it was a, it started to grow. And uh, you know I, I I just firmly believe that Jeremy had a huge impact with his personality and what he was able to do. He kind of transcended outside of our little regional local yeah, sports sport, side of things yeah. and just kind of he brought it to a, a whole new level and at that point there was um you know we got some outside interest in and you know he you, you had a commercial that was running in the quarterfinals of Wimbledon yep. and you had some of those things where it became a little bit of a mainstream side of thing it was the the start of what uh 
with the action sport craze and you know all the extreme sports side of things yeah. and it, it just was a perfect you know it was a perfect platform to to go where that went and you're you know you're in a stadium and you got clean seats and you yeah. know you could go to the bathroom you can buy a beer you could do those things and it and i really think that he 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 put the sport on its his back a little bit and he was he had the personality to um to transcend outside of our yeah. little world of motorcycle racing i'm not sure we have somebody like that now i'm not sure we've ever had somebody outside of maybe chad and james at their height than jeremy i'm really not you know, and, and and everybody, I think you know, you you could. It's easy to lose sight on, you know, Jeremy. Jeremy walked through doors, and he opened doors, and he walked through them. But at the same time, you know, Ricky and Bradshaw and those guys helped to soften it up a little bit, you know. And then yeah. Jeremy softened it up a lot, I think. Yeah, I, and, I agree. Um, and I think that some of these guys don't. You, you talk about any of the stick and ball sports and stuff is, you know, there's what the thing that I think's gotten lost a little bit is that. You know, those guys, you know, these million-dollar contracts that these guys are getting now, you know, I think Jeremy had a lot to do with that. Yeah, for sure. You know, and you know, so yeah. it's it's an interesting side of things. But um, it's, What about you, Baloo? Sorry, Hal. What do you think, Baloo? Oh, I mean, no, I agree, agree with everything Skip's talking about. And, like, <clears throat> I do believe that, you know, especially on the money side, that it, it definitely grew. And then now I think it's kind of yeah. going back down the other way. How about McGrath telling me in that story he got five grand – a Supercross win at Honda. He went to Suzuki in 97. I think it was five grand. Eight grand, maybe. I have something low. He goes to Suzuki. He gets 50 grand to win. He made more in 97, winning two races. No, he almost made more than he won uh, winning 14 the year before. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Suzuki was a huge pay raise. And everything started going up from there. And you say he only won two that series? He won two. Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, go ahead, Hal. Yeah, uh, you know, back in the early 80s, um, you know, when I was a kid, we, we used to drive to the Nationals and hang out in the pits. And I mean, not specifically you guys. I'm sure some of you guys were there, but, you know, you, you guys used to welcome us young kids. I mean, I, I lived in Amarillo, Texas. We on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Wednesdays, we used to go up to the Big Texan uh, up on I-40 <laughs> and wait for you guys to come through town. <laughs> and we would meet you at the gas station. We'd flag you down. I can't tell you how many box fans as kids <laughs> cool. that we got to crawl through. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Mike, I sat on Mike Healy's Kajivas. <laughs> um, and, and I got a radiator shroud from Mike Healy's Kajiva. Um, it, it was just that kind of interaction. Now, today, I, I still go to nationals. Every year we go mm-hmm. to several a year. And it's, you know, I know several folks in the, in the community and, and, and some of the folks in the teams, and it's, but it's still not that like very super interpersonal. I think the only writer that I know, and I'm a super fan of the guy, is Dean Wilson. He he and Daniel break down that barrier between the folks and just the typical jerkies like me. And it seems to be that kind of old flavor. Like you guys had that kind of interaction, and that seems to be gone. It's like big, more corporate now. And now yeah. when when you talk about, hey, I race motocross, people go, well, what the fuck is that? Well, back in the day when I was a kid, it's like everybody knew what it was yeah. or at least kind of had an idea. It just seems it's grown out of touch. Well, me, when but. you want to look at bike sales, I mean, in the early 80s, those CT70s or whatever, or whatever the numbers were, insane amount of numbers. Were they yeah. selling motorcycles to families and kids and everything else? It was nuts. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot. Of, I mean, you know, there's there's not – it's more. it's way more difficult as a – 
just to go out and buy a bike and go try to find a place to ride. Yeah. You know, yeah. we used to be able to just, you could ride out of your backyard for the most part. A lot of people that lived in rural areas could just go ride. Yeah. And you, you just can't do that anymore. No. Oh. And, you know, yeah. the cost, the cost, the cost of the motorcycles so expensive. Way and, more. You know, yeah. I, I just, I, my son went to, a, was in water polo tournament. We went to what would have been the Loretta Lens of Not water polo. Water polo. Yeah. I, I called my dad up and I go, hey, I just went to the Junior Olympics yeah. for water polo. And I got 45 bucks in a Speedo. I got, you know, I got $12 in suntan oil. Yeah, yeah. I got a towel. And, and I, I got, you know, yeah. hotel and food for two nights, you know. And my dad, I hear the phone hang up. And he's all, <laughs> he calls back and goes, that wasn't even to pay for the race gas. Yeah, no, you know, really, so it's, right? it's, 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 it's changed a lot from that aspect. And I think the, the local, you know, everybody used to have the local motocross track. There's not a lot of local motocross no, tracks no, anymore. That's a good point. That's why yeah, I, and, I really see a future for that Alta. I really do. In the future, you know, in, yeah. down in Houston, where where I live, it's thick. I mean, we have you can't swing a dead cat without hitting the motocross track uh, down here in the southern part of Texas, and fantastic tracks. Um, we're spoiled down here, and I know it's not that way in the rest of the country, but boy, howdy, I, I sure hope it comes back. Yeah. I'll let you guys All go. Right. I've run Texas has always out. been good, though. always, always, yeah. always. Um, thanks, Hal. Appreciate it, man. See you, boys. All Bye. right, see you. Uh, something else I want to touch on that Hal talked about, and we're going to wrap the show up, the BTOsports.com, fly racing, uh, Pulp Mech Show. Um, the role of the mechanic. Certainly, I don't have anywhere near the experience that you guys do. Still have two race ones. Um, but I was around in the box fan days, and I and in 99, it was Tim Ferry and I together, and then we he had top privateer in the Supercross Series and Nationals. He finished... Uh, Ninth or eighth, we got picked up by Chaparral, and, and then I went to go work. Then I went to KTM, and then I went back to Timmy at Factory Yamaha. He was now Tim Ferry, quote unquote. So I really noticed this, and Bruley, you and I have talked about it a lot. But the role of the mechanic, Skip, it's so different. I mean, you talked about before we when we, before we started the show, you and MC traveled in the box fan for like a year, and you guys had deep conversations about life and and everything else. And you really bonded with your guy. And Berlute, same thing with you, with all your different guys. I mean, Robbie and you went way back. And you, you knew the guy inside and out. You knew how he, what he felt on the bike. You could look and look at the bike and make some changes, suspension and motor-wise. That doesn't happen nowadays. The mechanic, more than ever, is a parts changer. And uh, sorry to the guys who are listening to this, but that's true. Um, I guess it's true for the fact of what they do, but it's still it's – still it's it's way more intense, I think, for those guys now than when when we were on the road doing it. Because you what know do you we mean would by that? we'd drive straight to the next place, and we had probably two days, two I mean days where we could just tinker, take the time, and make sure it was perfect because mm-hmm. we had the time. Now it's a rush, it's a sprint. You know these guys they fly in. They, they, you know, they fly yeah. in, they've got some work yep. to do. You've got a lot of unloading and you've got a lot of things you have to do before you can even go to work. Bike, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a, and it's a grind. Um, you know, they're, you know, most of the, most of the teams, they, those guys are, they're not, they don't have to touch their engine. Um, you know, they're, they're rotating the engine and those are all done back at the motor shop, um, or their motor departments. Um, but there, there's still a tremendous amount of, of stress that's involved with those guys. Cause everything now is so condensed, um, but but the role's different, yeah. you know. That is their role. That yep. is their role is to, I always call it, you know. Cliff would always remind me of this, and I always get on our guys about it. You know, we're going to a motocross race. We're not going to a car show. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but that's that's part of the role now is that these things are beautiful. Yeah. 
These bikes are immaculate. It's like a car it, show. It, it is. It, it is. It's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a car show. And I never and I, got caught into that myself. I'm just like, well, but that's that's where that's part of where it's gone. Yeah, and yeah. these these guys are are completely involved. Um, but it's just become so specialized, and there's so much time. You know, you could build a two-stroke engine in a couple hours. Yeah. It's it's in these motors today. It's a full disassemble. Yeah. Full inspection, and then this thing goes back together. You know, you're talking. 10, 12 hours yep. just to just to take one of these things apart, inspect everything, make sure it's not timed out, and, and, and putting it back together. So there's there's no time for yeah. that anymore. But even like, and Berlou, you straddled both eras. I mean, you were Box Van Day and then RCH. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not doing the motors. I'm not doing the suspension, right? I mean, yeah, you I straddled mean, But Goose and I, uh, you know, when we're at Suzuki after we transitioned from the two-stroke to four-stroke, Goose and I did motors one yeah. day, and we did chassis yeah. the next day. I no. mean, we, we, we had to do it all, you know, as far as that goes. Yep. And then you had to set up the freaking tent, you know, the circus yep. tent. So, I mean, but we always gave ourselves an extra day. Like, you Yamaha guys come in, like we and we would shook our head. At, How the hell? And then we'd look out there and fuck, you know. I mean, we... <laughs> Anyway, we I know, tore our bikes completely apart yeah. where you guys kind of did a rotation or something, you know? Yeah, it depends. We, they were, I mean, at times Yamaha was like, do not wash your bike. Don't take your stuff apart. Like your linkage, Supercross, I remember we would run the same linkage for two linkages all year. Eight races, take it off, put it back up, put, put a new grease one on for eight races. It's crazy. No, but you know, nowadays, <laughs> so with, nowadays, you know, and, and I, I did. We struggled with our guys, and uh, you know, Wes, Wes Hunter, who just he just took a spot with the JGR program. So we're stoked that he got to, mm-hmm. you know, he got to move on, and that, oh, cool. that's awesome for him. You know, that was, you know, we we would we would battle over that. It's like, dude, why are you making all this extra work for yourself? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because because so much, so many other things outside of the motorcycle now for these mechanics yeah. has to get done. But tents and all this other stuff. That's but even going like on. Uh, like I felt like at the factory, not so much on traders yamaha because you guys are a smaller team but you know ferry would get off the bike and uh yeah he didn't really care what i thought about the suspension or the jetting or anything he's got a motor guy he's got a suspension guy he's got a team manager he's got a coach and a trainer that's filming him he's got (laughs) and i'm just like okay i'll be over here and 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 look i'm not complaining but the days of you and mc and a box fan and jetting and winning titles together and and uh, bleeding each with each other you know through things those don't happen anymore well, no, so. they they do still happen. It's just it's not a one on one relationship yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's, yeah. it's 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 yeah. it's a real team effort. Yeah. And um it is uh it's different in that aspect for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you because know, uh, No, I'm not saying good or bad, just different. No, just, it yeah. it is. Yep. It's different. And um it's it's it was it's been a challenge for me, you know, on a on a on a smaller program to come in cuz there's, you know, there's there's things that we just we 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 don't do because we can't. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's it's that simple. Yeah. Um, but um, I think I, I think that our guys on our team they have, you know, they have to massage things a little bit more. We yeah. just can't go and grab a brand new part and right, put it on. Right. We've got to we've got to fix it, massage it, make sure, yeah. tune it up, you know, to yeah. make it work. So I like to think that it's a good quality that the guys on our team are learning. You know, For that, sure. they, that yeah. they they have they take on more responsibility. They're they, yeah. you know we they build our practice engines. Right, yeah. they have to do that. Yeah. We remember, don't have a motor department. I remember back in the Hon, you know, when you're in the box van days, and we're in our, you know, box van days or whatever. You guys, early morning, like we're at Redbud, we're in whatever town, and 
Here comes the FedEx truck just unloading boxes and boxes for the Honda guys, right? You know, freaking Skip pulls out this whole subframe airbox thing and just bolts it right onto his bike, <laughs> all ready to go. And we're like, fuck. Uh, I, hey, well, okay, on, on a flip I mean, I'm not discounting no, you. No, no, absolutely. On the flip side, we're at Yamaha, uh, and I'm, we're doing our motors, changing our tires on race day. Heaven forbid we let Bridgestone do it. We changed our tires. We're riveting our chains on because Glover had a massling fall off in '79. So <laughs> then we have to we have to He's rivet our rivet. chains yeah. forever. And, and then I'm looking over at, at you. I remember one time, one race specifically, it was you. Your rider was probably hurt or whatever, and you're holding parts for Goose to pressure wash of Ricky's. And we're like, they got a pressure wash holder guy. <laughs> we got nothing. We got we had no shop no shop guy no nothing. Like, I had a lot know? of downtime because like yeah. with Tortelli, I had guys that were hurt, you yep. know. So yeah. Goose and I kind of tag teamed, yep. and that worked out really good. Yeah. I, I mean, it definitely took pressure off me, and I'm oh, yeah. certainly sure yeah. it took pressure off of him. But no, we never had that. It worked out. We pitch. never had. Well, that. <laughs> fortunately, they kept me on the road yeah, to yeah. help him. And for sure, when, when you got a winner like oh, Ricky, yeah. I mean, they well, yes, but we had we had Chad Reed, and that was just rookie. Yeah, I was just rookie. Yeah, hey well, rookie, I'd love to help you, but I got eight million. You got, but Yamaha's, you guys are. I mean, yeah, I know, they were dude. tough. You I guys, know. Yeah, you had a tough. Over Man, there. It, was, it was nuts doing our own motors and our own tires, and we didn't do mooses, but tubes, anyways. You know. Um, all right, we're gonna wrap this show up with the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Good, good, good intro. BTO Sport, where are you going? You got to go? No, I thought you were done. No, we're going to wrap this oh, up. Right. I got you. you gotta my bad. Do you got to go? Nope. Oh. BTOsports.com, use the code PULPMX when you're checking out or when you call down there. Anything you need for your biker body, BTOsports.com has got you covered. Their passion reflects yours, whether it's a, a dirt bike, whether it's a UTV, whether it's a quad, BTOsports.com has got you covered. Again, use the code PULPMX to uh, save. These uh, questions are submitted to at Show on Twitter, and the guy in the corner over there picks the best ones. He, he, by the way, it's the first time he's been here for a month, everybody, so we'll let you know about Welcome that. Welcome back. Yeah. So, do you Thanks. remember how this works? I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. Best, question, best <laughs> no questions for myself, though. for Skip, and, and Tony Berluti. This one is from Brett Franks. What are the main differences between the PCA kit suspension traders used on Kawasaki's and the Olin's kit suspension they use on Yamaha's? Say that one again. The main differences between the A kit suspension traders used on the Kawis and the Olin's kit suspension they used on Yamaha's. Um, uh, I, I guess the big thing and the difference in the fork was it was the, 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 the kit, the KYB or the Showa kit stuff was the air fork and it's a spring fork, uh, with the Olins and then the shock they've, they've got a Olins great, has got its own system in a rear shock, yeah, I they've, believe, right? They, they've, um, they've got a really, it's an amazing design where it's, uh, they're able to balance the pressures on the side on the on the negative side of the piston almost instantaneously uh -huh. and it is an unbelievable piece of equipment and i think it's something they've patented and, yes. and they use only like it's only olins and stuff and and everything else so it's um yeah so the big the big difference that we can equate to is the fork spring yeah. versus air and then on the shock i mean they they outside of it just being a beautiful piece they yeah. you know they, they function the same but they're their twin chamber the, the twin side the things where they're able to to do what they can do on the negative side of the pressure is absolutely amazing our our, our I, I'm, i'll put our chassis and outdoors up against any of the factories i thought we had a great chassis 
Um, this was from Victor Risman. Skip, was there one thing in particular that MC was really picky about on his bike? Uh, that'd be everything. <laughs> um, but it, but it was it wasn't picky because that's what he needed in order to have a chance to go do it. That's what he required to do what he did, you know. And it was, you know, the levers had to, the levers were in the right spot, and that, and and it it had to be what it was. It just it had to be perfect. Would he was he a kind of guy who would set him himself, or you would mark him and set him, and he'd be fine? No, I I had. Um, angles to measure yeah. measure all the angles and everything so that they were perfect because I, I one of my pet peeves is is if you're a mechanic and you have a rider and to, to me i think one of the most negative things you could see is all of a sudden your your rider hops on the bike grabs the t-handle and, and, and adjusts everything just, it's your job you're supposed to know where that stuff's just, supposed to be i just used a marker skip you know so i just used a marker <laughs> markers would work you had angles yeah would that be the difference in wins, win count as well? Well, fuck me. I didn't know he was using uh, an angle machine or an angle grind, whatever an angle, whatever he used. A protractor? A pro- <laughs> Skip would stand back with a protractor, but the center with a, um, yeah, just use the marker. No, no it's, you know, he, we. Berlue, we, right? Yeah. Berlue, marker? Uh, well, I, I, I used to peen mine with a just, you know, yeah, a mark that stayed there and, you know, until I changed the bars. I didn't use the peen either. So then, so but then, you know, when you change your bars, and like, I'd have my guy sit on it and get it dialed, and then I'd be good for another few races. Yeah, okay. I'm sensing a trend here. Larry, Larry Ward would not. Larry Ward. <laughs> no, Larry was a different guy. Larry would Larry not let his mechanic guy. take his, his mechanic had to take the bolts off of the the clamps, and the clamps stayed with the bars, <laughs> and he took them home on during the week, and then he brought them back, and he'd still adjust them on the damn bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, I just used a marker all those years. God damn it. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Asshole. Now a bad time to talk about a raise. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah You've missed a month. <laughs> you missed a month and you're and you're siding with Skip. Um This one's from Todd Krieg. Steve, is it not a big deal that Chad's no longer with his agent? Is there something more we aren't seeing? Mm, yeah, Chad released today that he was saying goodbye to WMG, Wasserman oh, wow. Group, who he uh, worked with him forever. Um, no, I think I knew that for a while now. Um, he's just, yeah, I mean, obviously Wasserman isn't working. They're not getting him anything. He's trying to race. They can't get him anything. He's probably like, yeah, screw you guys. What am I paying you for? All right. You know, so see you later. I think agencies are just, how much agents do you got to deal with, Skip? Do you got to deal with any? No, right now, no. No, thank God. No. God, there's only a couple of them that I think are worth anything. All right. This one is from Misha. Wants to know, does Pink dedicate a song to the Fallen RCH team on her new album? Do any of us look like we've listened to the you new Pink do. album? Yeah. No, not at all. Someone that uses a marker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the three main events... Will we have to? This was from Alex. With the three main events, will we have to change Malcolm's nickname from Heat Race Mookie to First Main Mookie? Yes, First Main Mookie is going to be good. <laughs> he is going to be good. Third main race Mookie, probably a little tired. Charlie Worthy wants to know what was Watson breathing? Though? What was going on with his breathing? He legit sounded like Darth Vader. He did sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> I don't know what that was. All right. Um, yeah, Charlie Worthy. Uh, way to go. Charlie Worthy. Considering all the changes for him this year, will this be CR22's final Supercross season? 
I mean, is he going to make 2018? Uh, you know? I hope so. What about a Trader's Yamaha ride? I, 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 I think what about he's a Trader's good for the Husky sport. ride? I think I he's think great he's for the sport. Too. Oh, I, I, hope, I, hope sport. I hope I hope he's there, he man. Yeah, me too. Ikaro wants to know, what's the difference in horsepower between a 254-stroke and a 252-stroke? Difference in horsepower? Yeah. Oh, what is a 250-stroke uh, putting out? The best one that we ever had was like 51. Yeah. Uh, I heard those things are around 48. Is that right? Yeah, they're pretty high Which now. ones? Your 254-strokes? Yeah. They're more than that. Yeah? Huh? They're more than that. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Things are over. You know, when you talk about the, the horsepower numbers, I think on some of the two-strokes you probably get are pretty similar. Yeah. But the torque is yeah. just unbelievable on the four-strokes. Yeah. Um, Josh wants to know, was there ever a time when Skip Norfolk thought, wow, these glasses are ridiculous. <laughs> apparently no, not. Apparently never. not. <laughs> apparently not. That's a stupid question, Josh. I think they're awesome. I had some. I had some yellow. To be like Skip, I had some yellow Smiths that were god awful, and I'm in a couple of interviews with them uh, for for um, maybe Coombs. No, it would have been Cameron Steele. And I, I'm like, what am I doing? I thought I was so bitching. They're like yellow frame Smiths. I'm like, check me out. I look like an idiot. It was okay back then, Steve. Berlute's got it the would probably ul- be funny Berlute, now. Berlute has the ultimate photo out there, and if someone can tweet it to us, we'll retweet it. Short shorts, the clear glasses, and the mustache, Berlute. Absolutely. You were rocking it. Whatever. That- I, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you just look in those old days, I guess. Yeah. No, listen. Hey, that- I had hair, too. That was, I'm not. I'm- he was, and TC was his best friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Chopper guy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hawaiian shirt and mechanic shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a good look, Brilute. Your right shorts, on. your shorts were. No, I never wore the Dolphins. Not like Jim Felt did in those guys. Yeah, no, no. Felt and those guys. Felt, but no, there was a big time. The OP shorts were. Yeah, OP. OP shorts, yeah. OP shorts, yeah. OP shorts, absolutely. Ocean Pacific. I remember corduroys. That's what they were. Absolutely. Yeah, corduroys, man. We ran them. Those were the days. Now I want to find it. It's out there. It's it's balut in full pitboard extension with clear glasses and a mustache and short shorts. This Another one from Charlie. Are there any new obstacles that we could possibly have on a Supercross track, or has it reached its peak? I want to see more dirt. And therefore, bigger, taller obstacles. Not unsafe stuff, but just, you know, I, more dirt. I'd like to see some of the stuff come back from from the late 80s and early 90s where they had things that there, there really wasn't a rhythm to them, you know, and, and that it wasn't, you know, you didn't look at the track and go double, triple. Yeah. You know, you were like, man, don't you feel what like do these, you do through these that? These bikes are so good now that whatever you set up, they're just going to go, brah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of you know truth to I mean? that. Yeah, you know? like... When I see two 250 guys come into a turn before a triple and sit down still and still do triple, yeah. I'm like, we're fucked. You, you know? know, and I would I would say that, you know, back in the day, you'd, you'd want a gnarly technical track. But, you know, now from what we're doing here now, it's, it's you know, it's yeah. like I'd like to see you'd like to see some things where you can you can have a the, the courses somewhat level yeah. level the playing field a little bit to where you can have some good competition and yeah. you can have some great racing. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny when you look at great races. Sometimes they're on a really tough track, and sometimes it's a real easy track as far as what provides great races. Well, that's what you know they what do, I mean? like, like in the monster, like not putting whoops. Whoops yeah. are what separate. Yeah. You know, you had great ride, you know, from Reed to, you know, Jeremy yeah. uh, to, you know, Damon was great in him yeah. back in the day, yeah. you know. Um, that's 
That's what sep- that's that's where the guys made their time, you know. Yep. So I mean, do you take them out like they do in Monster Cup? I mean, I remember San Diego's had some gnarly sections, and they really separated. Got a lot of guys made mistakes, and it really separated dudes, which allowed for back and forth, you know. <clears throat> so now it's 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 um. Now I don't know what you could do different. I think they've experienced. I am not a fan of the sand. Yeah, not a fan of yeah. the sand. Um, but yet it people dig it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Well, no, it's you know you just you'd like to see some you'd like to see some make sure that starts are fair. We can get twenty guys or yeah. twenty two guys on the course and going at it. You know it, that's mm-hmm. what you want to see. I don't know what you do though. I, Gator, I really don't. Gator pits and stank dog with a chainsaw under the over under bridge. <laughs> Boom, stamp it. All right, next question. This one's from Chris West with Millsaps, quote unquote, potentially out for Supercross. Chance ability Yamaha puts Plessinger on a four fifty. Zero. Zero. Point zero. But Barsha, maybe. I don't think I would do that if I was Barsha. Would you skip? Well, I, I, I don't know Justin well enough to yeah. speak for him, but I mean. Well, what we do on this show is we spout off our wild opinions no, you know, <laughs> with little facts. You know, you know the product's going to be great, yeah. you know, and, and you, would, you, would, you would be too, be too difficult to not assume that, that he wouldn't be able to go and, and put a product like yeah. that with the support together by himself, yeah. you know, on his own. Um, but at the same time that, you know, that might not be the, you know, yeah. the environment where he could thrive. I, I don't know. Bomb Barsha, I spend the money on the Honda ride and, and, and wait for an injury, you know, not don't get back on a bike that you didn't really gel with and didn't like all that much just because, I mean, he's got, he's got millions. So money's not a problem to put together a little privateer effort, you know? So that's my, that's my opinion. This one's from Hobo Nick. Never heard of him. What rotating co-host has the best information off the mic? Uh, Things that they might not be able to say. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Marks? You're sitting in there. You hear all this shit. What do you think? Mm, Co-host would probably be Kiefer. Rotating co-host? Oh, Kiefer's not rotating. No, he is. No, he is. Well, who would be considered rotating? Kiefer? I don't know. Kiefer, Pingree, Berlut, Villeman. Villeman has been in for a while, but. Maybe Daniel Blair been in twice. He does. It does seem like he's got. But you weren't here. No. Either one. I, I can, <laughs> yeah. What do you know? I listen, and when he says things, he, it seems like he says that he knows things that he can't say a lot. The best. The best was the show three hundred off the mic. Oh, dude. Right. Yeah. Chad Villeman that, Ferry. That, that doesn't even count. Right. Off the mic, that was great. <laughs> Gosh, so good. Um, Steve. Do you think JMB made more money on dirt bikes or road bikes? No, I have no idea. Those guys did make a lot of money, though. The MotoGP dudes, you know, back then. And he was pretty good, right? Um, but he won three titles in motocross and supercross. So I don't know. Yeah, good question. I have no idea. I, I think that he made good money in moto, but it wasn't quite yeah. to where it you know, ended, yeah, ended yeah, up yeah, going. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. When he went to G- MotoGP, he did yeah. He was on a good team at one time. You know, another what if. Talk about Skip and Jeremy breaking Bradshaw. Sucked, by the way. But what if JMB was still motivated in 93? You know what I mean? Like, he won in 91. He almost won in 92. And when he didn't really give a shit. And then what if he stuck around for 93? You know? That guy was good. I know, right? Yeah, he, you know. Skip's like, that guy was good. He was. I think, I, to this day, I think he's the most natural talent, in my opinion. Yeah. I think the guy was amazing. 
Yeah, and, and him and him and Jeremy spent a bunch of time riding they, at Honda uh, Land yeah. together. You know, we'd make that truck up to Simi Valley and, and do a lot of riding together. Yeah. They get along good? Yeah, they did. They did. He's probably the only one at Honda you got along with. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, they, you know, I just remember being out riding, and they, they'd go find some. They were both jumpers. Yeah. Right, and they'd go find something to do. And I, we'd be up there, and, and, and Jambi would ride over and goes, God, I hope he doesn't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because i got to go do it. And then Jeremy would come back in and goes, God, I hope he doesn't do that because then i got to go do it. You know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was just a, it was a really cool experience. And, and, and Jeremy, you know, he just, he, they loved riding their dirt bikes. And they'd go up and play in the Star Trek or Star yeah. Trek you know, on the side of the cliffs and all that stuff. And it was, um, yeah. they, had, they, they, they had a good time together. Yeah. Yeah, another what ifs, motocross what ifs. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't. We didn't. We're glad we don't have to find that <laughs> yeah, one out. Yeah, yeah didn't yeah. find that one out. Um, this wasn't from this week. Did you guys talk about Phil and J Mart making up last week? Yeah, yeah, oh, we had did. we had Lucas on. Yeah, Phil and J Mart are together now. They're buddy. They're buddies again. They are together. Wow, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, legally married. Cool. <laughs> that's all. Okay, BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis. Pulpamex code at BTOSports.com saves. With you. Uh, all right, Skip. Uh, thank you for coming in, man. Good luck with everything. I'm looking forward to seeing your effort and, and what you guys are going to do next year. And you're going to, I mean, a little bit of what we were talking before the show was, you know, you know, you're not going to be on the podium or winning with these guys that you got. So you have to market and expose the fans to Traders Yamaha and in race results and in, in the pits, right? Well, y- y- no, absolutely. You know, we, we can't look anybody in the face and say, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to go compete for the podium every weekend. We're, we're, we can't do that. Yep. But the, our guys are capable of, of doing that. I believe that. And um, and it's going to be okay if they do do that. But we're going we're gonna to have to do some other things, you know, outside of that from a marketing effort and, and being, being relevant to, to our sponsors and doing some things that the other teams aren't doing. To try to capitalize yeah. on that, yeah, it'd be awesome, man. Maybe you can use the, our show a little bit as an outlet for that. That'd be Absolutely, great. Yeah. you know, we, you kind of talked about the the you know a, a team like ours coming in, and you know, in the nationals, we we finished uh, the our, our guys finished the the first and second non factory guy in the yep. series. Um, you know, All Luke right. finished Luke finished seventh um, in the Supercross series, yep. and you know there was. What fourteen factory guys on the East Coast? Yeah, whatever. We beat half of them. Right. Yeah. We beat yeah. half of them. Right. You know, and on paper, best we should have ever gotten was the fourteenth on yeah. paper. Yeah. You know, and our, and they beat our, they beat those guys. So it's it's they're they're capable of doing. I believe we have a, a a product and a support staff in place that that will allow them to have that opportunity yeah. to do that. No, that's great. I think coming on the show and and having Luke and Jason and. People, you know, remember you from from your glory years. I think that helps out. You know, all, our listeners will be pulling for you. So, uh, that'll yeah. be great. I, yeah. you know, everyone out there is listening. That was thanks for having me on. Yeah, all the sponsors to the show. Thanks. Keep it up because this is a. I've had an absolute yeah, blast fun. tonight. You no. just wait till just you get to the blast. first race, and everybody's going to be coming up to you. Hey, I heard you at the Pulp Show. You wait, <laughs> oh, right, Steve? Bring your clear glasses. It. Skip will sign <laughs> your clear glasses. He will sign your clear glasses for you. Uh, and uh, before we go, BTOSports.com fly race. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alley, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, RIP Tom White, great man. We're gonna we're gonna miss you. EK Chains, Guts Racing. You guys should get on you use guts racing for your seat stuff? Uh we don't. You need to. You need to get on guts racing program. Mitch uses them. Uh, yes, Look at his does. team. I know. 
We're, we're, uh, we're trying to get there. Get data officially on uh, Traders Yamaha as well. Get data is thanks to uh, Swiss Core and Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to you people for listening. Berlut, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Let's not wait so long to come back in. Uh, okay. Can we do that? Yeah, I'll just see if I can't put you on my schedule, but just let me know, would you? <laughs> the, the great Skip Norfolk as well. Uh, thank you, Traders Yamaha. Please check them out on, on social media and uh, on, at the races. And uh, Marks, th- uh, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Thanks for coming in. I'll see you again in another month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks for listening. And see you around. Poontoon? What the fuck? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my